Magos, we are receiving a transmission. It appears to contain vital intelligence from the Warfront. From whom is this transmission? The Loyalists or the forces of the Warmaster? Ascertain this, Adept. It is a vocal transmission. It appears to be three remembrances. I cannot tell you to whom they are loyal. Where is it coming from? It is from the Galactic Northeast, from the edge of the Empire. Hello and welcome to Edge of Empires, a Horus Heresy podcast. This is episode five of year three. And tonight, have we got a show for you? We will be covering a quick look at this month's new releases, an update on what we've been up to this month, a run through of this month's news, including a report from Warhammer Fest by Michael. We look at what's upcoming from Black Library. We also are going to run down uh, the lists that we are collectively going to be taking to the Throne of Skulls doubles event uh, later on in the month. We also open up my post bag and uh, on various bits and bobs that have caught my eye and others during the month. And uh, we'll also be giving our advice on painting leather. Should be interesting. Um, we also take a look at the new stuff that's been added in Malevolence for the game. And for this month's list challenge, to sort of tie in with that, we're each making up our own 3,000-point lists, which will include one of the new console types as previewed in this book. And finally, we'll be looking, as we always do, at which events are going on in the UK. I am, as always, joined by my awesome co-hosts, uh, Mr. Michael Botterill, Esquire. All right. And Brother Chris. Hello. There we go. So, gents, how's it been going? Not too bad. Not too bad. This has been the... The entire 30 things that we're recording has been the most heresy I've done this month. But let's, let's crack on. Well, you're going to have a lot to contribute this month, <laughs> Oh, as always. <laughs> so, um, we haven't got anything rage-filling this month, apart from my rant, I think. I'm the only no, one who's got any... You're, you're nicely fired up, aren't you? You're... Uh... Well, marginally. I'm not into your territory when it came to the custodies. A few, a few people are, frankly. You know. So, uh, and I think I'm pretty calm about things. But generally speaking, it's been a fairly quiet month in that regard. Nothing too controversial has come our way. Not so, yet. No. So, speaking of which, on to the new releases. And as always, our man who keeps an eye on the pulse of the Games Workshop and Forge World release calendar, Mr. Michael Bottrell. Over to you, sir. Okay, so uh, new releases this month. We've um, we've had a few. Uh, some of these are from Main GW. Um, some of these are from uh, you know a few of these are from Forge World. Um, so we got uh, two. The first two softback books, uh, black books, uh, Conquest and Retribution, uh, mm. in softback format. They're both forty-five pounds each. Now, if I if I recall, I did check these earlier, and I think uh, the book four is currently sold out. So that was quite a um. That, that was obviously is, very yeah. popular and uh six is still in stock um so obviously very popular people really wanted four uh for the campaign rules and stuff so um yeah. hopefully that will be coming back again in the future i suppose with a soft cover it's a bit lot easier to 
to do, isn't it? And it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, that is, it's, it's got a, it's just that campaign system in it. It's just awesome. Yeah. It's, and ha- having seen the size <clears> of the book, <throat> I must say, I, I think I prefer all my books in that soft format. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it is a big book six of, I mean, I use book, we've used book six and we've used book four for our own missions for Company of Legends. Yep. And because they're slightly off the beaten track from the normal uh, ones you get in the books. And they're also, uh, with a little bit of jiggery pokery, you can use them as uh, you know, sort of that uh, concept to make them work quite well outside of a normal campaign yep. or to integrate into your own event. So I can see why both of these have gone really quickly, but there are some cracking missions in there, which is why I'm assuming yeah. they've released these ones in specific. Yeah, well, these, these ones ran out of stock um and yeah because people wanted them mm. uh, um, it, and the hardback ones ran so, uh, yeah the hardback ones have been going for some stupid prices yeah. online it's, it's always would like to buy uh black book four isn't it, it, it mm, that's yeah. the one people i mean i think i could have sold my one you know four or five times over and you know in the last year if it wasn't so required mm. um Definitely. So what's what's in that? What's in Conquest then? That's got Solar Auxiliary and stuff in, isn't it? Uh, Conquest so... has got Solar Auxiliary, I believe, is in there. Yeah, uh, but it's the um, uh, what else has it got? It's um, Northern Imperium Traitor. So yeah, you've got the Questorus Knights, you've got the Solar Auxilia, but you've got the you've got the campaign uh, mm. system in there. Uh, has it got the Shadow Wars? Shadow Wars is book Shadow six. Wars, uh, oh no, Shadow Wars is book six. Okay, yeah. it's, uh, it's just the um, conquest uh, campaign mostly. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. There's a, there's a <coughs> campaign there, which which it's a lot got, of people like. It's got so. like a city fight thing as well in there, if I remember rightly. Like I said, I've used. Oh that. yes, city fight. Yeah, yeah. That's in the in grades. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there's character advancement. Yeah. And the relics. And the relics. Oh, is that where they come from? So I, I mean, I like I say we use book four a lot for missions because there are some cracking missions in there. And the same with book six. So it's a good place to start if you're kind of bored with the normal rotation of the six missions yep. in the books. Yep. Okay, so on to uh, the next batch of releases, which is all Adeptus Titanicus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first two of those are the um, Titan weapons um, for uh, the resin ti- first two Titan uh, resin Titan weapon upgrades. We've got the Warlord. We've got the first of all, we've got the Adeptus Titanicus Warlord Battle Titan Quake Cannon. Uh, these are both priced at £14, and the uh, Adeptus Titanicus uh, Warlord Battle Titan uh, Macro Gatling Blaster. Uh, now, these have both been going in and out of stock ever yeah, since they've been yeah. released. Yeah. Um, and obviously, they are producing them as, as quickly as they can, but they are very popular. Well, they're um, back in stock now, though, aren't they? So yeah, good. they're back in stock yeah. now. Um, I imagine they did a load for, for Warhammer Fest. Of course, um, yeah. But, so you're gonna um, be getting some of these? Oh, the quake cannon looks cool. Uh, I don't know I what it does, but it looks cool. I will be getting them. I just don't know if I'll be getting them right now because I'm broke. Yes. Um, I'm broke as because I just bought a whole table's worth of scenery. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I bought a uh, I bought an imperial sector, uh, a manufactorum, ruins, and uh, uh, an administratium. So. It's it's. This is interesting, actually. Is getting scenery quite addictive? Do you uh, find? Because somebody else was saying that they've started buying scenery and now they're they're kind of almost obsessed with scenery. It may have been for the um, adapted Tenecus game, but do you, it do is, you find it? But is, I I want can't to, I, resist it. I want to make sure I've got a full you know um, a, 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 some extra tables for uh, yeah. Company yeah. of Legends basically. <clears throat> and these are uh, th- this table is going to be one of my is going to be my 
house table, as it were. Gotcha. Um, so that's why I spent the money rather. I think I think it can because like when I um, built my the table that I had, um, you know, I was at a point where I was just like going, oh, that looks like a cool bit of terrain, and it's like it's. I don't think it's any different to buying models. Yeah. I think you just get into that that mindset. If you see a cool thing, you think, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm going to get that. I've never I think actually, it'll look cool. Yeah, I've never actually had any a table at home, to be fair. So no, yeah. So I brought that, yeah, segmented one. That, mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I remember now. God, I was going back a bit. Yeah, that's five. Cool. Years, uh, yeah. I've never had a space Three. for a table, but if I do move next mm. year, I will be getting. I, I will be hoping for a place with space for a table. Uh, it was a, uh, if you want, I can I can try and write down how I built it because it was a a feat of engineering. <laughs> all, all made over three evenings from from wood. Oh no, I'm just gonna get Je- I'm just gonna get Jez to make me a table. Uh, one of the guys at Durham Raiders, he made he's made the club a bunch of wooden tables which are at the perfect height. Um, they're like trestle table type things, perfect height. Mm. You know, it's, it's worth taking a picture of those because they are they are a fantastic thing that he's done there. Yes, they kind of yeah. flat pack down. So, because yeah. um, t- always it's always a problem with storage, isn't it? Storing things. Yeah, you know, unless you're using your own, your own sort of kitchen table. And with a mat on top of it, it's it's storing the thing. But these all flat pack down really nicely. So maybe we'll take a picture. I'll take a picture next time we're at the club. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so what else have we got? Uh, Adeptus Titanicus Grand Master Edition return. Mm, um, £175. Is it still in stock? Yeah, it's still in stock. Yeah, it's still there. But I'll be honest with you. I'd rather go for the um, the 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 uh, Titan, you know, the, the, the Manipal box, the... Um, uh, what's it called? Um, I'm just trying to think what it's called now. It's but just, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a box with a, a Warlord, a Reaver, and two Warhounds. Uh, Titan, and, Titan Battle Group. That's what you're asking. Titan Battle Group. Yeah, I'd rather buy the Titan mm. Battle Group myself because uh, I think that's a much better value starting set. Um, it is actually because the I think night on its own is ninety odd quid, isn't it? The, the, the big boy. Yeah. The, the, warlord, 70, the, warlord. the warlord 65 quid okay right sorry warlord 65 quid the, basically you get the the warhounds for free but as it goes as a starting set i think if you're getting into the game um the grandmaster edition is great to split between two people uh mm. because it gives you some terrain to start with and you each get uh you know a warlord and some knights <clears throat> but if you actually want to start a new you know map you know legio i i'd go with a battle group yeah, I mean, there are lots of people who've got you know there's plenty of terrain out there now isn't there if you know if you'll be playing yeah. in clubs and stuff there's all you, know, you don't need to worry about the terrain unless you want to contribute it to your yeah. local club or whatever so um <clears throat> yeah i think the, the the battle group if you're you know 100 quid for that you buy the rule set for 35 pounds and that's yes. cheaper if you go to element games or goblin games or something yeah yeah or, or whoever's whoever's the flavor of the month yeah um you know, it's, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it, now to... Well, yeah, it's uh, 35 to give, quid. To give that, you know, 40 quid, you know, that's you can put that towards, you know, two boxes of nights or whatever. Yeah, you save yourself some, you save yourself enough money, I think, if you go to someone like Element, Goblin, Dark Spear, you know, the, the type of companies we mean, um, that, that out there. It's about a battle bunker if you're in Sunderland. Yeah. Actually, I mean, our local place. Um, you'll, you'll probably save yourself enough money to get yourself a night, a night mm-hmm. uh, box. Because they're quite cheap. They're only 20 quid, aren't they? Yeah, I keep... Do you know what? This is funny. I keep buying stuff for this game. And at some point, I'm going to put it together. 
no, um, it's a great game. I know it is. I know it is. Uh, so because I'm like you, and to a certain extent, I like to support kind of local businesses for this kind of thing. So usually when I'm in Battle Bunker to play on a Friday, uh, Jez doesn't charge people to use the tables during the day. So, no. you know, no. I think that's you know incredibly generous. So I always try and buy something when I'm there. And that usually the only thing that's kind of in there that is, isn't paints that I've already got is Titan stuff. So yeah. I, I usually go to, I think I've picked up some, I think I picked up uh, Warlord, sorry, um, Warhounds and a Reaver there. And I also just picked up some uh, Knights, what are the ones with the shields? Serastus Knights. Knights. Yeah. I've got a packet of those. So Yeah, I got my Serastus <clears throat> Knights from there as well. So um but yes, it is I know one day I'm gonna actually understand how to play with it and start putting <laughs> this stuff together. But uh, I've just like I say, got you know, I I'm being very focused at the moment on what I hobby up. Yeah, yeah. I I, I yeah, I need to I need to get encourage you to, to get it. Yeah, I mean great. things that say Quake Cannon. You know that but, does that tickles my fancy. Yeah, that's that's your kind of yeah. That's your cup of tea, isn't it? You know, it totally is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of cool stuff on on there. Anyway, so moving on to uh, Immortus Hanukkah, we've got Doom of Molech, the Doom, as um, Andy Hawes says, we have to pronounce it. Okay. Now, it's still... is that like that sounds like the bloke from Dad's Army for those of you in the UK. Yes. Remember such yeah. a thing? Exactly. <laughs> I think we all remember Dad's Army, don't we? Well, bear in mind that we are we have an international listener base now. Oh, this it, is true. This is true. We do have international it, listeners. But yeah, it must be on there. I mean, it's 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 the world must be able to access iPlayer and uh, iPlayer world. Radio because it's because there's the Dad's Army Radio stuff on it, iPlayer Radio. It'll be on. Um, it'll like be on. BBC. If you're if you're outside um the uh, you know most of the you know the UK you can get it on. Is it BritBox? It's called yeah no idea. yeah that's the one where you can get your programs from yes yeah yeah Britbox. uh anyway so doom of Moloch, uh because andy <laughs> hall was like d- determined that we all say it, doom um so you know okay okay we'll go with that um is uh it's currently down at it, it, you know it's still seven it's still 20 percent off at um element games so it's still 1760 normally this kind of stuff rises up to uh 15 off so i would i was expecting it was going to be a by this time uh, uh, eighteen pounds seventy, but it's still seventeen sixty. So oh, um, I have a I, I literally just bought it, um, but I'm still waiting. I'm waiting for it to be dispatched. What um, actually is it? Is it like another campaign book? Like yeah, yeah it's it, another. It, it's, and it focuses on the knights and things, doesn't it? This, yeah, it's this another campaign out. book. It, it adds in four uh, four new war. Um, titan legios rules for right. whole new titan legios um and it uh gives you um rules for fielding battle groups entirely composed of knights right that would make sense so you could have just a knight game because obviously uh, and it's got rules for rules and stratagems for uh knight, seven knight houses um and you know it's got um new missions new battlefield assets um uh, uh missions based around the the, the Moloch campaign because that's the um the one from um, Vengeful Spirit, where, okay. uh, you know, where, where the one knights were quite important in that battle. And you've got um, you, you've got beast hunts as well. So you can use your knights to go hunting big beasts. So that's, 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 quite, cool. well, uh, that's quite a good thing. Though, if you've got those, you know, the old Tyranid model lying around, you think, oh, what should I do with that? Oh, I'll uh, you know, oh, have, yeah. a, have yeah. a Titan fun, you know, They're different. Different. Yeah, yeah, it's good. 
good game. Uh, good, good, looks like a good book. Um, as I said, I'm a, I, I've just bought it. I haven't got it yet. It's being dispatched tomorrow because, uh, um, it, every, like everything with Titanicus, it is going out of stock. Like you know, st- this stuff is selling like hotcakes. I think that's part of the problem, isn't it? Because I'm like, oh, I should buy this stuff. It's going to go out of stock, and I'm like, oh, I can't really afford it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You sort of feel uh, almost like once you start, you're going to have to make sure you buy stuff when it comes out, which you're never going to see it again. Yeah. We've got some new scenery. Um, we've got the Civitas Imperialis Administratum Sector, which is uh, a bunch of uh, the big sprues. Um, Manatees have been busy again. I was going to say exactly that that sentence. Yeah, but this is the new... Um, <laughs> this is the existing building sprues with the new Spires sprue. Because there's a new Spires sprue. Yeah, yeah. So, there um, were some really cool ones. I, um, I think it was on the community site where they've got those... Sort of the, someone had done them green and red. Yeah, make them look like from a jungle planet. That was quite cool. Yeah, but um, so that's uh, that's new building sprues out. So this sector, oh, cool. the, the Ministratum sector, is ninety quid, um, or seventy six pounds fifty at Element Games. Um, so that's a uh, that's a, a good good bargain, I think. There, um, we actually mentioned that later on in Engine Kill because there's a bit about terrain in there. Um, then you've got the Adeptus Titanicus Civitas Imperialis. Dyers, so that's just that's a small uh, box uh, full of um, just the spire sprues. Okay. Um, so that is from Games Workshop, twenty quid or uh, seventeen pounds at Element Games. Yeah. So they look cool. I like them. They do look cool. They look really cool. And yeah, when you when you um, combine them up with the uh, new, you know, the new scenery. Mm. Well, sorry, the old scenery. Um, you can do some great stuff with that. It's I think brilliant. it's it's nice to have that because it makes it look less blocky. Yeah, and it gives it yeah. a little breaks up a little bit, doesn't it? Unless it's going to add height to the terrain. Yes, yes. if that yeah. makes sense. Without, it, without having to make it look like you say bricky, at least you're going to have you're going to have people going, oh well, I can just see a bit through. Yeah, you know, that mean, top yeah. Co- that top cauldron of the um, yeah. warlord. Yeah. And then finally for Titanicus, we've got the Adeptus Titanicus Knight. Strate- night stratagem cards um this is nine pounds but you can only get it direct from games workshop and this gives all these stratagems and uh stuff uh, that you can use with your night banners um that are included in doom of moloch you don't need them but obviously it's nice and handy to have sure stratagem cards so um that's that that's all right there i think personally mm-hmm. um not much you can really say about that um and then we've got some Slanesh releases uh, for your Demons of the Ruin Storm. Um, so uh, perfectly timed for those who are obviously into uh, their uh, into their demons or building demon armies. You know, there's some nice, lovely new models out now, actually. Sorry, I say, you know, you can buy them now. Um, mm. First of all, there's a Keeper of Secrets, £85. Pounds, fabulous model. Or £72.25 <clears throat> like, at Element Games. I like these um, Spear and Shield yeah that's, that's uh, a really nice i'm not one, fussed about the other one okay it looks a bit, the other one's a bit too um brides of dracula for me to be it's... fair when we were talking about which demon you would have as a house guest yes yeah this fellow would definitely run off with your missus and probably your, your, your yeah. livestock <laughs> your livestock and also we, we're do, all we're all keeping you know farm animals in the house but he would do the washing up afterwards unlike uh, uh, well he's not livestock but you know graham does have a a, a, a rook 
that's true that's true yes <laughs> not quite livestock but you know if there was livestock in the vicinity it'd be like oh well, I'm here. and you've got a, you, your missus has got a horse hasn't it hasn't she yes that's true i suppose that would if he went to the effort right <laughs> i've just nipped round and i've decided to run off with your missus in some debauched slanish orgy uh, by the way, where's the horse? You know yeah, what I mean? Just out of interest. <laughs> just, just yeah, where's, the, where's, where's the bridle? And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a um, it's a, it's a really nice model though. It's yeah. a you know. Just um, have you guys? Did, did you guys see the Imperial Truths Imperial Truths post uh, yes. earlier this afternoon? No. Which like someone? No, no, no. Uh, Rob had been sent a photo of someone that had, from oh. someone. Yes. That had combined the Keeper of Secrets model with like a snake body, so it looked like yes. um, Fulgrim once he's con- converted into ah, Fulgrim. Right. And it, if if, if you haven't seen it, check out um, Pure Truth on Facebook. Yes. Uh, you're welcome, guys, um, because it's an awesome model. It looks yeah. great, whoever, but we don't know who done it. He he didn't know. Yeah, but it's a yeah lovely model uh and just nice to see some nice you know all the demon you know uh, yeah there's a nice de- greater demon for all of the all of those now so it's really good um it's a, i've got to say also i really like the way that one's painted it's just spectacularly well painted i think yeah is that the imperial truth one or the no, no the, the the games workshop ones i mean fair enough you expect them to be superbly painted but these that i think it's just brilliant that that black Black, almost purple. Yeah. On the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the head, the, the hair, crazy hair thing as well. That's pretty cool. If I've got to be honest, uh, heavy metal have been uh, literally um, bashing it out with some great color schemes of late. Um, the, the, I mean, have you seen the new um, Sons of Horus? Not Sons of Horus. Uh, Black Legion scheme. Um, it's it's really really nice. It's almost like um, a greeny black. Okay. Got it. It looks it looks really spectacular. Um, anyway, that's forty k. So that's yeah. Uh, but right, I think I think you're kind of right, Chris. I think the guy with the spear and the shield, he looks more. He looks a bit more. Um, and is it the director? Is it Benito? Oh, del Toro? Uh, ben, yeah, Benito. Del Benito del Toro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that looks something like something that you'd see in one of his films. You know, I'll, I'll probably get in trouble uh, with the wife if she ever he- if she hears me say this. But uh, did you just assume that uh, Keeper of Secrets gender? I, I assumed it was a chap. Well, that's the thing with it, you know, Slaneshi. It's it's, it's 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 you don't know if it's a uh, if it's male or female. One, you know, one would say that it's perhaps there are two <laughs> versions, and mm. one has been painted in slightly what would be historically more masculine colours. And one in slightly more effeminate colours, not to generalise and things like that, but it, it wouldn't be Ooh, hard to make that assumption. It, it, it's, a, it's a good point, actually. It does look fairly androgynous, now you mention yeah. it. Yeah, I could I could go with that. Fair play. And that's exactly right, isn't it? With the yeah. um, peculiar <laughs> nature of Slanish. Definitely going to run off with my missus, Slanish demons. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, and then we've got The Mask, um, which is... Uh, well, the, uh, the the 1990s Jim Carrey film. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no, the Slanetti character. Now, oh, yes. We do know from the Demons of the Runestorm list that these characters, like the Mask, like Slofty Bile Piper, aren't specifically hey. named characters, but 
they can be used as demonic chosen. So I like the suspenders. Um, oh, excuse me one second. Uh, I've got to say that's a great look. Oh, we lost Chris for a second, have we? Yeah. I think, I think the suspenders have pushed him oh, over the edge. It's it's not that. It's just that, because you know we're talking about Dad's army just 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Outside my window, there are currently about 25 men in World War II home guard uniform on bicycles. Never. I, I'm going to take a photo Pixel, and I'm going to send it, it to happen. you. Pixel, I'm going to do it now happen. for you. Give me one. Because okay. that would just be unbelievably... All, all I'm, All I'm going to say... Graham is he lives in Brighton. He doesn't. He's it's a bit of away from Brighton, but he's in the facility for sure. Anyway, the map, the mask, is yeah. a fantastic figure. What Again. really, what really gets me about those suspenders and stockings is like you're not sure where the if it's clothing it's, or if it's flesh because it's it's very just because I mean those those if they are stockings they literally mold into the legs so the feet and it's um yeah good point. Yeah. Oh, yes. He, uh, he, Graham has, Graham Chris has just sent us that photo. And yes, there are, there are, you know, a dozen or so men in uh, home guards uniforms. How flipping flipping weird is that? That's mental. (laughs) Okay. Right. Chris. um, Yeah. Take it all back. Goodness. Okay. Okay. Right. We'll have to okay, put that so, on, the, on the page. Other people are going to think we're talking nonsense. But anyway, back, I'll back. put it in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So back to the mask. I think uh, that's mask. a great figure. Really, yeah. really cool figure. Fifteen quid would... from Games Workshop. <laughs> Not bad price. Or twelve pound seventy five at Element Games with their fifteen percent off. Uh, and then you've got the Infernal Enraptress. Again, you can use it as a, a, a demonic chosen. Um, and I hate this model. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me have a look. <clears throat> Just because um, it makes me feel, it makes me feel uncomfortable because it looks horrible. What the um, what what she's doing? Uh, I, I mean, my thing with these, this one, the mask and the Eternal in, in, Infernal Entraptures, is they say in Heresy that then the demons aren't properly formed. If that makes sense. No, no, they they're probably they, formed. It's uh, just the Imperium doesn't know. Yeah, I just, I don't know if, you, I don't know how comfortable I am with them roll, rocking around with harps. If that okay, makes sense. yeah, I, I kind of get what you're coming from. Is that yeah. They're more like just boiling out of the warp with, you know, talents yeah. for rending it's, rather than sitting around having a, but, but I suppose it's Stanish, isn't it? If anybody's going to do it, yeah, it's Stanish. It's, yeah. it's, uh, I suppose it's up to the gamer whether they would like to use this in heresy or not. Oh, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't scorn at somebody. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, I'm just saying if I, you know, ever look at my demons again, I'm not sure I'd go, oh, actually. Well, I wouldn't do this because I don't like Slaneshi models. Not that I don't like, I, more that I don't want to do the painting because I don't like painting that kind of pale colour. Like Keeper uh, of Secrets, you know, though. I get it wrong. Oh, the Keeper of Secrets, yeah. Keeper of Secrets, lovely. But the but the Infernal Entraptors, it's just that those um that harp, the way it comes out of his back, and it's ugh, a bit, yeah. No, I, I kind of like it. I think it's a I think it's a, an imaginative. Oh, it's thing. great. It's imaginative. It's very Slaneshi. It's just it makes me go. <laughs> Give me the willies. Give me the willies. <laughs> Um, right. definitely, you know, it's no sloppy bar paper. Well, she's gonna have a job getting a note out of that, I've got to say, but you know, it is magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so she is twenty five pounds or twenty one twenty five at Element Games. Okay. And then finally, you've got well, final model release of the month. Uh, you've got the fiends of Slanesh. 
Uh, that's £30 or £25.50 at Element Games. So we know these because we've seen them in um, um, the box set they had. Um, okay. Ruin, and, Ruin and Rapture, I think it was. Um, so, yeah. They're, they're a weird collection of different body parts, aren't they? Yeah. These are what happens when Selenish runs off with your horse and your missus. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. This is the yeah, and And with a little bit of um, anti to throw in for, yes, for good measure. Gonna... Yeah, this is this is what happens people <laughs> bring, and bring the anteater bring, yeah. <laughs> we've all we've all said it my room 10 o'clock and bring the anteater yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you get three of them in a box so it's not bad um so yeah so there's the kind of suspendery thing going on as well that's obviously a theme it's yeah like rock, rocky horror picture show-esque yeah <laughs> Just happened to notice that, which I don't know what that says about me or, or, or <laughs> Yeah, I mean there are a couple of other Slaneshi releases this month, but I wasn't I don't really think they're usable in heresy. Um, you know, you had endless spells and obviously oh, yeah. um the um the contorted epit you know, the mirror with the two heralds and Oh yeah. And then that demon prince and herald combo. Okay. The um I mean, I suppose you could take the Demon Prince and yeah. use that for something, you know. But yeah, there's a there's a few other releases out there, but not easily translatable straight over to Heresy. So um, yeah, and then the final release that we've had of the month is a book. It's Conrad Kerr's The Night Haunter, the limited edition book, which is forty pounds. Okay, um, so let's have a little look, see that. Oh, the cover's nice, isn't it? I like the blue. Yeah, yeah. The, the limited editions of the night of the night of the Primark books have been really nice. So, um, but they've been selling out quicker and quicker um, each time. So, is it have they have they put the maximum limit of one on two or whatever they were going to uh, do? I don't know if they've done it with this book, uh, oh, but right. I know they're doing it with. I don't know. Oh, uh, apparently it's out of stock already. No, yeah. There you go. Or is so it? Wait. Yeah, it looks like it's out of stock already. Okay. Uh, okay, so it's gone um so sorry about that guys if you if you wanted it and you're depending on us for your new releases <laughs> you're once we again do. knackered we yes. do always say don't trust us for news don't yes ever. yeah we just talk about this stuff anyway so this is uh gonna be a uh fun book but it gets its main release later on in the year so um okay so just quick mention next week's releases uh which will be on pre-order uh by the time this episode that comes out for da- downloads you've got the new sets for kill team now um they're going to be the only place other than urban conquest to get the new rubble and fallen statue scenery um but of note the thousand suns kit is perfectly usable as tartros segment terminators uh, for the thousand suns which is something i know quite a few thousand sun players do and that's what when uh, asked about it in a in a seminar why did you not make uh tartaros uh sekmet they said well there's a plastic set you can use so makes uh, sense yep so that's that's going to be 40 quid so for five pounds more you basically get some terrain and if you want to play kill team there's some cards and stuff in there but just just as i quickly perusing the gw site i see they have a in the 40k section a masters of ruin set which is like the four five chaos lord characters that they do now yeah yeah i mean we did talk about them was it last yeah. month or you know we sort of talked you know some people you know word bearer players are saying, oh yeah the black legion yeah 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 you can potentially use them for uh uh for for, for word bearers or word for bearers, example yeah. i mean the, the the dark apostle definitely i think 
Mm. He's definitely useful yeah, for bearers, but stone stone wall, isn't he? He's, you know, bang to rights. Yeah, absolutely. Got <clears> I think that um, the head break, the head taker guy, would be quite good. Yeah, for, yeah. For bearers, night lords. There's there's definitely some stuff in that range. That yeah, I think yeah. You can use. Um, I, you know, I didn't realize they'd done done it as a pre-done box kind of thing. I think it's just a bundle. You get them individually. Yeah. And you don't save any money. That's usually the way they do it on Games Workshop, yeah, sadly. Yeah. They don't do deals where you save money unless it's in a star collecting box or anything. So uh, shall we move on to what we've been up to then, guys? Yes. Yeah. Go for it. So now let's move on to what we have been up to. And I'm going to go first, which is basically going to be me going, actual life has got in the way this month and I have not picked up a paintbrush or anything hobby related for 30 days. And I can actually tell the last time I picked up a model was probably the day before we recorded our last episode. What? Wow. Uh, I just, because I'm trying to get this, um, uh, become a registered valuer okay, in yes. my particular trade and I'm trying to do a years long course in four months effectively so it's just any time that I have when I'm not at work is sort of like spent doing yeah. that sort of stuff so <clears throat> at the moment okay. so yeah so I've I mean well it's, I, I did get my bases sorted for my mechanicum but that's kind of been it <laughs> that's okay. been, the, been the highlight really has been that Chris, today is the ninth yeah yeah yeah, yeah i know 15 days i've got sunday i've set sunday aside okay so, so everything's built right and because i'm uh once things are uh, airbrushed then it just becomes a case of that's true. I forget you have got airbrush. Facilities. Yeah, once once that's done, so for the infantry, it's bulk. It's going to be quite easy to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> and then it's just picking out detail. So Sunday will be spent me getting high off uh, paints <laughs> uh, from about six o'clock in the morning till sort of eight nine o'clock at night. Uh, by which point, my fingers will either be. Uh, small works of art amongst in, mm-hmm. in their own fashion or i'll have been passed out do you um, think you'll get all sort of salvador dali towards the end as the hallucinogenic I, yeah I, the, uh, yeah basically I, I'll, I'll i'll do some kind of weird sort of <laughs> uh human genital mural uh, <laughs> <laughs> on, sort of airbrushed onto the side of yes. something uh yeah out, you know because there's the there is something quite quite phallic about the central weapon of the of the Krios when you look at it under so, you know if, under certain cool. light. So I think that could uh, yeah that could happen. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's just yeah, hum- uh, uh, focusing on the thing that actually earns me money to yes. do my hobby has just been my focus. So quite right too. Just I mean it's it's right. been tough because there have been plenty of times I just wanted to go screw this yes. and and look at a model, but it's just. No? discipline has had to be uh, exerted which is not, not not my strong point by any stretch of the imagination oh, normally say, you're, you're not wrong there actually <coughs> you're, you know, you're, you're, you're a man who can, can flit about but you've definitely knuckled down on this one as it were i mean i've 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 barely been on the playstation so 
I mean, that's, just goes to show, that it? just goes to show the level of commitment that's currently going yeah. to this sort of thing. Fair enough. Well, so let's see what the the two gentlemen that are now almost neck and neck for production levels. I know, right? I've absolutely gone is, ballistic. You have. I so, yeah, so last month I said I would build the Stormhammer, uh, but I not only built it, I painted it as well. So uh, and, the, and the universe loved it as well. They, people really liked that tank, didn't they? I guess it's not the most common of tanks. You don't see too many of them, so um, that was probably what it was. But it's all built and painted now. I took some advice from people when I was thinking about the guns, and somebody said, you should magnetise those, and luckily I had some magnets hoofing about. So I now can now change the um, the sort of Thunderchild-esque guns on the side from multi-melters to heavy flamers to las cannons at my whim. I could put heavy bowers on there, but, you know, heavy bowers. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, I, I kind of – it was weird, you know, because I painted this figure, and I really, really liked the dry-brushed effect that I'd managed to get on it. It kind of looked like it had been airbrushed, you know, because I just did a lot of layers of different sort of bringing things up through lighter shades on the airbrush, on the um, uh, yeah. dry brushing. And I've got a big kind of dry brush and I was really pleased with it. And then I put the metallics on and I just didn't like it. And I was like, oh, I've completely ruined this model. I'm never going to like this model. And uh, then I basically inked over the um, uh, metallics, which is what I would normally do anyway. Um, well, I say inked, I mean, I used um, Agrax Earthshade and it kind of dulled everything down and I'm really pleased with it now. So, yeah, super happy with that model, actually. Good, so good. it's a real centerpiece piece. And I put um, the uh, previously uh, slightly um, impregnated Commissar figure, uh, which I had to <laughs> <laughs> surgically remove uh, in half. And uh, she is now the um, tank commander on that as well. So I'm really pleased that's all worked out quite well. So happy with that just, uh, just one question about the name mm. for those who i'm sure everyone who listens is, is aware of, of war of the worlds and the, the eventual fate of thunder child yes are you concerned about melter guns do you know what there was a fantastic quote and i can't think who it was uh, somebody said uh, aren't you worried about the martians coming to blow it up and i went no the chances are a million to one which uh, I've got to say, I was very pleased with that. Comment. Yeah, absolutely. I, that I think was, you, that was fifty bonus points to you. Sir. Very, very, uh, you know, uh, on uh, witty uh, in a very geeky kind of way. So, yes, I think that will more than likely be its fate. It, it, it has actually blown up more often than any other super heavy that I've had in the two in the two games I've played with it. So, I see, you've cursed it. Cursed I, it really. I mean, to be fair, it's probably the rest of the army not pulling their weight but uh, yes <laughs> okay. um so I, i've got that i also did and i don't know if i did these last month or this month so i'm gonna have to go out on a um a limb here and say i did paint my three ogrins and i don't think i'd even had them last month so um actually i uh, suppose to sort of give some context i managed to uh, somebody was selling some solar auxiliary and uh, so i got i couldn't resist it it was a, a price that was um just too tempting. So I got added to my um, stuff that I had a LAS rifle section, 20 men, uh, another um, storm section, which is 10 guys, and um, three Ogrins for the four short Ogrins, and uh, command section, and a Medusa, um, the Cyro Auxiliary Medusa. So I, I picked up a, a good deal there. 
And so as soon as I got those Ogrins, I just knew I had to paint them because I really like the models. And uh, I've every game I've been had, they've been in ever since. They're completely useless, but they look awesome. So um, they're actually the one of the best models I've ever painted, those Ogrins, which I know isn't saying much, but for me, it's a big deal. You've, got, you've, had, you've done some very successful models in the past. I mean, to be fair, they're all variations of dry brushing and null oil and Agrax Earthshade. But, but if it, it works, it work. works. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, what else this month? Actually, I'll tell you what else, a bit of product placement, if you like. I, this is a weird conversation to have, but I was I bought some new glue, right? And uh, I don't know about you, but I've, I used to use uh, Gorilla Glue and then because I'm an impatient so-and-so, I used to buy that army painter accelerator. Yeah. You know, the spray? Yeah, yeah, and the stuff. So, yeah, yeah. But the spray's quite, actually pretty pricey. You know, I think, bear in mind, that I'm trying to get it from Amazon or something. It's usually about seven quid or something for a small bottle. I was like, cool, that seems quite a lot. So I bought this uh, Mitre Bond, which I think is a more of a sort of DIY brand um, super glue. Uh, but it's absolutely bob on. And for a fiver, you get a big bottle and it also comes with its own kind of aerosol accelerator, which I haven't used yet because I haven't had to because the super glue has been so good. So um, there you go. Not that I'm trying to sort of get a sponsorship deal from <laughs> Mitra Bond, but uh, I've got to say that um, shopping around for some, for some See, different glue is a good call. I use Loctite. I I've, I've never find any problems with that. I, I used to use Loctite, but what I found was um, I used to use the brush on, you know? The brush oh, Steve, no, I just used the um, normal squeezing out it comes jobby the thing that annoys me about super glue is, honest with you, is the amount of times that the the nozzle has glued up you know so you think oh, that's, I've got some that's because you're glue. not doing it properly clearly. Yeah, of course I'm, i have to keep my sort of the the the, the lids to my super glue sort of slightly not done yeah, all the way that's right. otherwise i've got to get a pair of pliers to undo uh, yeah. I've, I've never had that problem really yeah no loctite i've i've got three things of it open at any point and I can always just twist that cap off okay. and, and, and away it goes. Maybe you're a more discerning user of the maybe, nozzle. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm just more gentle <laughs> with the nozzle and you, uh, you're a heavy-handed approach. Uh, the amount of times I've gone to get some super glue and it's like welded shut, like impossible to get into, and it's like, that's like half a bottle wasted. But anyway, so far, Mitre Bond has not let me down, chaps. So there you Fair go. Enough. Bit of product placement, never hurt anybody. So... Anyway, to go back to the uh, conversation at large, um, yeah, it's been a very productive month, actually. Super Heavy Tank done and the Ogrins done. So um, I'm very pleased with that as progress. I was going to do a Whirlwind Scorpius or at least redo one, but I'm not using it now, so I'm not going to bother. So we're all good. Fair enough. Job done. Hmm. So, Mr. Master Squidward. Yeah, um, now, I... Just oh, yeah. just before you, before you start... Yes. Can I, as I, I did apologise to you online. I, don't, I want to get it on on <laughs> on record on record that I apologise for ever calling you Squidward. Yes. And oh the, yeah. And, and the fact that you're now having interactions with with people out in public, and tell they're us, referring yes. to you as. Yeah, I, I, tell us the tale, because this is an absolute. I, I was I was at soft play. Uh, with I, I went isn't, down it to sound, see, isn't it as weird as it sounds, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> I went down to visit family um, because we've had a bereavement. So um, uh, went down to visit family, you know, be together, stuff, have a drink to memories and what have you. And uh, one of the things we did was we took my um, my nephews and niece uh, nieces to soft play in Colchester. 
and as I was queuing up for a cup of tea, um, as you do, the guy uh, at the table sort of right next to the thing was reading Fulgrim. And I said, that's a brilliant book, Horus Heresy, excellent. And um, and he just goes, yeah, yeah, I absolutely love the Horus Heresy. I'm rereading all the books. I, I was just chatting for a bit about, you know, Emperor's Children. And he's just like, you're the squid guy off Edge of Empire, aren't you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> now, when you first told me that, I did laugh for a solid hour. Is... It had been a particularly stressful day, and that did cheer me up no end. Um, but yes, I, I, I feel like I should apologise to you for the for, 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 for calling you squid with that one time and every, every time subsequently. <laughs> infamy, infamy. Like, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. If, if, if people see you at the weekend and make, you know, yeah. go up and say hello, Michael. Yes. Don't don't say hello, Squidward. Squid guy. Yeah, Squid guy from Edge of Empire or Squidward. Anyway, whoever that name. was, thank you very much. You've cheered us up, whoever. Yes. Because you obviously listen to the show, so that's I can't awesome. remember his I can't remember his name now. Oh, dear. Thank you very much. Was it John? Oh, I'm terrible for names. It's, it's going to start like a look. Kind of, I was just kind of. A, embarrassed and i was like oh god it's gonna sound like a lonely hearts thing to the guy that was reading the edge of the, the horus heresy book it's soft play in colchester in yeah. colchester that, uh, yeah. said that section in metro or something didn't they you know yeah they still do Okay. Uh, yeah, to the to the guy that was, you know, on the back seat of the yes. number number seventy three. Showing up in a bin on <laughs> yeah. high street. Yeah, next time I'll <laughs> next time I'll hold your hair back, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, I so, was the one who gave you the chips. <laughs> <laughs> Moving yes. very swiftly. Oh yes. Go so on, Michael. Anyway, tell I, us what I, tell I, us the things you've done. Well, I got delayed in my working on stuff uh, through a uh, bit of illness. That's kept me sort of uh, away from the paint table quite a bit the month. Uh, the visit to the family with a bereavement. And Megan insisted on her and I watching the entire uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe before we went to see Endgame. That's, well, a, that's, a, that's, that's a, a feat. That is a feat in itself. We managed it, but obviously, you know, she was sort of like, I, I want to go do some paintings today. She's like, no, 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 we're going to watch. We're going to watch three movies today. Wow. And I was like, all right, then. So did and you then, go up from Iron Man? Like yes. In order. Yes, so all did. how many is it? 22? I want to say twenty-two films. Yes, that's what I want we to say. We did twenty-one because obviously we didn't. No, twenty because obviously we didn't have Captain Marvel because that's not being released uh, yet. Fair shout. Oh, yeah, yeah, good point. Wow, that is an impressive feat, though I've got to say. I mean, we did watch a few of them to be fair, but not not the full sitting. Now, there's things you can appreciate in Endgame when you see the rest of them in mm. you know. Yeah, it, yeah, you've got them pressed in your mind, so that was all right. Anyway, so what I said I would do is I said I get the Grave Wardens uh, and Destroyers with Rhino for the Death mm. Guard done, and the Derelict Manufactorum. Now mm-hmm. I have done, uh, I did the, the Destroyers and their Rhino, uh, which I used in a game against Graham. You did, about a bit. Effect. Um, the Grave Wardens are on my desk now. They just need. Uh, weathering, which I will complete before we end, uh, finish this episode. Okay. So um, the derelict manufacturer of that bit of scenery, I haven't got done, but um, which is annoying. But I did do some other scenery. I did um, uh, half a set of STC riser pattern ruins, 
uh, and a half a set of plasma conduits and two sets of battlefield accessories, uh, which I'd gotten from the uh, Warhammer 40k Conquest magazine. That is a magazine that just keeps on giving, isn't it? It is. You get loads of scenery in it. Mm. And um, uh, and for 40k, I I am doing Death Garden, you know, and the Primaris is, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. is great. It's uh, it is a fantastic subscription. I mean, you get some of these Primaris characters, which are £22.50 and you're paying eight quid for them. I wonder if they do a heresy one. (laughs) <laughs> oh that'd be smashing uh, actually the the cost of gw plastic blisters the other day as you were talking about they are I, I do find them somewhat expensive what for like a character like for like a yeah I, I looked at a tech priest i think it was or i don't know mm. one of the tech guys yeah and it was 18 pounds well, I think the reasoning for the for single you, plastic, I was like, oh. you're gonna you're gonna sell so much less. Oh them, yeah, so. no, I, I I I do I understand why, but I just I, just, I look at them and I think, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, eighteen pounds for that or thirty pounds for a box of yeah. ten Mark III. I just, yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I, I, I get the logic behind it, but anyway. But yeah, well, that, if you that, think about mag- Forge, there's not really many characters that are less than fifteen quid, is there? I know, but I don't mind paying it for. A, it's a weird thing. I don't mind paying it for a <laughs> resin when I. <laughs> yeah okay fair play but, and i also did um a set of the space marine heroes you know the chaplain and the praetor uh sprue i did them for the death guard right. uh, so i got a death guard praetor uh, chaplain and praetor now gotcha. uh, but i already have praetors but i've nice. now got those, those particular ones and i clipped up and built the one that we're going to turn into a um um uh, a lunar wolf and i've got your one waiting here graham to to give to you oh joy <laughs> yeah so wow. uh that's what i did that's what i did this month so okay um, fair enough that's cool um so i guess the games played productive yeah well when do we do oh next month's after games played okay yeah so chris i'm gonna assume that not too many games have been played given the previous no, but I'll, I'll the next the next two weeks it's warm it's warm-up time it's get hitting the punch bag again. Of course, getting, I mean, getting the weights lifted, getting back into that mindset. You have to, hundred percent, because we're a team now. Remember, we are exactly. I know. Well, you know, this for the, as, as they say, the rules of engagement last for the entirety of what, all of thirty-five <laughs> seconds. As soon as, uh, yes, but the thing is, how are you going to, you know, because normally, obviously, there's the the, the sacred shrine of Baldor, uh, which you know, and you've got your twenty-four-hour fast, and you've got your recital of all the sacred vows. Uh, what I mean, now you're a mechanic and what, what do you do? do do talk a bit of binary or something i'm, I'm gonna watch the matrix <laughs> okay <laughs> but only the bits where it's it's, it's green, green and funny. green yes. and black yeah and i've changed my my <laughs> thing on my tv so it's just that nice just so it's, it's constantly streaming that's going to be right. my new that's your yeah. new okay very exactly. good exactly i'm going to get like a little uh uh gearbox thing and just turn the key just to hear that ticking noise just to yeah. Get in the robot mindset. Maybe, you know, have, a, maybe have a rub down with some WD-40. Oh, I do that anyway. The knees are <laughs> terrible. <laughs> bit, bit of WD and, you know. Yeah, everything st- starts working again. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So I've actually, not only have I, I don't know how I've had, managed to get so much time this month. Actually, I do. So I had uh, the time off after the Easter bank holiday. So, uh, but the wife and I weren't going anywhere, so I, that's why I've had some extra hobby time, which has been great because I'm very fortunate as far as I can sit in my front room and watch telly and paint at the same time without it disturbing anybody. So that's why I managed to crack on with the stuff. But anyway, I've had 
a whole host of games actually probably um, more in a one month than I usually have in a, in a couple so I had uh, two excellent games <coughs> against uh, Dean who's a who's a fairly new um, heresy player in the Durham area uh, against his Iron Warriors so I was going up and this was the first time I was using my cults and militia and solar armies so um, boy Iron Warriors are a bit tough aren't they it's <laughs> <laughs> particularly trying to deal with and I've never rated the Iron Circle from what I always thought they're very expensive and they're a bit too roboty for my tastes but you do have a particular you know hatred of, of anything cybernetic don't you say so. that's true that's true but you know I wonder whether I'm going to be like um, you know converted after the weekend with you know you being alongside me with the Mechanicum but anyway I digress so Dean's quite, was quite new to um, 30k so um, most of the rules so it was really good but he had a really nicely painted Iron Warriors army and he had Perturabo with four of these um, Iron Circle as his bodyguard which is four a, of them four of them so there was, it was four. a Iron Circle he's not it, messing about is he he was not messing about so I mean it's you know, best part of a thousand points right there probably slightly more actually because the Iron Circle are 205 points each and Perturabo's 400 I think 354 did, did, did he have a Probably. warmonger with them as well no 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 he did not um because you couldn't you can't do that actually because I checked um so we can come on to that but later on but yeah, I didn't, yeah uh Perturabo when Perturabo takes the Iron Circle takes the Iron Circle as, a, as, a, as their bodyguard right ah and right nothing else nothing else can join that unit uh if you have the Iron Circle on their own one character and only one character can join the unit so you can't have a warmonger, Perturabo and the Iron Circle jumping in behind your lines for a deep strike and causing all manner of bother. It's but just you could possible. have the Iron Circle and a warmonger. Which a lot of people are doing now. For, mm-hmm. Because they are a hugely resilient unit, actually. So oh, they're, yeah, they're a tough nut to crack, aren't they? I mean, they totally are. I mean, are, you look on them on paper, so I think they've, got, they've only got uh, Armour 3. But they have got a very good invon, re-rollable invon, I hasten to add, against blast template weapons, which unfortunately was most of my heavy weapons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they were, I was shooting demolisher cannons and plasma cannons uh, off the tanks at them, and they were just laughing at it. And they, you know, you've got to walk them. There's no, you've got no choice. You're going to get them across the board. You've got Perturabo there to, you know, cognosign them up. Their bolters aren't bad against. Um, my rather uh, thinly armoured fellas uh, just shredded them as well. So, um, yeah, two games against the Iron Warriors. Both were really, really good. Uh, the first one, which was the first one I played with my solar um, Cavus Minor Irregulars, which is a uh, spin-off from a previous year's uh, campaign, Company of Legends campaign. Um, they got trounced. And the second game, they also got trounced. I just couldn't stop the Iron Circle, to be fair. Um like there's not enough in there to deal with them, and Perturabo made a mess. But we went out fighting, which was the main thing. So we had lots of fun. So very, very, very good games actually. I've got to say, really enjoyable. And uh, Dean's a really good player and a great guy to play against. So excellent times we had. Um, and then in the same week, I had two games in a week. Would you believe? Uh, so I played uh, Dean on the Tuesday. On a Friday, I, I played uh, our good friend John, who was on the show last month. Yeah. Uh, against his Raven Guard. Um, so he had his Raven Guard against uh, my uh, Colts Militia Solar. This time I did. I had my Super Heavy involved. Um, 
which also died quite quickly. Uh, he had a knight, and that actually was quite effective as well. So, again, similar sort of event, but uh, um, I think I just about won this one. I could be wrong. John will put me right. Um, I may have just scraped a, a moral victory by one point or something, but it was incredibly close, and I think it came down to uh, we couldn't, neither of us could get on the objectives. I think it was Onslaught Mission, um, but another cracking game. So I really enjoyed that one. That was at Battle Bunker. Just, just quickly. Mm. So I'm just looking at the Iron Circle. Yes. So where do they get the thing about blast weapons? Uh, if you, it's, um, they get a four plus invon. They've got a five plus from their shield. Yeah. And that's so Karachi Battle Shield provides a five plus vulnerable save in addition. Units charging a Domitar Ferrum, which is not already engaged in the assault. I the start it, of the phase must make a disorder charge. They've got a searchlight. They've got brutal charge. I'm sure I did look into this. Um, is it through Perturabo? It might be one of Perturabo's when, he, when they take them as a bully Move, Moving bulwark, is that it? That's it. That might be it. Okay. Have you got so, the? Just, the I'm, just, I'm looking on Battle Scribe, so that's uh, right. Yeah, I think it's the moving bulwark, bulwark rule. I haven't got the books from Exhaustion in no time. Yeah, I can't, I can't which one they are in either. Yes. I'll, uh, I'll pull up the I'll pull up the book while we uh, while you guys. No, I don't I don't doubt you're right because yeah. obviously it's your army. It's just... <clears throat> yeah, I mean I say I mean I've, I haven't spent any time with them, but yeah, they were they were real tough, real toughies um, to get through. I mean, a warmonger deep striking them is going to be. I would imagine we'll see a lot more of that. Because they're just very, very survivable. Strength ten as well, so they were they were doubling out my ogrins, and I did charge them with my ogrins because I thought that was the best thing to do. So my ogrins went in with my um, commander, and Can all of them died. No, any character join them because they have yeah. a cybernetica cortex. Doesn't don't they? doesn't matter. It's, um, the 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 iron warriors can yeah. Can join so them, yeah. I think yeah. any character can join them. The cybernetic cortex just means they've got to go into programmed behavior mode. Or the lack of a cortex controller. Yeah, just because obviously with Mechanicum robots, yeah. you have to have a, uh, yes, a major dominus that can do it. Yeah, uh, you um, have to have a. Yeah, it's, thing. it's worth having. I'm pretty sure the way I read it, because I did look into this, was that you um you can a, a normal character can join them, but you just won't get the they will just go into program behavior mode. Yeah. And if you're deep striking them <laughs> kind of near behind lines. That program behavior is actually what it's, you want to do. Isn't yeah, it? you just want to hit and smash and walk. Yeah, don't you and so it's not a big, not. Yeah, really no, massive, it's just it's, you know, just just for that. Yeah. I yeah, thought okay. that as well. I must admit, I definitely thought that, and um, that they needed as cortex controller, but I don't think they do. Okay, basically for uh, uh, the Iron Circle, um, they are moving, but the moving bulwark is uh, if two or more yeah. uh, uh, are in base contact of each other, the invulnerable save is increased to four plus and they may re-roll failed armor saves and invulnerable saves against blast and template weapons. In addition, units of Domitar Ferrum class Battle Automata may be joined by a single independent character with the Legionis Astartes Iron Warrior special rule or the Primarch Perturabo, contrary to the usual limitations of the unit yeah. type. The model that has joined the unit benefits from the event of the battle shields and moving bulwark, but retains their own invulnerable save value if it is better than that afforded by the special unit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So there you go. Pretty cool. cool. No, it's just, I don't really see a lot of them. So it's just. No, I, I suspect we'll see more of them with the yeah. Warmonger. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a tough unit. 
I, it it's a, it's a, it, it, I've faced it a couple of times. They are they are hard. Strength seven, toughness seven, aren't they? That sort of. It's tough. They're strength ten because of the of the um, axes they have. Oh so yeah, they got hammers. the um, hammers, yeah, yeah. The, the malls are strength, strength ten, 10 wrecker as well, crushing blow. So. Yeah, so they're 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 horrible, but they cost you. They do they, cost they, you. They yeah, two hundred two hundred five points. points a model. Yeah, four yeah. wounds. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and I think they, get, they might have it will not die hidden in there somewhere. But um, uh, no. Concussive, crushing blows, cybernetic combat effects, fear, hammer of wrath, move through cover, moving bulwark, pinning, relentless smash, wrecker. Okay, fair enough. Um, I know that they, when Perturaba joins them, they do get some special rules. Uh, yeah. As a bodyguard, it might be one of those. But the, the long and short of it is that this that squad deep striking or getting into or near your lines with a four plus invon, she's got to keep them together in base to base. Uh, Re rolling that invon if it's a template weapon. Um, they're gonna real, they're gonna take some shifting, and um, very effective. But anyway, that was the, that game which was excellent. Like I said, John's game was also really really good and super close. But the thing about the um, cults and militia is they're actually weirdly uh, makes no sense, but they're weirdly with um, the provenances, which I usually give them the um, survivors of the Dark Age provenance. Um, so the grenadiers um, all, and the, all of the armor basically is improved by plus one. So flak armor becomes three plus armor, um, which makes them way more survivable. But um, things like the toughness three, strength three, um, and ballistic skill three uh, really hurt when you're used to playing marines for such a long time. Yeah. Solar are worse, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the final game I had this month, which was only a couple of days ago, was against Michael's Death Guard. Uh, which was an absolutely uh, rips. We haven't played against each other for a long time. Um, we were talking about it uh, on the day. And I think the last game we had was on the 30K channel, where it's just been Michael and I. We've played a few games of double since. But um, So this was an onslaught mission again, uh, and I just took solar. So I had no cults and militia. It was pure solar army, um, which was different for me. Um, I didn't take the super heavy, so I relied on the Lehman Russes. Uh, I took a few different units, like I had an engine seer, which I don't normally take. Um, what else did I have in there that was slightly off-piste? Uh, you had the Bulgrins. Um, you had the Termite. Yes, the Termite. Yep, that's, that's, a, that's a reliable uh, way to get your troops killed, I've decided. Um, <laughs> I had 20-man Las, Las Guns, well, not even last guns, last gun squads. Last rifle, yep. Last rifles. I had two 10 man storm sections. Uh, I had the um, command squad. And I had Garrow. That was the other. That was the other um, yes, Garrow. Yeah, gnarly part. Always, always a risky move. And he really was risky. But he's got so much character with him. And he's got so oh, yeah, much yeah. story that it was really cool to take him. Um, and I got him to. So Plus playing against the Death Guard, it's kind of you exactly. Know. It's got to yeah, be. absolutely. And for me, it was a good chance because I've I painted him a long time ago, and I've very rarely played him because obviously most of the time I'm playing Iron Warriors or World Eaters. So this was the first time that I could really say that you know a proper loyalist army, and he joined them. The weird thing about Garrow is that he can't go in a transport with the with the the um, whatever he joins, right? So um, that does limit him slightly because he also doesn't confer the deep strike ability either onto any unit he joins. So you kind of have to join him up with something and, and hoof it across the board, which is no easy feat when you're faced with the might of the Death Guard, to be fair. They took me to pieces. 
and uh, it was absolutely brutal. Uh, I don't think I can remember. Uh, it felt, I don't know about you, but it felt like a really brutal game, Michael. It, it, was, just, it, it was brutal, yeah. Just yeah. armfuls of figures coming off left, right and centre and tanks dying and, you know, really, and I had to really uh, think about what I was doing because Michael played a blinder um, tactically, uh, outthought me, I think. Um, you were so close to getting that objective at the end as well. And it was only really by luck that he managed to do it, that I, that I managed to stop him. Um, and I had a, a sort of death or glory, literally death or glory charge with Garrow. And there was probably about 15 guy, Laz rifle guys charging. What's that squad? The heavy sports squad? With, is it just called a heavy uh, sports squad? With, heavy uh, flamers, yeah. Heavy, heavy flamers with shred. Um, and of course, the thing with heavy flamers is they're AP4. And my armor is four. And to wound, because they're strength five against toughness three, is twos at re-rolling ones. So <laughs> charging that squad is not a great idea. Garrow was down to one wound by this point because I'd kind of been tanking things with his two plus armor because everything else was just, was just shredding my, my guys completely. Although I did manage to kill two of them with, mm. um, uh, but by getting hot. That, actually, you were your worst enemy. I don't yeah, think you, you killed more guys who get hot than I did in that, against that squad. Yeah, because well, I, I killed the only two guys in that squad. <laughs> killed them myself. Because yeah. uh, the Death Guard have, uh, they can take chem munitions, um, which confer shred, as, as Graham said. And um, it, it means that, uh, you know, you, you, you gives your uh, weapons get hot. So, yeah. But I mean, it was, a volume of fire was incredible. And obviously it's basically just shredding my guys but i thought it was a pretty heroic way to go we need to get on the objective garrow's objective incidentally was um i got it written down because uh i had it written down but anyway it's basically if he'd got on the objective um he would have got an additional three victory points because he's a scoring unit in his own right um but he didn't get anywhere near it because they just burnt him to death if i'm honest um <laughs> it was pretty serious so but you know, I, I I think he took he was he was basically taking uh, <coughs> thirty um uh, thirty flamer hits. Yeah, basically. And he, only, and he only had one wound left. Yep. And the rest of the squad, obviously, you look at certain. Them, was just, this the first or second time he died? It was the second time he died. Oh, okay. No, it was the first time he died. Okay, and then you have to make a leadership test to yes. see if he comes gets, comes back on one wound. I wrote a double six. Okay. So, you know, that just goes to show, really, first time in the whole night of our double six, and it's for a bloody leadership test. Um, so, yeah, but we got absolutely trounced. Um, but in the end, Michael, I managed to get keep Michael off objective. I think that Basilisk did really well, actually, against your army for once. Yes. The Basilisk was, a, was an was absolute nightmare. Because um, you've got quite a lot of um, armor three guys in there. So it yeah. was to sort of pick a squad and try and nuke them. Yeah, because there's no deep striking in there. It's all uh, get across the board. I mean, it's it, they're all in rhinos and yeah. and land raiders and stuff, but the basilisk is is merciless. Yeah. So in terms of units, I had I'm trying to think. I had a basilisk. I had a um, that command squad, Garrow, um, some of the the solar troops, a load of tanks. So I did have a lot of Lehman Russes. Yeah, you had uh, eight tanks. Six, I think. No, Six. no, you had to. You eight, had to no, you're right. I said, Graham, anything less than seven is not a list you've written. 
Yeah, yeah, I had two um Yeah, two, so two, two vanquishers. Two vanquishers, two what's the one with the demolisher cannon? Two demolishers. Yeah, and uh three two, plas- two plasma two and one with a vol one with a volkite. Yes. That would be the full complement uh of, of tanks. So they were they were all pretty good actually. Um they kind of did the jobs. You had a couple of Rhine, of land raiders, which are hard to get through. Um, the, your um, I thought your dreadnought did very well as, as well. Oh yeah, uh, the dreadnought. It just sort of snuck around the back, mm. took out. Uh, it took out one of the plasma tanks. Yep. Then it took out your uh, basilisk, and then it took out one of your vanquisher tanks. Yeah. So, so it kind of went on an absolute spree. So yeah, it was good. just sneaking around the sides. Mm. Very good game. So yeah, excellent game. Really enjoyed that one. Thank you, Michael. But you won by one point because um, you it came down to in the end um, didn't manage to kill the war on either side, but it came down to attrition and Michael had killed one more unit. I no, think no, it end, was it was Garrow. It was me killing the, the victory point for killing Garrow. Yes, that is true. So yeah, it was basically yeah, that. We, we we killed the same number of units each. I mean, I had very little left at the end. Very little left. But no, you had more than I. But yeah, I think that you because I got you know you, you, it's a few cheap units. You'd killed a lot more. I think it was attrition, and like then we well, once we put Garrow into the mix, which I'd forgotten to do in the first count up. Um, that was it. So I could have only ever drawn anyway because Garrow couldn't complete his oath of moment. But. I was hoping for a draw, but in the end, Michael, you just nip, nipped it. So really well played. Yeah, just by a point. Mm. Um, but it was a good game. It was really, really, really entertaining. Um, it was a uh, lot of fun. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very much enjoying using the Death Guard at the minute. I, they I, are, uh, I felt like I'd had a game, if you see what <clears> I mean. It felt like a, you know. Yeah, it was, really it was, it was competitive. It wasn't, uh, you know, no one was uh, in particular. I mean, mind you. If it had been a, if it had gone to turn seven, uh, obviously it doesn't with onslaught. But if it ha- if it had been a turn seven, uh, I think you would I think you would have um, you wouldn't have wiped me out, but you would have gotten more units killed. I, I don't know. I think I was running out of stuff very quickly. But yeah, uh, you um, had still you had just still had your two demolisher cannons. That's true. They were. Still I had good. one death shroud, um, who was oh, yeah. right in front of yes, your uh, demolisher yeah. cannon. Yeah, my Praetor, Praetor, who was in combat with your um, with your command squad. Yes. Um, and then I had the ha- Flamer guys and a Rhino. Now you wouldn't have got the Flamer guys. No, they were out of the picture by then. But yeah, um, I, I mean, I might have been able to. Uh, I reckon my Praetor could have taken your command squad. Yeah. Uh, but that that uh, that um, Shroud was dying. Yes. That is true. He would have probably gone. But anyway, like I say, it was a it was a top quality game. Your army looks brilliant as well. I really like the way you paint your Death Guard. So good times. Yeah, I'm very I'm very much in lo- I'm very much loving the Death Guard at the minute. They're a they're a they're a lovely army to paint. They're a lovely army to play with. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm going to paint up the. So I suppose this segues quite nicely into the next section, which is uh, what we're going to do next month. Yeah. Um. So as I was talking about it, so I'm going to get the rest of the solar painted so that I can field an entirely solar army. So, um, so not a mixture of solar and and um, cultural militia. I'm going to have enough models now, and I've got enough models now to do a complete solar army. So I'm going to do that, um, which is going to be good. Um, 
so I've got the storm section to do, which is 10 guys, and I've got the command section to do, and the solar auxiliary commander that comes in that set. Um, I'm also going to start building and painting, probably more building, um, some salamanders before nice. the secret Horus thing that we said we would do. That's next time a challenge. And uh, Robert said he'll, he'll, um, if I get some stuff built, then he, he might give me a, a, a one-day tutorial on airbrushing. Yes, he's offered the he's offered the same to me as well. All right, cool. So um, uh, we can probably do it together. Yep. So because I, um, I said he could stay at my place and. All right. Okay. Cool. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe sort that out. But I'm gonna, um, I've ordered this one figure to make this um, Zaphius. Was it? I can't remember the guy's name, but I think it's something Zer. He is gonna be my HQ, which is what I got in the Secret Horus. And uh, I've got a Dark Angels figure that I'm going to convert for that, which was uh, a recommendation by Carl um, locally, who said that, that would make a good version of him. Oh, and he's absolutely right. the chaplain. Yes. Oh, I need, yeah. to, I need to say thank you to Carl before I forget. I had forgotten. Oh, yeah. Because he kindly sent me the uh, uh, flying stands from he the did. intercessors for my uh, Ursarax. And yes, so thank they you very much, great. Carl. They really yeah, yeah, I'm going to. Um, oh yeah, they look. I did a test one. That's that is true. So yeah, they look really good. Thank you very much yes, for sending so me those. Two awesome. shout outs to Carl. But yes, the um the guy in question is uh what is he called now? I can't remember. Uh, interrogator Chaplain Sephiroth, um who is uh, uh did come with the Dark Vengeance set, but like the re- the limited edition Dark Vengeance set. So yeah, the, the very first printing. Yeah, so it can be quite expensive on eBay, but I managed to pick up a um, new on sprue one for a good price. And um, he's going to make a good um, Zaphius Zer, who's like this uh, disciple of the flames from the Salamander point of view. So looking forward to doing that. I'm going to put a thousand points of that together um, so they can be an ally to my um, solar or um, Colts Militia. Nice. So that's my plan for this month. What about you yourself, Chris? Any Anything for this next month? <clears throat> well, yeah, I need to make sure I've got some models for <laughs> yes. two weeks' time. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that that and then anything past that will be a bonus. But at the moment, it's just going to be doing yeah. real life stuff. And yeah, making sure I've got enough models to take with me for um, Throne of Skulls. Throne of Skulls. That's the event. It's the event the event's called. Because uh, I can't really take any of my other armies because you're taking your Iron Warriors <laughs> and Iron Warriors Imperial Fists on the same side. People I mean, run up your eyebrows with that one. We could almost get away with it a little bit, but it wouldn't sit comfortably with me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Never mind the 70, 80 other people, you'd be unhappy about it. I, yeah, I'd, I would. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be the one with the most disgust in my face, basically. <laughs> and you definitely couldn't use the um, the bullshit. Golden. I couldn't use the Golden Boys, A, because I have about six models. Um, <laughs> so, although they might come with me, because I know we were talking about trying to get a game on the... Mm, I was thinking on the that. On the Friday, because I, I, I'm only going to have 1250 of the Mechanicum done, so it's not really enough if we're going to play a reasonable-sized game between I the just four thought of we us. Could, I just thought we could do our doubles lists against uh, each other. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, so but, just but then out. we'll but then when we get to you know the the final to to win, if there is <laughs> such a thing, and it's it's uh, you know I'm not, I'm not sure I feel like giving all my secrets away. All your special if, tactics. Yeah, all the all the <laughs> tactics that me and Graham have been working on. 
We'll be uh, like that. Early we'll doors. Like, we'll be like a, what was it? Trent Alexander Arnold's corner. Exactly. That's what they're like, you know, quick thinking tactics. Yeah. Turning the game. Exactly. It's all going to be well, <laughs> four moves ahead of every opponent. Or is that, is that behind every opponent? Probably. I think that's basically yes. We think we're picking up our, pick, our, our figures after. If we get to turn four, I'll be happy. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, what, but yeah, that's that's it really. Okay. Uh, what about you, Michael? Uh, next month, well, I'm uh, I'm in the middle of painting an army for uh, for for my friend Nikki, yes. uh, Deathcore Krieg. Oh. So that's going to take up some time. Um, but what I would like to get done uh, next month is I def- I, I want to do that the derelict manufacturer. I definitely want to get that finished. Um, and I've got a Death Guard um, Contemptor Mortis I want to paint up. Right. And I'm I wasn't going to add this, but I'm going to add it now. I'm going to do the uh, I'm going to do a, a Tartaros Terminator squad uh, for the uh, Death Guard. I've got the I got the final part today from um, Luke, uh, one of the lads at Durham Raiders. Um, I needed a power scythe, uh, terminate a power scythe, and I've got it today. Cool. So uh, I can I can get him undercoated tomorrow, and uh, that's that, that that was quite a squad to put together in the end because I got the squad for I got I, I wanted to do a Tartarus Praetor, well Delegatus, well you know Delegatus Praetor, yeah. Yeah. Um, but getting uh, to go with Death Shroud so to take advantage of the sweeping advances and stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Getting the um, parts for it turned out to be a nightmare, and I had to end up buying a um, a thankfully found it unbuilt resin Tartarus um, squad to get the arms. What? Because wow. uh, I wanted a nice bot, you know, a, a nice reasonable, you know, a, a good um, body torso and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So I ended up using the uh, uh, Praetor Tribune. Right. Um, but That's i needed i needed arms uh and the only place to get arms for him were um was a uh uh a uh, what you call it um uh tartarus a resin tartarus terminator squad got yeah okay so um that that took some getting but i got it um and then had to get power fists and it was quite a uh a wheeler dealer month for me that and uh yeah, I got the final part to make, to, to make a Terminator squad out of it because I thought, well, if I've got a squad just for the arms, I may as well use them for something. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So makes sense. Yeah, so I've just got a uh, a Tartarus Terminator sergeant here with a combi flamer, uh, power scythe, and grenade harness, and he's going to be nice. Cool. So yeah. Very good. Anyway, right. Okay. So uh, yeah, shall we move on to State of the Union? Let's do that. Oh. Yeah, oh, do we didn't ask Graham? What he, oh, yeah, we did, did ask Graham. Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. Okay, no problem. Right, let's go on to State of the Union then. Next up, we have the State of the Union, which is our kind of generalized roundup of all things going on in the heresy world so first thing out the gates is uh, there's another three siege of terror interviews on warhammer tv uh one with the god that is gav thorpe uh one with nick keim and one from neil roberts and finally chris Ray. Oh, isn't that four 
Yeah, I forgot to alter it. There were, <laughs> yeah, there were three when I wrote it originally, but then they've added um, crush rate. Okay, there you go. So, um, yeah, listen to those. At you. Have you listened to them at all, Michael? Uh, yes, I've watched them. Oh, um, uh, they are pretty good. Uh, lots of nice insights into, you know, the processes and stuff. So, yeah. Cool. Very good. Okay. Okay, so uh, the big community ca- uh, survey came. Um and it's gone. It's yes. closed already. So uh, hopefully you Heresy fans out there are some more stuff for the game. I know I did. What did you ask for, Michael? What did you ask? What was on Santa's list? Yes. Ultramarines Contemptor. Of course. That's just every Contemptor. It's any old Contemptor. Just, you know, painted blue. <laughs> the crag blue. <laughs> yes. And yes, very good. Okay. Over to Chris. Oh, sorry, Jim. Yeah. Sleep on the job. Sleep well, on the job. I, I, I thought you were going to say something. Uh, so the timetable for the seminars at Warhammer Fest were released, and I think it's heresy-wise, it's just Sunday, isn't it? From what I am? No, there's stuff on Saturday. Oh, no. Well. Got, uh, so we've got uh, – the Book 8 Malevolence uh, seminar in room 3 on the Saturday morning. Siege of uh, The Siege of Terror of the Solar War uh, is also in room 3 at 12. There's a studio Q&A on the Saturday. Uh, you've got John French there and Guy Haley and Graham Lyon there for uh, author signings. And I imagine there'll be some other little snap. There's is that a Titanicus preview I see there as yep. well. So, yeah, Titanicus cool. and Specialist Games. Yeah. Uh, and there's a Nighthaunter seminar as well. Oh, oh yes, no, yeah, the, uh, diorama's. Oh, some some pretty cool things on Saturday actually. Uh, Sunday we get the Horus Heresy uh, Age of Darkness preview, uh, which would be exciting, I should oh. think. The oh, it's the there's one I wish I was going because I'm relying on you to take thorough notes on this, Michael which is the Black Library Creating Audio Dramas Seminar. Yes, we need all the help we can give. We, ne- we, we need <laughs> just just take take a recording thing in there yes. and just get at the front and uh, and uh, get all this all the secrets because that's that's what we need to crack. Yeah, I can I can do that. I can yeah. do that one. I mean, because um, it's um. Do do tell them that we are available for uh, any audio work. <laughs> yeah, my uh, <laughs> my um. Lucida from uh, the Cavus Minor incident is, you know, highly, highly rated. Uh, highly rated in, in the West, in, in the in the theatres of Scunthorpe, and uh, <laughs> it's the talk of the town. In Bo- yeah, in, in in Bolivia and uh, other yeah other know, states like that. Big in Japan. Let's be <laughs> well. <laughs> yes, if you've gone the Spinal Tap approach. Yes. If you're yeah. Farmer, uh, it was. I, I do definitely want to. Um, uh, to get to that one. Yeah, I think. Uh, but, but yeah, busy thoughts in the heresy preview. Um, uh, yeah, see uh, what little s- secrets. So you know what. Hopefully, the things we'll be seeing coming out over the next twelve months. Yeah. Well, I'm arriving. Uh, well, I'm staying about ten minutes drive away from the Rico Arena, so I should get there hopefully early enough to get myself a um, plan for that preview. What do we think the? I mean, I, I, I'm going to ask a stupid question. What do we think the building war zone seminars around? I imagine it's terrain, but <laughs> I imagine I imagine so. Yeah. But I wonder what what they're going to what direction that that hour is going to take, if that makes sense. I don't know. Maybe it's you know how to 
lay things out in a certain way that you know convey yeah. something on the on the table. I don't know. I mean, they yeah. they seem to have that pretty well nailed. Yeah, absolutely. No, I just just, mm. just just saw it. And I was like, I wonder what and for an hour. An hour. Yeah, good point. Uh, yeah. So, Michael, you're going to be giving us a rundown <coughs> next month. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'll be giving a rundown in this episode because I'm recording it Monday morning. Monday. Are morning. you? Yeah. Oh, what a star. Well, there you go. That's dedication for you. Normally, for those who are not familiar, we record it on Thursday, and Michael then has a couple of days to do all the editing and what have you to make it sound great and to cut out all the swearing, and we release it on the Monday. But you're going to do it early doors Monday. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to record this, the section on Warhammer Fest Monday. Uh, I'll do all the editing on Friday, record a little bit on Saturday in my hotel room. Uh, I think Megan's decided she's going to join me on that one um, so that I don't sound so dry and horrible. You sound fine, mate. Um, You sound (laughs) moist like a crab. Like a cake. (laughs) Like a a nice, freshly made cake. Apparently she thinks it'll sound more entertaining for her to go, I have no idea what you're talking about, but keep going on. Well, it's something to sort of, you know, rattle ideas off of. It's someone to, yeah, someone, for lack of a better phrase, to bounce things off. Plus, to be fair, if they've got (laughs) Blood Angels stuff, she's going to go nuts because she loves the Blood Angels. So, okay. Okay. Also, we don't swear too much. It is mostly just tangents that Mike has to cut out. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, The Chaos Warhound Titan uh, is back in, back, oh, sorry. The Chaos Warhound Titan Machines Back to War, a re release after it's been away for some time. So if you're running a latter heresy army, or want something that can be used for the forces of the War Master in both the Age of Darkness and the 41st Millennium, this is the type of view. I've actually got um, this kit um, from back in the day. So um, it's a good one. The Warhound, it looks great in um, uh, Chaos Colours. It's a really nice looking model, I think. I think actually, yeah. personally, I think it's better than the... Um, uh, Le- the loyalist one but um yeah could you use it in heresy yeah for late heresy i don't see it. it's not it's not spiky but it has got the you know familiar iconography of a chaos worshipping thing and i think some of the guns as well also look slightly more corrupted but cracking model all around yeah yeah um the mystery box winners uh, have been revealed uh, um yeah, wasn't so any of us Yep, so well done to those guys. Uh, two of the nine winners were from the UK. Uh, and they won a box containing the Death Watch graphic novel, uh, Warhammer 40,000 Monopoly, uh, the Space Marine and Dawn of War 2 soundtracks on vinyl, um, the Adeptus Titanicus rule sets and Adeptus Titanicus Warlord Titan, uh, limited edition of the War Master. See, they, they need to get rid of that still. Um <laughs> Uh, Horus Heresy sketchbook, some art from Warhammer Art, um, a mug, messenger bag, bag uh, badges, the music of Warhammer World, and a Grombindle miniature. So that's quite a nice uh, little prize that people got. Did they ever release who, you know, they had that black library where you could basically win the black library? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They didn't release a winner's list, but I'm assuming someone won it. Because that was a heck of a prize. Yeah. Uh, if anybody knows, let us know because I'd love to find out who won that. Just, just imagine the, and the if you have their address, uh, <laughs> the hours of work. Just imagine the delivery driver that day. Just I mean, I mean, I get excited getting something through from eBay. Just imagine that not turning up on your doorstep. Absolutely awesome. Anyway, I'm just, I'm just I, don't, I don't know. I remember. I remember the day the um the the PA system arrived on my doorstep. 
Oh, it was. I can tell you who the winner was of that if you want. Uh, oh, go on. Cecilia from Colicam Beach in Canada. Wow. She won the, the entirety of the Black Library. Lucky Cecilia. I know, right? Where's that place? It sounds. I bet it's like in the middle of nowhere. Colicam Beach. I'm probably not doing it, uh, doing it justice. She's breaking my heart. Okay. Mm. No idea. Uh, oh, it looks quite nice, actually. Did it? Just uh, Vancouver Island, British Columbia. Oh, okay, very nice. Very nice part of the world, by the way. I know. Way. I know a few people in Vancouver. <laughs> oh, there you go. Anyway, she has got the, one of the best prices I've ever seen on offer from um, uh, Games Workshop, which is that whole thing. What a lovely thing that would be. Anyway, moving very swiftly on and oh, you know, back to Chris. Chris. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So uh, there are some. There is some painting stuff happening at Warhammer Fest. The obvious one is the Golden Demon, with the rules of which have changed, um, and it's taking place on both the days uh, at Warhammer Fest. And also, we've got the exciting and now heavily previewed uh, new painting release, haven't we? We've got the uh, yes, this had the Conan uh, parody uh, of, of, of Duncan and the uh, Matrix one of Peachy. Yeah, and previous to that was the 15 Shells of Grey, wasn't it? They've yes. Really, uh, mm. They've really gone to town. They've, they've, yeah. I liked the Gonan one. I thought that was very good. Yes, absolutely. That's John, they, I, yeah. I thought uh, the Duncan's impersonation of Arnie was actually pretty good, having recently watched the film again. Oh, definitely, definitely. And, um, and um, Louise, who was in there, I, I, I believe she provided a lot of the, the LARP gear that they used. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Because she's a big so, yes. LARPer. So. Okay, but anyway, yeah, a very very cool uh, advert all round. So yeah, well done, Days Workshop. They've done some really cool stuff over the, actually, the last two three months because they had they've, they've done some really interesting like promo stuff. Mm. Yeah, whoever's in running their marketing department has, has um, uh, tapped a rich a rich vein. Did you did you did you guys see the Sylvaneth one last night? I I've seen it. I uh, was that the one with the, the guy? Um, he's he's his feeding the. Shed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They were, they're, I quite like that they're kind of a bit self-referential in that regard. They don't take things too seriously, which I always quite like, if I'm honest with you. Um. So yeah, good stuff. I haven't seen the full advert. I saw bits of it. Is it funny, Michael? Well, it's very, very funny. Uh, it's you should go and watch it. Well, after we do this section, um, you'll watch it. But um, the, it was kind of mental because um, I was in Games Workshop that day um and um and they turned off them they had the, the ordering terminal turned off mm-hmm. and i just asked the guy at the shop why, why is it turned off and he was like i'll show you <laughs> and uh they had the silver f on the screensaver so oh, right. preview with the new gear on it and he was like yeah <laughs> oh, before it even come out sort of thing yeah oops hence why they did this um video but okay definitely go see that yeah definitely yeah. Ha- well, definitely watch it after this Got you. Um, so yes, that was Mr. Book winners. Um, painting stuff. So this, um, there's going to be a three studio. There's going to be three studio previews in May. Uh, one at the Warhammer Championship Store on the fourth of May, which we'll talk about in a moment. Followed by one at Warhammer Fest the week after, and finally one at the UK Expo on Friday, thirty first of May. We will of course be covering these if there's. Any that is relevant stuff for heresy, we'll let you know. Although we won't be physically there in person at any of them. 
well, you will be. At, we'll have a festival that is uh, on the Saturday. It's on the Saturday. Uh, uh, I'm only there Sunday, and I'm I'm uh, when they're doing the Games Expo one, the UK Games Expo one. Yeah. I'm actually going to be working demoing games to people. So okay. I, I volunteered to to demonstrate some board games to people um, for the weekend, and um, yeah, I'm going to be busy um, working during that <laughs> preview, so I'll miss it. Gotcha. Do we actually, just going back to our previous point, does anybody have any clue what this thing is that they're going to try and flog? That they what the new painting? Yeah. Um, lots of rumours. Um, some say it's the new. Um, well, there's been a couple of rumours. Airbrush was the sort of thing. Was airbrush and airbrush, Air, airbrush, airbrush paints, um, which is uh, uh, um, it seems. I, I think it's reasonable that we're going to get some of those airbrush paints uh, that used to be Forge World back because. You know, Tony Cottrell has said, you know, oh, there's a very good possibility that that a lot of them will, will come back. And then we saw at the weekend of the painting guide, which included Sons of Horus Green and a Citadel pot. Um, so hopefully, you know, your anger on reds um, will will come back okay. because I think that that was a that goes for silly money on eBay at the minute. It does, yeah, crazy, crazy. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that's going to come back. Uh, okay. And then um, uh, someone else uh, has told me that it's a sort of a series of low light and highlight colors. Uh, if that makes any sense. So like uh, you'll have Mephist and Red and then you have Mephist and Red High, Mephist and Red Low. Uh, okay. Because uh, it's all about contrast, isn't it? So that would kind of... Yeah. And then, more and, then than the one that's, and then the one that seems to have sort of picked up in the last few days um, is a rumour that the pe- it's a special spray paint that will rec- that you just w- give a wash to and it automatically, you know, you, you, it, it gives contrast in those shape in the recesses and so it's magic yeah yeah basically a magic paint magic spray is it like the sort of dip thing you know they used to have that for mantic i think well um army Army painter do um yeah they do their dip yeah i I, but that's more of a shade thing rather than a yeah contrasting honestly i think we'll just have to to wait and see wait and see what they say um if it's if it's if you know i'm sure you know, it's going to be interesting, whatever it is. But um, it, it, there seems to be a, a, an emphasis on painting, on getting your army painted um, yes, quick, quickly. Yes, which, I agree. So whether it's any good for heresy players, because we tend to have a little bit of a higher level of uh, wanting to do our models a bit, you know, on a higher standard. I don't know. But probably, Hello. Probably right. <laughs> no, no. To be to be fair, heresy yeah, players no, yeah. tend to oh, spend yeah. a lot more time on their models, probably because they're a lot more expensive. Um and that's not saying we're snobbers or anything. It's just that that's it, just the type of community yes. we are. It tends to be older people um, who spend a lot more, who you know, who have less hobby time and, you know, spend, you know, do, doing better rather than just bashing out as yeah. much as they can. And I think also there's a community acceptance level, isn't there? If you say, oh, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. 40k people may just want to play it, like, you know, for the game and the great non-paid figures are okay. Heresy, that, that's not... Uh, the case. I, I must admit when it comes to when it when it comes to um you know the 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 level of uh um what was i saying when it comes to the level of snobbery i guess in the heresy community it can be a little annoying sometimes because you get people who have who, who literally come in and like yeah okay i'm really interested in heresy i want to play heresy this is my first model and it's like you look at it saying it's not, you know, to the usual standards of, say, someone like Pete Rees um, or something, but, you know, nice one. And you get people mm. who are going, oh, no, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to learn to... You know. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, if, if no one's called me out on it yet, 
anyone's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it tends to be worse online. I think that's it. You know, you get that sort of toxic community. Well, it's, it's that keyboard warrior thing. Space Wars. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, Space Wars. Yeah, I had that. I mean, I, I've done a few Space Wars models in the past and I've shown them and I, I've got my scheme. I like my scheme. Uh, but you get so much hassle for, for deviating from anything and it's oh honestly space war community no offense to space war players i i, I counted myself as one in the past but it's a very very hard to not sort of go off oh, christ's sakes yeah. why am i bothering totally so I mean, to, to the point where i don't even know if i'm going to do a heresy space wars army anymore because i'm just that sick of it blimey that is uh i mean you know they've got previous haven't they with the modeling um and the they got, they got a man fired. <laughs> Goodness sake, poor bloke's never picked up a scalpel since. He's now working in a call centre. Oh, yep. you're happy. <laughs> anyway. anyway okay, so, so yeah, so moving on. Um, yeah, so uh, what we've got here. The Warhammer World website has moved from its old WordPress site hosted on Games Workshop um, to a new one hosted on Warhammer Community. Uh, big improvement, I personally yeah. think. But at the moment, there are no Horus Heresy events listed, even though there's a, uh, a Throne of Skulls actually happening there uh, in just a few weeks. <laughs> or is it? And in fact, there's no way to filter for um, for if you go if you go into the what to, what events are going on. There's actually no way to filter uh, for uh, Heresy events at all. Ooh. So they missed those requirements out. So, uh, you know, if we needed to know that we're the redheaded stepchildren of Games Workshop, <laughs> um, that, that's a way to do it. You know, say, oh, no, we're not going to we're not gonna yeah. even going to include your events on our website. They may sell out, but, it's, you know, we're never going to tell you about them. You've got to guess what day they're going to be on. Yeah, because I mean, the fact there's no filter there, it's a bit irritating, but mm. what can you do? Um, but yeah, obviously, that's where you get the Bugman bar menu. Um, I mean, it, there's not as much detail as on the old site, but the old site was god awful the, the thing that i like is that it says click on the click for the 2019 calendar you get a pdf that just says calendar <laughs> test yep. <laughs> yep. it's it's not it's not quite it's uh, not i reported quite there that myself. Just... the site isn't quite there yet as in terms of the information it contains compared to what the old one did but it's if, as it's on up i mean no one did look it's, good so the events seem the events um, seem to start in June. That seems to be that's the uh, maybe that's that's, the, that's the thing because they've no, got no, uh, they did have the they did have the Age of Sigmar one that just happened was it uh, last weekend? The, the first one they've got on there now is the 40k Grand Tournament on the 15th yeah. of June. So but they, they they had the recent Age of Sigmar one on there. They just uh, not listed Heresy. It's like ugh. Oh, right. Okay. All right. We know who we are. We know we're great. Mm. Yep. Um, also yeah. on the. Uh, warhammer sort of web pages we had the uh little heresy snippet about the primarchs at war trying to uh in encourage us to buy some primarchs and put them on the table and despite the fact that we see quite a, quite a number of them anyway uh just a little uh sort of fluff piece really wasn't it about the sort of the various little battles between the different primarchs such as uh, angron and ras and uh uh what's his face and thingamajig fulgrim and uh ferris that's it weirdly uh, enough my, weirdly my brain just and... my brain just went nope no idea looking <laughs> at a picture of him name? no idea <laughs> what's yeah. his name and thingamajig are the name of the mission the missing legion um yeah. box, you know 
Hashtag spoilers. I know. Sorry, <laughs> I, know, I broke the podcast code. I, to- I talked about the missing legions. The missing legion and the name of the Primarchs. Thingamajig. Thingamajig. What's his name? What's I don't know. What, my brain. Honestly, I'm looking at a picture of them, and my brain just went, "No, that's, no, that's your like, eyes don't work anymore." That's like me at work. This is why. I'm, this is why I'm going to have to have laser work done. It's okay. ridiculous. Yeah, uh, but no, it's quite cool. It's yeah. Just, yeah, it's just a little fluff piece and pictures of you know what's five six of them Horus that sanguineous model looking resplendent again (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what if we'd have got if we'd have done a blood angels army it's done by now (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're kind of uh, all scared of that issue that we have to pay white at some point in the very future lunar wolves are going to have to get done yeah Uh, yes Anyway, uh, Mark Bedford, uh, who's the Forge World senior designer and concept lead, um, who's had a hand in thing in the Age of Darkness stuff and the Adeptus Titanicus, uh, he was interviewed on Voxcast this month, and he talked about his background, uh, his work for Games Workshop, as well as some interesting discussions and tips for armor painting. Totally yeah. I didn't listen to that, but uh, there we go. Uh, yeah, uh, White Dwarf this month. Um, not much in it heresy-wise, uh, but it does contain a. Shame uh, I haven't read this yet. A Horus Heresy short story by John French. So. Okay. Yeah. So there's a short story in there. Uh, they've actually done quite a bit of fiction in there in the past since it relaunched it earlier this year, but um, and it's all usually been quite good. So. Okay. Nice. Yep, nice to get a new story, um, but as I said, I haven't read it yet. Right. Okay. Uh, I, sorry, I decreed the track again. Uh, so the Titan Owners Club, the one from Blogspot. Uh, you they missed fought, something above it. Have I? Oh, I, <laughs> oh, I thought it was all part of the same thing. Uh, so Nevada Series 1 is now on last chance to buy and will be withdrawn from sale on the 29th of June. Which is okay. a month That's from now. Uh, in terms of heresy, the series contains Spear of Ultramar and Dreadwing, which explains why the Ultramarines and Dark Angels were not at the Siege of Terror. Okay, yes. Want yeah. these, at least in physical form, you need to buy them sooner rather than later. Okay, fair enough. Um, the Titan Owners Club, which is uh, it's got like its own internal schism, a bit like the uh, the sort of binary succession, um, has a now got a facebook page not to be confused with the other titan owners club is that correct michael yeah so this is the one from blogspot whatever that is um they have uh, opened up a, their own facebook uk facebook page facebook group rather um and michael's already signed in signed up for that one so yes just you can know. you can only join if you're a if you've got a certificate of authenticity uh for your Ooh, time i have yes are, are you registered on the blogspot because they've got a directory of all the uh, titans you know people join up and share photos of their work on the titans and uh okay you know, I might you do that, then. yeah you can search by titan and <laughs> so it's like a sort of scenery is that like a yeah. you're planning on breeding them or something if your warhound mates with someone else's warhound <laughs> yeah exactly you know <laughs> it is it's, it's a rather you good site uh, more puppies yes i think a lot of it is uh more for uh people uh, who are working on their titans because you know you can go back and track people's you know work from buying the titan what if to... um 
Is it also where if your Titan gets stolen because you leave it in a car park, you can sort of, yeah, in case it turns up with fake something. papers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe there's like a, a whole smuggling operation where they can, you, you can sort of yeah. go to, maybe Freddy the Swede's in on it. <laughs> you know, in his underworld contacts, it's like, maybe. can you, hey, Freddy, can you get me some papers for a warhound? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a world, I've got, yeah. For war, a world eaters vaguely associated. What can you do? What can you do? <laughs> Oh, well, we is, think this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Michael goes quiet. Well, yeah. Meanwhile, like, I'm, I'm not doing well. I'm not sure. Weathering his death guard quite happily. Yeah, we're just. Talking. Oh, they're done now. They're done. We're now. just talking yeah. gibberish. Um, but yeah, but I want yeah, because if you're, you know, you'll get yours gets nicked. I can see that. You know, I bet there's a. So actually, I think that that's not a bad idea. For someone, you should start engraving numbers on your on your Titans Games Workshop. Yes. And putting, uh, if you're giving out certificates with them, they should match the serial match, number. Yeah, match the serial number. Solve that recasting business straight away. <sighs> it would actually, wouldn't it? You think about it. Yeah. That would <laughs> shut that right down. Shut that nonsense oh, right well. up. Sorry about that, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I still quite like the idea of black market. Um, yeah, black market warhounds. Sub smuggling warhounds across the yeah. border in the back of. Um, oh, just, just like. I know, Cleo's. You go into the, you know, not the car park at Games Workshop, but like the one of the company opposite, and there's yes. a big black van, and there's like, hey, you want a warlord? I got a warlord. <laughs> I don't know why he sounds like Watto, but hey, he does. Yeah, that, he would, though, wouldn't he? Yeah. Hey. Only money. Only money. You want a warhound? You want a warlord? I can do both. <laughs> I can do you a special line in Reavers. See, what we're talking about the audio drama. Look at that. I know, you've, right? got that you've got dodgy <laughs> black market dealer nailed, my friend. Absolute oh, absolutely. Nailed. Absolutely. Thank you, Rory. No end to our tanks in this <sighs> podcast. No end, no start. I mean, I'm, st- <laughs> I'm still trying to perfect my Sean Connery. This is It's the one I want to crack because I think if I can get Sean Connery down, then that's that, that's going to lend some gravitas to our stuff going forward. Well, it's funny you should mention it because I was trying to do my Richard Burton from uh, War of the Worlds. War- I thought that he would be a good narrator for our story. You know, oh, James, him or James Mason. James, James, yeah. James well, you see, you know, another. <laughs> there no one and suddenly the the Deathwing they stormed in and took us all cut. Yeah, it could work. It could work. Yeah. yeah, I can see. I can see that. Anyway, right, Mike, I'll crack on. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Okay, so Graham's favourite company, well, Bangarang. Um, he does a, love some leggings. He I does do. have a new collection of Warhammer-inspired leggings. The thing oh, is, I just wish he stopped sending me the photos. That's the problem. I'm waiting for the jockstrap. And, yeah. oh, don't, just don't. Oh. We are related. <laughs> Yeah, forget that. We do share a common heritage. And now you can buy designs for Sons of Horus, uh, Space Wolves, and Dark Angels. Oh, no one tell my girlfriend, but this is what she's going to be getting for her birthday. Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! <laughs> Let's have a look at uh, the Sons of Horus one. I've got a look. Um, yeah, obviously, given the physique of most gamers, I wouldn't recommend them for us. Ooh, I would. Lasses, who have they got to model those? <laughs> That's that Slanish model, isn't it? Goodness me. You can they do tell. do a select set of leggings. I bet they do. <laughs> Crikey. So, Crikey. Right, not not, not, the, just, not that we objectify. Uh, it it uh, could be a fella. It could be. It could be. Although it's, it's not. hard to tell. Okay, it's not. <laughs> well, it could be. Yeah. With a good set of pins. 
you know, we've all seen Tim we've, Curry. We've all seen Justin <laughs> Hawkins from the uh, from the, the darkness. darkness. Good point, well made. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Sons of Horus, but I'm not sure if it's I like the shape of the uh, model, regardless of their gender. <laughs> Now let's look at Graham Mills' search history in a month's time. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the Chaos Space Rune leggings, so is, artistic inspiration is to how to split my world eaters. When you start looking at Stanesh models, you know, <laughs> this is, this is, your whole moral compass goes right out the window and frankly you just turn them into a slave to debauchery and yeah. leggings. Right, Graham, mm. you know the thing that we were planning to do for Warhammer World? It's not going to involve leggings, obviously. Well, I think I think to complete the look, <laughs> to c- complete the, the the ensemble for which the the look we were trying to achieve, mm. I think a, a pair of these would look particularly fetching on on you know. You're not wrong. Unfortunately, on me, they would look like they'd been uh, attached to a small zeppelin, <laughs> and, uh, driven in the like. Just not going to work, to be honest with you. I mean, you get, Nobody wants to see that. You're going to need a, a you know a good. Load of socks down the front, but you know. <laughs> Why would I need that? We're not going to be doing a reenactment of Greg at the, uh, at the um, what was that thing? What was the event? Uh, Las Las Vegas Open. Yeah, where the bloke had his uh, feet and two veg, uh, pretty much on display in his short shorts. There, there are there are five reviews for the Games Workshop Warhammer Chaos Space Marine leggings here. I'm just going to read the reviews quickly. Okay. Uh, product reviews here we go oh great who are they wonderfully printed crisp detail absolutely top quality i love them are these the the corn ones Uh, these are just yeah i think they're just the generic okay the old classics somebody in the warehouse has given that review haven't they he he got some and he uses them someone used them for the mma when they're doing their thing so you know they are for men uh and just to without objectifying anybody's content here um i should point out that the from a purely aesthetic point of view uh and in the same way that i appreciate the uh fantastic sculpture of michelangelo uh, you should definitely check out the you don't know it's not it's not a statue of michelangelo no you should t- it's michelangelo's david sorry yes. so oh, although I, you you admire artwork you admire right. it incorrectly bloody hell art historian all of a sudden (laughs) (laughs) anyway if you look on the wild bangerang site and look at the leggings modeled for the dark angels specifically the last picture at the bottom and i'll leave it at that at this before we get into a area that nobody's going to be particularly comfortable with as everybody's frantically (laughs) (laughs) clicking the link in the background right check that Lovely, curvaceous, curvaceous well-formed, um, and there well-modelled. Goes half, there goes two-thirds of the listenership right there. Yeah, right there. yeah, straight onto a completely different website. Okay, if you are Moving. listening to if you are listening to this, I'm having to cut out about ten minutes of grain. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever you get at the end, it, it was much worse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, anyway, is the, this is the just, polite version. Hashtag just saying, you know, you can appreciate. Just, mo- just move on. Just move on. Yeah, let, let's move on. So, Chris, what, sure. what's happening next? <laughs> yes. 
Uh, the Forge World Lender Hand Dreadnought offer, I like to call it. Uh, so you can now buy any Space Marine, Contemptor, Leviathan, Duradeo, or Venerable Dreadnought with two weapons, and you get the cheapest weapon free. £10 free. But that's £13, pounds, I suppose. Not to be sniffed at, is it? But yeah, I, I do think they've missed a trick by not calling it the we'll give you a hand. Uh, you should be in marketing. I should be in marketing, you know. But mm. what can I say? That is pretty cool, actually. I wonder whether it does it include. Um, I suppose it might do. Oh, it doesn't include venerable dreadnoughts. Yeah. So will it include the um, salamanders one? That was my question. I think. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah I think it's all the. Yeah, cool. Uh, it, there's a list the at the bottom. The salamanders one is the only one left. Is it? Because he's so got in the, the dreadfire ones. Cause it's cool. the only castaferum one left. Right. Okay. Is it? Because uh, there's a list at the bottom of the dreadnoughts that it includes, isn't it? I think. Yeah. So you've got the salamanders, venerable dreadnought. Yeah. That's... Uh, salamanders, that yeah, contemptor. No. No, it hasn't got the named one though. I think that's the ven. Is that the one they just call it venerable? There isn't a specific. I've had a search today because I was looking for this. I think it's just those are the only ones: the contemptor and the venerable. Which is also got a name for it if you want to have it. Uh, oh the yeah, the, uh, Bra- yeah, the Bray Arthur Ash Mantle chap. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they'll both be included. Cool. I might have to give you some money, Michael. <clears throat> oh, is it only online if you order it? Not if you go down there and buy it. I uh, don't know. Okay. But I can ask. Yeah, yeah cool. Uh, I'll quickly click the link again while somebody else talks. Okay. Uh, go. Me, uh, so the Australian Championships Studio Preview. Uh, it didn't give us anything uh, particularly for heresy, but there were some videos heavily hinting about Chaos Knights and a Skitatari, Skitatari, Skitatari transport. So let's have a look at those Chaos Knights. You could definitely see, and they used to have uh, them. Yeah, they're videos. Oh, they're videos. Are they? Okay, I won't play them because it'll. Um, so what did you ever look at these, Michael? Uh, yeah, they're just cartoony videos. Uh, little hints so the Qatari one was sort of like um you know it was just someone repeatedly asking for a Qatari transport uh, and getting told no and then the last line is sort of like if you give us it we'll shut up and stop asking okay right and then so they're that... like all right then uh and the chaos night one is just sort of like you know you see a chaos uh, a night coming in the ba- in the background and then oh it's got a bit of spikes yeah did they have a Chaos Knights brew with the? Uh, they don't have a set. brew. They got they got transfers, um, uh, a, a little sheet of transfers, and then there was a guide in White Dwarf on how to how to screw up your um your 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 your, your faceplate to make it look as if it's knackered. Okay. You could buy a Chaos Knight, though, couldn't you, from Forge World? Uh, or, or yes, you can buy a, yes, you can buy a Chaos Knight from Forge. Yeah. World. Yeah. Uh, right. There we go. Very cool. Yeah. Didn't you have that at one point, Graham? Do you know what? I'm just thinking now. Now I'm going to mention it. I think I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did. Awful. I had it, and I, and I sold it. Yeah, I did yeah. have it. Yeah, but there yes. is a, um, a just chaos. quickly going back. The dreadnought offer is only people that buy it offline on the website. Okay, all right. Uh, offer is eligible. The offer is open to all eligible users of the Forge World web store. Gotchas. Well, there you go. Okay. okay. So then we've got. Today, uh, as we're recording, we got an orange box preview on Warhammer TV today. And no, that isn't a game uh, collection yeah. from many years ago. Um, oh. it, 
basically a um they take a big orange box which says top secret and contains models in it and they unveiled the models that they're going to be uh selling in advance at warhammer fest oh. this weekend so uh, i sent you the pictures over to, mm, over messenger earlier guys um we've got um a new the new dreadnought drop pod so although that's been on sale at the warhammer at the the, the uh, weekender so um it's not exactly new but we had a new armager with a siege claw and bolt <clears throat> height weapon yes and cool. uh, yeah that looks excellent and mm. another armager with laser weapons which i think are lightning cannons type thing um so they look <coughs> they look awesome i, 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 like, I like the up. paint scheme yeah, oh yeah yeah it's the malanax malanax uh, yeah. paint scheme yeah, for the scorpion one. um then there is the um mechanicum ordinatus Acateus. that's the big mole lovely uh so that's on sale uh this uh this weekend well, again it's been on sale at adepticon mm-hmm. and the weekender so you know not really new um there's the mechanicum acastus knight asterius that's the I big really, really like this one is this now i asked this question on the group uh, is this <laughs> the one that they've been talking about for a year it is uh, oh, yes i think it's a year but they've definitely been a, been in development for about a year yeah um it's got the two big t- conversion beam mm-hmm. crazy guns, yeah. Conversion beam, yeah um but that's a big one like the uh proprium I, I really like that model I've got big, big like that. um doesn't tempt me too much i must admit i, I think i prefer it, a it looks one of those robot things yeah yeah um for the blood angels there'll be chapter master ralderon now i can't remember if he was on advanced sale at warhammer fest uh, not Warhammer Fest, um, Weekender. I don't know if he was on Advanced Sale at Weekender. I don't think he was, but um, for the White Scars, newly revealed the Ebon Keshig Terminator Squad. Oh yeah, yeah. They, I, there's yeah. So I, I like there's four out of five that I like. Yep. There's there's, there's, there's what the one where he's two-handed. He kind of looks like he's playing like paddleboard or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh there's the others the others are great they you know they look brilliant yeah so there's five of them armed with power glaives um and they're in tartarus armor so they look awesome um and then there is uh the Levi- the white scars leviathan dreadnought um which looks you know I-, I think with those beaten panels um on it looks awesome just absolutely awesome i know we've seen it before but brilliant model and then finally the white scars uh legion praetor in power armor so, oh yeah 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 that we've already seen so uh because i imagine the the leviathan and the praetor and power armor are going to get released at the same time yeah they do look good really good yeah very very, um, very nice looking models i like that mm-hmm. paint scheme on those keshig oh yeah yeah it's a, it's a no. really nice paint scheme that little bit of detail on that left uh shin pad mm-hmm. that's pretty cool is that the one where there's sort of like a... There's like a little cross and then there's a little swirl underneath it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is really, really nice, yeah. Just a nice little bit of detail. So that's... Uh, that's uh, yeah, something cool. So I will get prices for them uh, and we will unveil those in the next section, which will be my report from Warhammer Vest. So, uh, and then, yeah, back over to you, Chris, for the last... So, yeah, we had some painting guys this month that we can use in Heresy. Uh, we got speed painting Iron Warriors, which me michael and about seven other people tagged graham in which i'm was, not quite sure what they were trying to hint at here but yes. we thought we thought you could offer experiences as, as, as a, <laughs> a, a a long time 
uh, lead belcher spray painter and then putting some wash on it. Do you know uh, what? I don't actually, I don't, to be completely with you, I don't like to lead belcher no, spray I, my models. I know. I'm just being facetious because on, A, you're my brother, and B, it's Iron Warriors. And C, it's uh, amusing. I think it's yeah. more, uh, to be honest, Graham, my, my reason for, for tagging you was more that it's an alternative scheme. And mm. I think. <laughs> it do sound different. No, I think the more. <laughs> I think when it comes to painting our armies, the more schemes we know, the more things we can go. Oh, actually, that works quite well. I'll take that. Yeah, I'm just I'm just watching um, the video with it's muted now and uh, just having a little look see. Um, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, it's all good. It, yeah, I, I just like the fact that both me and Michael tagged you one after the other. That was. Uh, I, that I, was, I that think was, there was quite a few people as well from the sort of general heresy scene. Yeah. I was getting a little bit, um, you know, <laughs> just a tiny little bit concerned that people said basically your models are terrible. You need to strip them and paint them like this. But, no, uh, not true. We shall see. We also had the speed painting Night Lords, which came yes. out. We were having a conversation about the Iron Warriors. And then someone in one of our posts asked about Night Lords. So we reached out to uh, Mark and Joe. Uh, didn't we? Yeah, Joe Buxton. So, yeah, and so we reached out to the, the Night Lords players that we know, um, Mark Frost and, and Joe, who was on the show last, last month. Um, and they saw some tips. And then the next day we got well, an hour later or something like crazy. Uh, we suddenly got speed painting night Lords from yeah. Uh, yeah. GW, which is good. And then finally we have speed painting word bearers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which is a nice, nice little scheme. Yeah. Um, I, I think we, you know, we said earlier, you know, uh, um, heresy players tend to take, take a bit more time than speed painting their models. But if you are just a pa- person who, wants to play and get your models on the table as soon as possible i think it's better to paint them like this than to not paint them at all i mean looking at the iron warriors and the way that they that's painted it's interesting uh, there's one particular technique that i've never thought of doing that because uh, obviously i'm not a painter like duncan but um painting over the top of the silver with um sepia wash and then oh yeah making it gold like that i thought that was quite interesting yeah that looks pretty cool as well and that's exactly the sort of sort of um low light texture that you want you know you don't want bright gold so i might try that i think that's a really good little you know what that is a good um the, the armor is good like i think that looks really cool yeah so yeah, yeah. definitely it's worth a, thinking about interesting it's an interesting technique and it's uh mm. yeah as i said more the more painting guides you, you see the more schemes you see of people saying well this is how i paint it this way you learn more you can to be honest yeah. with, it's nicer painting with those colors those kind of wash cars and it's painting with the metallics which which are quite difficult to paint with i think so yeah, yeah very cool okay cool so that wraps up uh state of the union so what we'll do now is we'll move on to uh my report from uh warhammer fest yes cool. you guys will listen to the first time when we release the episode mm. yeah oh. Hi, uh, right, so it is Saturday night. I am in a travel lodge hotel room in Coventry with Megan and Lindsay, and Megan is kindly joining me to talk about the stuff that was unveiled at Warhammer Fest today. Hello. I'm quite excited to do this. Yeah. Uh, yes, Megan joins me not as a as an expert or someone who knows the rules in depth, because you, you don't. No, especially not, you know. Not heresy. heresy. I'm not a heresy player. She's so. a 40k player. Yeah. You know, but 
that's fine, you know, heresy's not for everyone, but she can talk about, you know, does stuff look cool and, and that. So I think the first thing we ought to touch on is the, the, the big, the elephant in the room, the, the contrast paint range. So, um, I mean, they work by, well, you prime with one or two primers. You've got gray sear or wraith bone, and then you paint over the top with a thick layer of contrast paint, which then gives you the effect of both a base paint and a wash in one. I mean, what do you think of this, Megan? It's going to be very strange using one thick coat instead of yeah, the two thin yeah. coats that's drilled into you by the um, Warhammer TV videos. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think the thing to remember is that um, it isn't a replacement for the paint range. No, it's just a different way of yeah. painting. Um, it's really going to be good for, I think, horde armies. Yeah, I must admit, if I had my Tyranids, um, if I still had my Tyranid army, I sold my Tyranid army in January. Um, it was unbuilt, unpa- unpainted, and I was like, you know what, I'm never going to get around to it. It's just, this, I want to do Leviathan, and I'm never going to be able to do it justice, not not with a horde. And yeah. if, I'd st- if these paints had been available then... You'd still have it. Yeah, I wouldn't have sold yeah. it. Yeah, that's the thing. There's like thirty colors, so um, there's all the colors. Yeah, uh, yeah. I you've, mean, we've got, got a, a wide range there for um, yeah, for painting any army really. Yeah, we've got some pictures here of the of of the paint range. There's there's yellows, there's there's greens. Uh, it, it's a pretty, obviously not metallics, but no. If you want to do a, an entire rainbow on a model, mm. you could do. I suppose. Yeah. So um, yeah. Yeah, There's enjoy. plenty of greens, which are going to be great because obviously I've got loads of unpainted orcs. Yes, yes, really you do. daunting because uh, they are a horde army, mm-hmm. and I will be mm-hmm. able to pick one of those or a couple and uh, do the, all the skin very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And about, the other parts is this for your iron jaws? Yeah. Um, yeah, and for my 40k orcs as well. Okay, yeah, there's quite yeah. a lot of them. Because you, you can do them. I mean, one one I'm looking at is I can't read quite the name of it on the picture, but there's one for uh, I think it's for plague bearers, and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm doing some Nurgle stuff at the minute. I haven't started my plague bearers yet, but I could do them in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I think it's a case of I'm not going if I'm going to use these paints. I would use it to get down that base on, I mean, especially on fleshy models like demons, like, yeah, uh, I, I'm yet to be convinced on its, on, on how good it will be on a flat panel. Yeah. Well, it's like, you'll, you'll be there tomorrow and you'll be able to test yeah, it yourself. Yeah. I'm going to test it so myself tomorrow. So obviously you'll be able to tell how There's they, even a white, that's a white. I don't know how that works. How is that going to be? Witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah. Witchcraft. It's heresy. <laughs> Yes, heresy. Yes, exactly. That should. Um, it's white. Why does it make shadows? But yeah, um, it, I, I, from I'm the very, looks of the pictures, it actually looks really, really effective. Uh, uh, where is the white? Is that down at the bottom there, on the left? Yeah, I can see that there. And there's also big pots of hard coat and some uh, and another technical medium. So, uh, be interesting to see what that is. Now, the price I'm told is midway between a wash and a normal pot of paint. And apparently the size of the pot is midway as well. And it looks like that from the pictures. Yeah, they don't look quite as big as the so, wash pots. but um, Yeah, I mean, because we're doing some Blood Angels for our, for our prim- Primaris Blood Angels. so They'll be fun to try, try them out. For them. Yeah, I, I think That's what I'll do is I'll, I'll try. If they if you can choose the colours you can try tomorrow, I'll try and do a, a blood in, the Blood Angels red. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one to really look out for is going to be the yellow as well, because it's notoriously yeah. difficult to paint. Yeah, If that I mean, makes it easier to paint yellow, it's I, going to be open up so many possibilities. I, I have a small Iandan Eldar army, and I 
hate it because my yellow was terrible. But this might make me do some more for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's certainly, it's certainly um, interesting. I don't know if it's going to be the the revelation that I think a lot of people are sort of saying, oh, this is going to revolutionize painting, but it's another tool in the box. Because, I mean, if you can get that base paint down and the shade, and essentially the base and the shade out of one. Yeah. Then you, can you can spend a lot more time on the detail you if can, you're spending less time putting the base coat. You can down. build on top of that. Yeah. We'll have to see. As I said, it's it's a tool we'll investigate. And you know what? I, I, I've said this a few times when people have sort of, uh, you know, been on the internet complaining, saying, oh, but it's as cheap. It's a cheating way of painting. And I, I, I say this to anyone who, who, you know, any painter. I'd rather see a model painted like this, like the speed painting tutorials they do, than to see yeah. grey plastic or plain resin. It's like going back, people said the washers were cheating at painting and yeah I, I remember that i so do remember that it, it's always as soon as they bring something out that makes a good job of models very easily people are going to feel cheated because they didn't have it yeah. so they're going to think it's cheating yeah if you know it's it depends on what you build on from that okay you mm-hmm. can get a good base coat down but what do you do with that yeah and that's that's what makes a good paint job the yeah detail. definitely you've got to go further yeah okay so um the next thing, I suppose, so moving on for the paint, I'll give more details. Me and Megan will be back. With some, we're doing do some more recording on Monday yep. to, to touch on Sunday stuff. Um, so uh, next up, we've got the new Armager Knights. Um, so three of them, they're called the Knight Moriax. Um, and so you've got a Volkite and Siege Claw one, which we saw on Warhammer TV. That's called a Volkite Vugulary. I think that's a French word a french term for an old-fashioned firearm regular yeah uh, uh yeah the, the volkite weaponry is all named after old old weapons that's like, cool <clears throat> like a culverin and a caliver and yeah and a geige siege claw uh so megan for reference volkite weaponry are martian heat rays which kill you by setting you on fire in your armor and then when you die, you're running around going, ah, I'm on fire. And then the fire can spread to other members of your unit. That that sounds pretty lethal. It's it's quite fun. It's one it's my actually my favourite type of weapon. So, you know. Um, not gonna lie, I love Volkite. But I think everybody knows that. Um, so yeah, so that's the Volkite there. You got a picture there? These yeah. pictures, by the way, all come, uh, that I'm showing Megan all come from Garrow. Um, so good guy. I also got some pictures off William Citroen from Heat and Gaming Society. Okay. So that's yeah, really good. Obviously, we can. Yeah, but but what, what do you think of that 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 armager? It's um, it's I really love the claw. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's quite cool. It's uh, I, it's yeah, it's not the most interesting of models. It does look a lot like other ones I've seen, but mm-hmm. um, it's it is cool. Yeah. The level of detail and stuff is um. Yeah, that's cool. And then the other one is armed with a pair of lightning locks. Um, so like lightning guns. Um, I'm looking at this picture here. Um, that's not Garrow in the reflection. Is that Ben Greaves? I don't know. <laughs> Someone's taken it. I, I don't know if I've taken it off Garrow or someone. Who would put this picture? Yeah, yeah. You got the reflections in the mirror. It's probably not Ben Greaves. I don't know if he was there, but um, yeah. So another armager. Um, yeah, I like the armagers. Little mini baby knights. Yeah. Yeah, lovely, lovely models. Um, cracking. And then there's one which um, I, I will link to Garrow's photos. I'll put these 
in the, I'll put them in a, on the show notes in an amateur album. So, um, you can see them along with my photos and stuff and obviously credited to the right place. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, an alternative header there as well. Oh, is that what's on the base? Yeah. On the base. That makes yeah. sense. It's, it's the plastic frame and then you've got the resin yeah. plates and bits. So I don't know how much they're going to be. I heard someone say 90 quid for a pair. Okay. I don't know if that's expensive or not. Well, it's 40, 45 plastic ones. Okay. So it's not terrible, considering it's a resin upgrade kit. Yeah. It's not so bad. Okay, so moving on. Um, we're gonna, uh, As I said, Megan's not going to, doesn't really do the rules, but she's going to talk to me about how cool this stuff looks. <laughs> and knights are, I think they're a bit plain and boring, because, well, they're not plain and boring. I love them, but. They're not, um, they're not the best things to look at, really, though. I suppose when they're unpainted and you've got no frame of reference, because yeah. we don't, you've not really played with knights much, have you? Um, no, I've faced a couple of your um, mechanical margin armages. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, well, you sma- killed them with your smash captain. Yes, <laughs> yeah, she plays a smash captain. People. <laughs> to be fair, I told her to do it. So. <laughs> exactly, it's it's our blood angels army. Yeah, it's our blood angels army. Yeah. Okay, so for white scars, they've got the golden keshig, um, which is a jet bike unit with power lances. Uh, in this kit, the sergeant looks like he comes with a yeah. He does come with a thunder hammer. Everyone else in the um, in the heresy has weapons on them. You know, uh, uh, shooting yeah. weapons on them. These guys just basically go ram into the enemy. It's effective, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I I really like the look of these models. Yeah, I, I, they um they just have something really like cool about them. Yeah, they're they're the um they're they're based on Mongolians. The white scars are so you know the yeah. The, the Mongolian horde, so so horses charging and, yeah. They're Mark III as well, which is a bit weird. Yeah. For reference, that's the heavy armour. Okay. So yeah. y- you wouldn't expect that on a yeah. fast-moving jet bike. Yeah, it's, it's... I suppose they can... If they're ramming into things, they probably want to be pretty armoured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't know. There's, there's, there's a few little f- flashes of detail there for White Scar. I think the shoulder pads and the... Yeah, I especially, I especially like the Thunder Hammer. Yeah, Thunder it's, Hammer um, on a jet bike. It's quite a cool thing to have on a jet bike. Yeah. Just as a real kind of... Yeah. It does, he, he does very much... Oh, they've got missile launchers underneath. I forgot they've got little missile launchers underneath there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they're quite they're quite nice. So the Golden Keshig, uh, and we already discussed the Ebon Keshig here the other day. Um on the, uh, you know when we recorded the main show though yeah. the next unit we have here is the um the speeder the um kai zagan attack speeder i love that <laughs> it's it's a gorgeous model actually it's utterly gorgeous yeah uh i love it's particularly special really yeah just the the effect of it it really um really sets off a model yeah but uh yeah, so so I don't know how many, I forget how many hole points it is. I haven't got the rule book with me, so it's um, a land speeder, but it looks like a tank. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> to yeah, be the, fair. The, the white scars favor fast moving stuff, so speeders, planes, jet bikes, and they like to run yeah. around and uh, and they're all fast attack stuff. So um, yeah, this is very much up there, up there. So trust them to turn turn a, a, a land speeder into a tank. You know, to shoot at, at you with. It's almost um, repulsor levels of a. Uh... Yeah. No, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's going. Yeah. 
no, the repulsor is the big primaris tank that's actually a rhino type carrier oh, which yeah. has like got all the guns all over yes. the place yeah yeah it's not quite that bad you could no. probably fit a few more guns on there if you yeah tried. possibly possibly i'm sure the the orcs could loot her. And I just realised <laughs> in the show notes, I've I've put blood angles instead of blood angels. <laughs> I think I probably would have figured out they were. Yeah, yeah. So how long have I had an army of them? Quite a while. So what, what do you think of the blood angels model that we we we've the new blood angels model that we've got? I up? I um I do love the blood angels models that we've seen so far. And yeah. This one I love as just as much. Yeah. The Contemptor Incandius class dreadnought. So Megan, what this is is a Contemptor dreadnought, um, which is sort of like a big. You know, super cool dreadnought. Um, that that's you know, an old ancient design that's slightly hardier. Um, and yeah, but it has a jump pack. Yeah, it's got a jump so, pack with um, it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So what it can do is in battle in heresy, it can either deep strike, so jump into, just yeah. land, and go ha, and he's got assault cannon, so you know he can shoot those. Um, or he can um do a twelve inch move. It's pretty awesome. Or he can use, I think it's free dice. I, you know, I never use a jump pack to jump into combat, so I also get free dice to charge rather than two. Once per game. He yeah. can't do all of those. Okay. He can only do one of those things one time. Okay. So it's like a one-use jetpack. But it's still pretty cool to yeah. have a jetpack on a treadmill. I know. I want to see the back of him because in the renders they showed off of him, he looked it, they, the, the jumps, the jump packs looked a bit goofy. Uh, so I kind of want to see the back of it, but the whole front of him doesn't look goofy. So really oh no, the front of him is gorgeous. I love the the scroll patterns that they've mm, got going, mm. and um, it just looks very ornate and very like I would expect of the Blood Angels. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Lo- love, love the, the 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 ornate nature of that. Even if even if you don't want to use it for the, the the jump pack option, I think if you can get that and you and, and model that as a normal contemptor. Yeah, it's, it's still a pretty it's awesome st- model. It's still pretty awesome. And I, I have to keep repeating it to myself that I'm not starting a heresy army. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just, just so nice. Okay, so we had the um, Ares gunship for the Custodes. Now, Chris, I'm glad Chris isn't here because Chris <laughs> would have some comments about this. What do you think? Um, I mean, just the, the aesthetic of the model. It's a bit naff. Yeah, I mean, that's huge, by the way. That is absolutely huge. Yeah, it's, it's it just doesn't big look very appealing. Uh, I've got to be honest. I, maybe I'm biased because I'm looking at it from a rules point of view, but it's a pile of garbage. Uh, it's not the same maybe standard. I, maybe I've got to have another look at it. But Maybe in person it'll be def- yeah, different to the, but, the pictures. I mean, it doesn't help that the paint job... I, I think the paint job on it, if you look at the paint job, that, that gold, that burnished gold... Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Lovely. You know, it, it's amazing paint job. But then you look at this uh, gun, the, the, the eight, you know, the um, gun at the front. I can't remember what it's called. We did discuss it uh, earlier on. But if you look at the, 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 the paint job on that gun. Yeah, it's very basic. It's really basic and it's really spoiling it. And there's, yeah. there's, there's a couple of other little bits of metal like that, silver metal, that look really terrible. And maybe... It's sort of, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, you know, the, the hull is a really lovely paint job. I mean, what do you think of that hull? I mean, that's their custodies. It is a, it is a great paint job. And after painting gold myself, um, it's something I never want to do again. <laughs> no, so, um, sanguine yeah, <laughs> for, for anybody who can actually paint gold, it's, I, I hats off to them. Yeah. But, yeah. um, yeah, I think because of the finished look of that to then have the 
gun. Just kind of sticking out the front a bit. And it's just like plain silver. Yeah, just a bit. It yeah. kind of looks like it's sticking its tongue out. Yeah, but it looks really basic compared to the light. Yeah. It's like when you're finishing the model. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that base is massive. I can't remember how big that base is, but it, it, there's the... Here, I, I'll pull up... Uh, I'll pull up on here the Orion, uh, which is the uh, which is the sort of same hull. Okay. Orion Custodes. See, this is great radio here. I'm typing something out. Uh, Orion Custodes, uh, and I'm, I'm depending on my phone actually to uh, <laughs> do the googling for this one because uh, uh, yeah. The fun uh, of being in a hotel room. I, 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 no way am I paying three quid for 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 not very no. good Wi-Fi. Um, Especially not since we only not. News very much. Yeah, we're only in it. You know, you got four G's much better than the Wi-Fi they have in here usually. But um, yeah, usually. Um, yeah, well, uh, I say that, and the website's taken ages to load up. Okay, here is the uh, here is the Custodes Orion Assault Dropship. So that's that is the model, and I'm just trying to see if they've got one next to a. That's next to a Space Marine. So for context, that that, that is hull is model. pretty much the same. As. Yeah, so if that's the same size, that is a yeah, it's the same. Model, I, I'm told it is the same same size, pretty much. But it's yeah. Again, I'm probably thinking of the rules, but I just feel it's a hot pile of garbage. I can't see anybody wanting to spend. I mean, the Orion is what 275 quid. Wow. So yeah, if it's uh, going to be the same, then it's not uh, not for what you get from it. Really. Not for what you get from it. Okay, so uh, moving on, we got our first look at. Forge World Demons of the Ruin Storms. They showed off the Brutes, so that we got three, three models shown off. There were some renders shown off in the seminar, but I'm gonna talk about that. I'll see if I can get a bit more information about them tomorrow. So um, we will look at these ones for now. But these are demonic brutes. So what do you think of these, Megan? Um, I'm just looking at the pictures. It's the first time I've seen them large. I was looking at my phone earlier. Yeah. But um, I've really liked these models. Yeah, they're quite, they're quite good. I mean, my only concern is them. I don't know if they're generic enough. They do have a, like a idea of corn about them, maybe. Yeah. But um, I can see them, you know, being generic. I, I could probably do Zinch with them. I could probably do. Um, uh, you definitely do Slanesh, possibly with some. It depending on the paint job of the skin. Yeah, maybe that's why it's difficult to see because obviously there's a lot of red on them. Yeah. So um. They are nice, though. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely nice. Um, lovely models. Um, but, yeah, hopefully they'll get 40k rules and Age of Sigma rules as well. <laughs> yeah, I have to whisper that because Chris gets mad if I talk about Age of Sigma. Oh, dear. Yeah, me and Graham both play, play it and he gets a bit upset. Um, okay, so, yeah, so those... De- I feel a lot better about the demon list now because i'll be perfectly honest there's a lot of stuff on the demon list which i was looking at i was thinking what model am i going to use for that what are forge world going to do models or are they just going to say right here's the list go out and sort it out yourselves and the fact that we're going to get stuff that's going to sort of fit the bill i mean don't get me wrong i mean if you want to go third party cool that's awesome uh because there's some awesome third party models out there but I like to play at Warhammer World. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I feel limited to, to GW Forge World. So, yeah, and besides, to, that is a, a, a problem with uh, not producing enough 
models to cover when they have reels and stuff for them. But yeah, yeah. these hopefully, yeah, will will fit that bill for you. Yeah, but they're they're people. nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, so moving on, we're moving on to Titanicus, which is the small game I play with uh, small small Titans. It's the only way that that Megan and Lindsay allowed me to have a have a warlord Titan. <laughs> yes, it's the only way you're getting more than one Warhammer Titan too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, unless we, you know, when we move house, we get a a, a large. You know, garage just just for my wargaming. No, you know, like a double even, garage. Even not then. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you've, we've already established if you win the lottery. The I'm first thing a, I'm doing is buying the warlord. And buy a big house. No, I'm then buying, you've got room for the warlord. The warlord gets bought first. No, in <laughs> fact, if I win the lottery, I'm buying a maniple first. And the be, get, there needs to be somewhere for your maniple. There's and I'm going to get Giuseppe to house. paint for it. Paint it. Oh, if you if you buy it, you have to paint it yourself. Mm-hmm. What's the point of buying really expensive models and not getting the joy of building and painting them yourself? I suppose this is true. This is true. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not me. Uh, you know, but other these, other people. These are the much smaller versions. Other people so... have a different a different idea of things. You know, other people want their painting gimps. Um, yeah. But, uh, but I know you you really like painting. I do. Okay. So for Titanicus, we got a first glimpse of some upgrade packs for, for knights. So we've got a Thunderstrike Gauntlet. So that's a big fist, um, yeah. as you can see there. And the, the Stormseer Rocket Pod on top. So we can start to add some variation to our knights. Because um, you get these in pack of three. They've all got the chainsword. And, they, yeah. and, and there's one of each ranged weapon. But you don't get the Rocket Pod or the... So, I'm so that's really good because um, obviously people want variety in there. Yeah, I mean the fist and the big chainsword, rules-wise, they're identical. They're just a close, uh, a tight, a combat weapon. But, but it's, it's just for the look of having the look. different yeah. items. Yeah, especially because you can give one knight two close combat weapons, and I think having two chainswords looks doesn't look cool. But that's just me. Um, okay, so so the knights. That's a nice purple knight, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I love that paint job. I do love the colours. Yeah, but you do. Purple's your favourite colour. Yes. Uh, hence why you've got a purple microphone mic, uh, colour yeah. and microphone cable. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad. I have my microphones are uh, colour coded, so I know where which one is going into which. And that, that does make sense. It does movie. make sense, but some, but 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 when I explained it to, to to another podcast, they were like, "That's a bit sad, isn't it?" But you have spaghetti wires everywhere yeah especially when you've got a multiple person set up in the same place okay so we've got the acastus knight propyron and its command terminal cards for um for titanicus so i don't know if you can see that there that is that knight you've seen that in warhammer world yeah that's the knight that's pretty much as big as the warhound oh yeah yeah so it's in titanicus scale i don't know if that's going to be plastic or resin i don't know you'll have to see i'll have to see I'll have to ask. I don't know if anybody asked. Uh, it probably would have been in the seminar. and Someone's probably knows the answer. Yeah. And another podcast will probably be having it out, uh, you know, uh, another day. Um, you get yeah. some guys traveling down. Uh, I think Gino did, did recorded their show on the way in the car on the way back. <laughs> and it was like, I can barely hear this. <laughs> yeah. No, it's quite cool. It's cool. Um, yeah. So that's atmosphere. <laughs> so that's a big night. So hopefully that's going to have some cool rules in it. Yeah. It's got the terminal cards coming out as well for it. Cause uh, Titanicus for the nights. Well, all the things you've got little bits of cardboard that you track everything on. So yeah. So like, somebody playing a game of it. at um, Yeah. We, we went to Warhammer today. world today. Yeah, I noticed as we walked past on the way, on the way down. Cause we went to visit Megan's Nana. 
There's yeah. a lovely woman, by the way. We, we can't really go south past Nottingham without going to Warhammer Worlds. It's yeah, not a no. rule now. But we went to Warhammer Worlds because the plan was originally me and Megan were going to have a game of 40k or something. Or, or, or even Sigma. I might have taken both two Sigma armies and had Sigma. But we would have... Uh, but Megan was like, you know what? You've never met my nana. No. So we well, went down. Well, she's been ill, so... Yeah. It was nice to you. So we went down. We, we had a game of Gaul Chosen. Uh, I wish they still made that because it's a great game. It is um, a really good game. Really good game. I was really sceptical before you got me playing it the first time. And I was like, actually, this is really cool. It's a lot of fun. Very brutal. And, of course, you won by being uh, <laughs> by being tricksy and cowering away from the battle. Very uncool, well, I, I got stuck between you and Lindsay to start with. And I was like, right, I'm running away. Yeah. I'm regrouping. And then I thought, actually, I'll just let you two slog it out. And then I'll kill the winner. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're doing as many tangents as, as, as the guys do, uh, as, as the three of us do. So, um, yeah, so Night Propyron, um, obviously we don't know the rules for it yet. Um, hopefully I'll get a sneak peek of that. To, hopefully they've got the terminals out tomorrow, so I'll get a sneak peek. Yeah, but yeah. it looks good and it's going to be massive. Uh, for the Reavers, um, we got a couple of uh, Carapace upgrade weapons. So we've got the Vulcan Megabolter. So that is... Um, that weapon on top of that one there, yeah. that's the same weapon as one of the arms of my um, my Warhound. Okay. Yeah, on top of it, you know? Oh, just just randomly, we'll stick that on randomly top. Randomly on top Why of not? it. And then there's the Warp Missile, which is a single one-use weapon that... Uh, oh, I just got a Facebook alert because I didn't put the mute on the, mic, on the laptop. It's a typical... Um, yeah, one-use missile um, that's really, really good. Uh, I'm assuming because these are in the uh, Titanica scale... Uh, they'll also be uh, showing them off in um, in full scale as well. Okay. So when you get upgrades to these, do they um, give you upgrades to the actual full size Titans? Well, uh, what they have, what they showed off at Warhammer Fest was they basically, as as it was explained, when they're designing the weapons for the small scale, which I believe is eight mil, they actually design it first in twenty eight mil. Okay. And then debigulate it. So they were like, yeah, it means that some of these weapons might get produced for... Debigulate an actual word. That's the word, that's the word that Forge World used to t- tell us how they do it. Debigulate. Debigulate. Um, de-bigulate. And they've done two resin upgrade weapons for the Warlord um, okay. that weren't previously available in 28mm. And they showed them off at Warhammer um, Fest and they were like, yeah, these are coming. Big 28mm weapons. Wow. So, that's cool. So they'll be giving more weapons to Warlord. Uh, and Reaver ho- owners, hopefully, so that's cool. Because at the minute, for the Reaver, all you can get is the missile, uh, the missile launcher. But yeah, so hopefully the warp missile and the mega bolter. Yeah, I mean the both look um, look really cool. I especially like the warp missile yeah. on so, top. So they also had some accessories announced. Uh, we're getting dice, uh, red for traitor, silver for loyalists, more transfers. Stratum card packs for traitors and loyalists. Titans of Legend pack, which are quite exciting because they're sort of like character titans, I guess. Okay. So you can like represent great titans from like, uh, I'm, I'm assuming um, Deus Eris will be there, um, which is a famous so titan from the cool lore. Yeah, lots of cool stuff for both sides. Um, there's also some more scenery, but we'll talk about that tomorrow because I haven't included yes. that in the show notes because... Okay. Uh, I was doing them on the car, yeah. so <laughs> and I kept getting bumped around. Okay, so the other thing in the program, they mentioned that uh, we, we previously, I think we mentioned it last month, with the rebrand of the stores to Warhammer from Games Workshop, uh, they mentioned that there was going to be a Warhammer celebration um, later on in the year, and they've confirmed that for the 29th of June. 
So yeah. June the 29th. So we haven't heard anything else about that. Just just this poster that says, join the celebration June 29th. June the 29th with a new hammer and eagle logo. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll see what that is. Um, I'm hoping we get something nice for Heresy. Maybe. Never know. You might do. Might do. Or at least something we can use, like a book. I mean, it, well, it, you know, like uh, maybe a novel. Uh, not a novel, but, you know, short stories or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it at least points out that they're going to have had all the stores rebranded by June 29th. Yeah. So I know there's still several stores that haven't been. Yeah, Metro Centre, for yes. example, I think yeah, is still branded still. as Games Workshop. Um, yeah, this- Sunderland's Warhammer yeah. now. I think South Shields needs to do it. Durham's already done. What about Darlington? Darlington got done uh, a few weeks ago. Okay. Got done a few weeks ago because it was uh, the du- Jeff from the Darlington Dogs of War was suddenly like, yep, Games Workshop was closed. Long live Warhammer. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, I suppose it means that uh, they'll get left fewer parents going in and saying, have you got Assassin's Creed? <laughs> yeah, when I when I play games in the store, it's like, yeah, you get, you get a few parents coming in. Yeah, I always wondered what Games Workshop was when yeah. I was uh, younger. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So what we'll do now is we're going to go away and get some kip because I've got to be up early in the morning. Lovely. Uh, go over to Subway across the way, get some breakfast. Lovely. Yeah. Well, it will be. I like a Subway breakfast. Yeah. Um, and I will be going to uh, Fest tomorrow. Uh, I'll be having a look. Um, I probably won't see the Golden Demon results. Uh, and I simply say that because it's when the Golden Demon, obviously the big paint competition, yeah. I'm explaining this to Megan and she's looking at me like, you're mansplaining to me. <laughs> yes. I know what it is. I know what the Golden Demon is. Yes, because she's encouraged me to enter. I know I'm not good enough. But, you but know. You're, it's dead entering. One, you yeah. know, one one year I'll actually do a model. I'll, I'll, I'll pick a, a, a model and set myself a challenge and do it. One year, I, I, I'll actually do it. I know I won't get a finalist pin or a, or a commendation or anything like that, but I think the experience would it's be cool. It's taking part. Yeah, the experience might be cool. But I won't go up for the awards or anything. And the reason why I say that is because when that happening, we're getting lots of alerts on the phones. <laughs> uh, when that happens, it, everyone is up in that uh, up in that big room seeing the results and stuff and all the forge world and games workshop staff are not uh, because they've still yeah. got to man their desks and i can get to talk to them uninterrupted without any okay. noise yep. yeah so good. i can go to holly and i can say uh last year you said me death guard dice were coming where are they <laughs> <laughs> no i'm only kidding um obviously there'll be technical reasons for whatever but yeah. uh, or, or they just don't think they'll sell but Anyway, um, thank you for joining me, Megan, and I right. will be—you'll be joining me again on Monday. Monday. Yeah, when we record this, and then I've got to get the episode out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it's Monday morning. We are back, and we're going to talk about what. Sunday. It's only a brief overview because there wasn't actually that much revealed that we didn't know about already, or you've already read about. So um, we'll just sort of talk about my thoughts and stuff on it. How's that sound, Megan? Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, good. Okay, so uh, there were a couple of models from yes Saturday that we didn't really talk about because of time. Um, okay, so I'll talk about when I arrived on Sunday. I was let in near the front, sorry, so I kind of pushed in a little bit, uh, but I was let in by some people, some listeners, in fact, uh, and John and Adam. 
Um, and thank you for making me feel like I wanted the ground to swallow up, uh, to swallow me up, uh, because you uh, requested a selfie. I've never felt so red. Why would anyone want a selfie with me? He actually um, texted us going, I've been recognized and they wanted a selfie. Uh, I was so red. Celebrity moment. I'm not a celebrity. A minor internet hit. In a particular niche in a of a niche. niche. In a niche of a niche. No. It got you, it got you in the line sooner. So that was not nice. much sooner, but a little bit. Anyway, um, yeah, so getting in wasn't too bad. It was just a long wait. There were several long waits. We had to get a little in queue to get into the arena. And we're in that for about 45 minutes. Um, then there was a queue to get into the main hall. Um, we had to wait to be let in. I, I ended up behind because I needed to pee. Because <laughs> I decided to down uh, an energy drink in the queue uh, to get my, uh, you know, my... Uh, um, Rocky move. Yeah. And uh, it was like, by the time we got there, I was like, yeah, no, I need to pee. Uh uh, and then again, another queue to get a ticket for the seminar. Thankfully, I managed to get a heresy seminar ticket, but this time they held it in a much bigger room. So the heresy good. seminar was pr- quite good. They were, I think they were better for the seminars. Um, right. So models that were unveiled yesterday, uh, Saturday that we can talk about. Um, first of all, the Skatari transport, the Scorpius Dune Rider. Now, uh, uh, um, I was going to talk about this as, uh, as a potential alternative for rhinos for militia. Um, but. In the Age of Darkness seminar, when asked about Skitari getting rules, Andy Hall said it's highly likely we would see rules for Skitari as they're already established in the law. So, yeah. So, what do you think of this model, then, Megan? It's um, it's very interesting. It reminds me of a um, a hovercraft. Yeah, yeah, sort of a hovercraft. And with the, the the back folded down, it's a bit um, D-Day landing esque. Yeah, I think that's but the front. Is it the front? Yeah. I suppose that would make sense. Yeah, that's the front. Yeah, yeah. I just assumed it would be the back that you're letting people out of. Yeah, no, it looks like the front. I think it's the front. Yeah, yeah they, it's, they, it's they're the all facing that way. So yeah, it is the front. front yeah, so it's 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 a good, it's an interesting model. Um, yeah, I can definitely see that being. It is, used. It's it's definitely got a cool factor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I can very much see that being used for um, conversions and of of various various bits and bobs. So yeah, yeah, lots of cool. And uh, as I said, Skitari are going to be a thing in thirty k. So. Yeah. Uh, there's an alternative build to this, the Skitari Scorpius Disintegrator. A uh, bit of a tank. So if you go down there, Megan, you can see yeah. the, the tank version there. Now, I don't think you're going to use... Well, I don't know. You might want to use it as an alternative Lehman Russ or something. But, you know, for a tech guard style militia. But uh, in 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 sort of uh, the Mechanicum list, Megan, they have sort of um, artillery vehicles. Okay. And I'm thinking that could be the basis of an artillery vehicle. Yeah, it definitely looks like it would be would be yeah yeah but uh you know you can get a big gun on top of there and yeah it's interesting plenty of guns blazing yeah it's it's, it's an interesting model very interesting model um definitely lots of uh lots of potential there and then finally the chaos knight yeah i, I particularly like this one actually yeah uh, i definitely see the kit getting used because um it looks like it's going to be the weapons will be swappable with the standard knight uh, I don't think the gun that's included in one of the kits is going to be cross-compatible. But this is basically a Knight Gallant. Uh, the one that I'm looking at right now with the chainsaw and the fist. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty nasty, isn't it, Megan? Yes, it is. It's um really detailed as well. Yeah, 
lots of details. Compared to the the um, you know the, the night as it is, without all the um, spikes, stuff like that, spikes. Yeah. Like, how do we make this chaosy? Let's add spikes. Yeah, that's basically it. And chains and skulls. <clears throat> it's like there's a meme of a, a guardsman, you know, smiling because he can see a knight on the horizon. And then he's like, you know, he's like, got putting on a big grin. Great radio, this makes. And then when he sees, and then there's a, the next image, he's got like a, and the caption simply, it's got spikes on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that could be a. Yeah, definitely, certainly something for, uh, you know, traitor players who might want to do a, a slight a house that's fallen slightly uh, to chaos. So, yeah, definitely some some options there. Uh, mention for Adeptus Titanicus, uh, the Acastus Knight Propyrion is a plastic kit. So that's great. Um, it's on the same size sprue as a Warhound. You only get one sprue um, instead of two. So um, I, they didn't give me a cost. Uh that's because obviously they can't. Um, yeah. But did say it's not too dissimilar to the existing night kits. So that's yeah. that's 20 quid, I reckon, 25 at the most. We'll see. You know, prices are what they are. And it yeah. also looks like the upgrades for the knights, the um, the, the power fit, you know, sorry, the Thunderstrike Gauntlets and the Storm Spear Rocket Pods, they appear to be in plastic as well. Um, they're definitely the same colour as plastic. So, um, yeah, you can see there. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it's a... It's a Big sprue for the Propyron. Um, that's going to be a lovely kit to make. Um, okay, so Age of Darkness seminar. A few things to say before the models that we're going to talk about. Um, Q&A, you know, revealed a few things. It was mostly, you know, people asking, I can do this, I can do that. Uh, oh, I forgot to put the notes. Empress Children Transfers. Now, okay. yeah, uh, for Megan's knowledge uh that they, they, they uh when they first did transfers they were i've got to be honest pretty basic compared to what you've got now yeah and the emperor's children were the first transfer sheet to get a second version okay uh where they put on banners and all sorts of symbols more symbols and basically beefed them up made them better transfer sheets yeah. uh but the emperor's children sheet has been out of print for about a year and a lot uh. of people are asking you know when's it coming back when's it coming back because emperor's children players want to make their their models yeah obviously yeah yeah uh, but what was said in the seminar was that basically, because it was the first one done, they later sheets have uh, evolved further and they put in a lot more symbols um, uh, and made a better uh, balance of symbology for different units, different types, you know, like troops and heavy support and uh, destroyers. And the Emperor's Children isn't quite to that same standard. Okay. And they're redoing the sheet, hopefully this year. Okay, so they're not bringing back the old sheet, but they're gonna. Yeah, Empress Children will get a third sheet, a a, a okay. version three. That'll be good news. It will be for Empress Children players because yeah. we'll stop having the mask every time. Where's the Empress Children? Tra- <laughs> yeah. Next, we'll just have the Iron Hands Contender, an Ultramarine Contender. But Andy did say it's likely we'll see an Ultramarine Contender, and the Iron Hands Contender will be getting done when they do their Leviathan. Because so, every Legion's getting get a Leviathan. Um, okay, so Skatari, as said earlier, Skatari probably going to get rules. Uh, well, highly likely, he said. When Andy says something is highly likely, it usually is him pretty much saying yes. Yeah. But so I can't say yes. What can I say instead? I'll say highly likely. Highly, he says highly likely. But sometimes the problem with Andy is sometimes when he says something's 
probably or yes that would be great or yes we're going to do this sometimes it's him wish listing ah so but when he says highly likely it, it has generally been speaking quite good okay so what i'm going to do there is some stuff about book nine um but rather than bore megan because megan doesn't really know much about the books and the rules and stuff about yeah. heresy uh, rather than sort of me talking at you about this i'll um i'll actually discuss this in the next show with chris graham and chris yeah that makes more sense yeah it makes more sense because then we can get deeper into them and stuff so yeah you uh, can spend more time on it yeah anyway so models shown off we've got two praetors for the dark angels so we've got one in power armor so that's the first one on your screen megan yeah um he's got a board well uh it was asked is that a storm shield or a boarding shield and he said it looks like a boarding shield doesn't it which Right now, the Dark Angels don't have their own proper rule set. They've got a okay. generic set of rules. So they've got some some rules, but not really a... Uh, they've not had a proper book for them yet, Megan. Right. Because they're a much more complex legion with lots of stuff going on. So, um, so you just work off generic rules for them? They've got some... They've got a, a, some get-your-buy rules, and then they're working on generic units. So, like, okay. my Ultramarines have got... Um, uh we just lost the internet by the way <laughs> i've just heard the uh i've just the, the tv went um funny for a second and the and i heard a, someone's a neighbor's alarm um and the internet's gone here and um so i'm assuming we had a brief power outage oh, there probably. it hasn't affected the the stuff here because it's good. all it's all plugged in so uh yeah. <laughs> anyway um yeah, so uh yeah, so these the, the, the Dark Angels got get your buy rules and they are um you know, they're a bit you know, they're very generic. Okay. As it were, because they've got no special units of their own, unlike other legions. Uh but these models will be their specific commanders. So like right. yeah, so like uh in, in Heresy we have Praetors, um, who are sort of like really high level captains. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and Andy Hall said this Power Armor one looks like Adam Troke, who is, uh, who is, uh, uh, one of the guys who works at, uh, Games Workshop. And, um, yeah, a lot of models do end up looking like him with a beard and a baldy. <laughs> yeah, you put beard and baldy and it's like, yeah, we've made Adam Troke yeah. again. Um, but yeah, very, very interesting look to that model. It is. And, uh, then they've got a Terminator one in Catapratri armor, um, and a Volkite charger. And, the thing with these models is they're designed to look like medieval knights, you know, middle middle aged knights. Yeah, and... hence all the decoration, presumably. Yeah, yeah, and lots of uh, symbology and yeah. um, markings that sort of indicate hidden meanings. Because the Dark Angels are one which have orders within orders, and it's like you know they have, they have symbols and markings all yeah. over themselves. Like um, as the the guy who in charge of the graphics was saying, you know. Uh, basically, that one symbol might say that this particular Dark Angel is adept at fighting orcs, and he might belong to an order of orc fighters. Okay. Uh, but he might also belong to an order of, um, uh, I don't know, um, relic keepers or something. And it's... So everything's got meaning, basically. Everything has meaning. Everything on the Dark Angel has meaning. But you can't necessarily understand the re meaning unless you're you happen to be in that particular order yeah or sometimes they have markings on which make no sense whatsoever because to, into purpose to confuse um they're a very secretive legion you know they're a they're a they're a weird one so but i love that catapratri terminator looks awesome 
Yeah, very, very knightly. That is a cool model. And there'll be no green. Because in 40k, the, the Dark Angels are green. Yes. Um, I did notice they're not green. Yeah. <laughs> um, they changed at some point. Uh, interesting story. They changed because um, they were putting out a new paint set in the early days of uh, of Games Workshop. And they had this dark green and they wanted a name for it. And they were like, uh, uh, you know, and a reason to, to have this dark green. And okay. It was decided that the Dark Angels would be now be doing be, be done in green. Um, in order to sell this paint. Ah. Uh, so, um, yeah, Dark so Angels. We, we've made a colour. We'll, um, we'll paint the Dark Angels a different colour. Yeah, where, when, the, you know, the, some of the original, you know, writers are like, well, the Dark Angels, their name kind of implies they're supposed to be black. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was interesting. The symbology uh, discussion was quite interesting because they're, they're sort of, like, you know, they're meant to be evoke the, uh, um, you know, the, the original aspect of Angels of Death. Yeah. Uh, here we have the uh, Dark Angel Contemptor. Now, um, I think a lot of people have obviously seen these, but candles around his head. There are candles around his head. There are. Yeah, so uh, it's a very interesting model. Yeah. Lots of, lots, again, lots of, uh, lots of ornate detail on there. There's... I love his shoulder pad. It is, yeah. Yeah, with the crenulated layers. Yeah, is that yeah crenulated layers? Is it crenulated? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Isn't the crenulation the stuff around the top of the castle? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Well, you know the the the, the sort of um, bump. You know what? I, the words have escaped me now. My English and words not so good. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, the uh, segmented. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Segmented. Yeah, the segmented nature of it. Uh, it's uh, it's it's fairly nice and. Yeah, again, with the way they painted it up and the, the yeah. colour plates they've done. Very ornate chest piece as well with the angel. Yeah, it's like you've got the 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 the, uh, the, the keys mean something and the, the lion on the knee pad means something else. Oh, does and the it? checkers <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh very very interesting model there. Yeah. And then the other dreadnought they shown off for for him is the uh Leviathan. So I love the look of this one. Yeah, very beefy. Very, it's a lot more ornate than your standard Contemptor. I, I, I'm a big fan of this one. Um, not doing Dark Angels. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it means business. It, yeah, Leviathans do, but really, really beefed up. It does. It does look a lot beefier than the normal Leviathan as well. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a really nice model. Um, it looks like it'll be really fun to build and paint as well. Yeah, if you'd not done a Leviathan, you wouldn't have done a Leviathan. Oh. I'm gonna have to get you a Leviathan for the Blood Angels. That would be good. I get you the 40k ver, the the the, the Legion specific version, but the problem with that is because you know it'd be we'd be using it for 40k. It's got assault cannons, and they don't have assault cannons in 40k. So, oh, I might have some generic 40k one. It is then. Oh yeah, but the the Blood Angels, the Legion specific ones, are really nice. I might see if I. Ah, uh, I don't know. I was thinking I might see if we can just shove some um, heavy flamers in there, but I'll, I'll have to speak to someone who's got the kit and I'll say. Let's see if we can just kit bash it. To... Yeah, yeah, kit bash. Okay, so, all right, so that's that's the Leviathan. So, uh, you know, the, there's lots of cool stuff about that. So uh, what I'm going to talk about to finish is the um, paints. So, yeah. Uh, I got a hands-on experience. I got to see all the colours in person and I got a bit of an explanation about them. Now, what 
they are is to, to explain. You've got the two. You start with the two base coats. You've got uh, Gracia, which is a very which is a, a light grey, and Wraithbone, which is a slight. Uh, so the grey is it's got a slight hint of blue, and then there's Wraithbone, which is sort of white but with a slight hint of yellow. Okay, so do you use both of them or just one of, one of them? Just they also come them. in pot form as well. Um, but what you use with those is um, you actually... Um, uh, what what you do with these is you spray the model. And unlike a normal primer, which has a slight powdery finish to it, yeah. uh, this has got a smooth, plasticky finish to it. So, so, so I think if you've got um, an airbrush and use any of the... Um, uh, what do you call it? The... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Vallejo primer. It's like a vinyl PVC yeah. coating. Um, so it gives a very smooth finish. And that's what this does. It gives a very smooth finish to the to, okay. to the model. Rather than Presumably that. so the new paint, the contrast will go over the top. Yes, exactly. And as we explained, you know, if you try and put on... Um, uh, if you try and put on, um, say, uh, 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 Space Wars Grey over Mechanica Standard Grey, you will get the colour... But you'll get a, um, you'll see the powder, you'll see the texture, so it'll look bad. Yeah. Um, but it's sort of the paints themselves are the, the pots are about halfway between a wash and a normal paint, and they, um, from what I understand, they're in a sort of almost gel medium, so not water. Yeah. So you can't dilute them with water. I did. I was told no, don't dilute it with water. So I diluted some of. Just uh, to see what it did. Just to see what it did. It looked, it's bad. Okay. It, it ruins that paint. It's gone. Um, and um, there is going to be a contrast medium released with it. So if you want to dilute it down. And okay. they mix very easily as well. They're a lot easier to mix. Okay. So I was speaking to one of the developers who, um, they don't have a slanesh sort of flesh one. <coughs> uh, but what he's done is he mixed one of the lilacs. I think it was the lilacs with a, with a space walls gray. Um, to create a um, a space, uh, you know, a slaneshi fur uh, okay. skin, and it looks really good. Uh, and again, with uh, say high fleet leviathan, you know, you mix you mix the white with a little pink. So they're giving you quite a range of colours. Plus, they mix really well. Yeah, mixing is so going to be a. Yeah, you're pretty much you can pretty much get any colour you want there. Yeah, through mixing. Uh, just... The white is just witchcraft. I mean, really how, how really do you do that? that? That literally is witchcraft. Um, yeah, the pictures you've taken, the more close-up pictures than I've seen before, and it's how do you get a a paint which you're putting on as white to do shadow, mid-tone, and highlight when it's it it doesn't make sense to work. They've, no, it, they it, sold their soul somewhere along the line. Yeah, it's definitely witchcraft. I think we need to do a float test <laughs> on, on the developers. Um, so we need to dunk them in a pond. Yeah. If they float, they're a witch. We burn them. Um, you know, if they drown, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but we if definitely they drown, need that. It's fine. I mean, they can't develop anything else that's like this. Yeah, again. we need to bring back but... witchcraft trials. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 it's. Um, I just hail them as gods for um, developing this technology. Potentially. Now, I'm gonna say it's not 
um a, it's not going to win you a golden demon it doesn't do the job for you you still need to do your metallics you still want to want to do certain things a different way it's gonna it's gonna complement the existing paint range yeah so for example i painted a i got a plate i sat down i was given a plague marine i wanted to do a, a space marine but they didn't have any left because that's what everybody wanted to do and i only got to the table towards the end because literally it was packed that 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 demonstration area was packed and it was very difficult to get a seat now I painted a plague marine um with 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 plague bearer flesh blood angels red and gulliman's flesh and black templar black and that took about 90 seconds yeah it looks it looks well done it took well. about 10 minutes to dry um that's about that's I could build that model I could t- clip that model take the mold lines off and build it in less than 10 minutes uh, it, it takes it takes uh, well about 10 minutes it takes longer to build that model than it does to paint it yeah um yes you still got to do your metallics you still got to do some a uh, bit more I, I would do a personally on that a bit more highlighting but for getting the bases on it's yeah it's great great stuff it's going to be a, a good thing for a lot of people that are doing larger armies that just have a unit that's been sat in a box and they need to get it painted up still mm. I think I said yesterday. If my ter- if I still had my tyranids, I wouldn't be selling them. Yeah, I wouldn't be selling them. I'd be painting them with this stuff. It's great. It's it's excellent for anything with texture and flesh. So demons, um, tyranids, uh, Sylvaneth, um, dark, you know, uh, corn reavers. De- you know, uh, I'm going to do my plague bearers with a plague bearer flesh. Yeah, um, it's going to be great. I'm going to get great. some for the orcs I've got as well. Yeah, your orcs are going to be great. Yeah. Now for flat panel stuff, I think. It depends on what what you want to do. Um, I, I do want to try the um, white on our lunar walls uh, because uh, it's going to be a great time saver because white isn't. You, you have been saying for ages that you do not want to do white. And then no, I don't want to do the lunar walls. I don't want to do the lunar walls. I wanted to do Sons of Horus, but, you know, <laughs> uh, Graham and Chris, you know, they, they want to do the lunar walls because it's the colours. But Anyway, <laughs> I'm outvoted on that one. It's a democratic podcast. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, fairly. But yeah, the, the white won't be so bad for you to do now. No, no, the white, the white's going to be nowhere near as bad to do now. Just grab some of that uh, and if then we do that. Do but, all the detail. Yeah, again, we're we're gonna we're gonna use that as the basis for uh, for the white, and then go beyond that. Um, it, it, it's. I uh, speak to one of the heavy metal guys. They're the guys who do all the box art, yeah. and they do the real, you know, the the, the really good. I don't know who the heavy metal guys are. I'm mansplaining again, aren't I? You are. Yeah. Um, they. Um, I was speaking to a couple of them about the, you know, the paints, and you know, I was talking to them about, you know, basically saying you are gods among men. And um, the guy <laughs> and a couple of guys said, uh, yeah, and then I mentioned oh, contrast paints, and, and uh, you know, I assume that's not something you'll be using. And one of the, uh, they both just said, yeah, we're actually going to be using them. Uh, the flesh in particular, they said, um, is uh, a great start for box art flesh. And I was like, oh, really? And they were like, yeah, it, it eliminates a couple of steps. Um, and it gets them to the same result as they would have normally uh, after a couple of steps. And you work yeah. and you work it up beyond that. So, yeah, this, this stuff, as I said, it's not going to win you a golden demon. It never would, but. It's a great basis. It's another tool in your box. Yeah, it'll it'll create some great tabletop standard models 
with doing that and then adding on to it the rest of the details. Yeah, I mean, they had a cabinet of stuff which had just been painted in got with uh, Golden Demon. Um, not Golden Demon. That had just been painted with contrast paints. Uh, Garrow's uh, thinking, I'll put a link in the show notes, but oh my god, that is amazing. You know, the, this, these squig manglers just painted with it. Um, uh, Eldar, you know, race, uh, you know, the, 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 the rape constructs painted with this stuff. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's a game changer for a lot of people. Yeah. Basically, it's, anywhere it's hitting rough surfaces like skin. Yeah. It's, um, it does look really good. The, the flesh alone is, it's worth doing it for your flesh alone. Yeah. Gulliman flesh, Darko flesh. I can't remember what the other flesh is called, but there are three different fleshes of different tones. And, and again, as I was saying, oh, well, if you want to do a darker tone, a darker flesh, just mix in a little of uh, the browns. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, You'll be able to get much more varied range. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like particularly when, when you're painting a horde army, you, you don't necessarily want them all to look identical. No. So it's... Just start out with some of it and then change it as you go, adding in different colours to uh, to create different tones. Yeah, so what I would say is, with these new paints, give them a try. Even if you only get Gulliman Flesh, uh, you know, Wraith Bone and Gulliman Flesh, that's going to save you a bunch of steps. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the paint. I think we've covered those. I'll put up a picture of my plague my plague marine. Um, it's not a it's not a great job. It literally was just slapping it on. I mean, the guy said, "Slap it on as thick as you can." I, 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 I you know, really give it a, a single thick coat. And I was like, "Oh, okay then." Um, and I did, and it, it looks okay. I mean, it's got highlights. It's got shade. I'm. It's quite good, but. What I'm really looking forward to is when it gets into the hands of painters and gamers around the world yeah. and they start experimenting. I mean, Scott mentioned, oh, what would it be like if you put a, um, if you put a wash on the wraith bone, um, to highlight it up? So basically use it as a very base and then add on to it. Yeah. Use the wraith yeah. bone, put in a wash to give more shadow and then put on the gel. Uh, that's the kind of thing that I'd love to see. It's, it'll be exciting to see what people do with it. Yeah, and I'm also kind of hoping that uh, Duncan does a uh, a tutorial for it and has uh, to say one uh, thick coat. W- without doubt, they'll be doing tutorials on this stuff. There'll be tutorials on this <laughs> yeah. stuff, no doubt. It'll just be funny hearing one say say one thick coat for once. Yeah, I hope he it, says yeah, it through gritted teeth. Um, yeah, so that, that's that's that. I mean, yes. So some people point out you can get a similar effect with Zenithal highlights in a wash, but. Not every painter is going to do Xenophil highlights and a wash with an airbrush. And it it takes out the need for an airbrush or the extra layers that you have to stick on the yeah. model. This doesn't replace what you're doing right now, guys. This, this the existing paint range is still staying. This is a complementary thing. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't like it, don't use it. Yeah. So moving on to organization of. Uh, Warhammer Fest. I've got to say a few points on this because I, I feel very strongly about this, actually. The, in terms of the sale area and its organization, I've got to say, really disappointed this year. On Sunday, when I went, um, I got to the Forge World sales area. There were a couple of things I wanted. I wanted the objectives. Chris wanted the dice tray. Um, by the time I got to there, 
none left. Most, the majority of those items had been sold on Saturday. In previous years, they have held back items for Sunday. None of the pre-releases, other than the Big Night, um, were actually available at all. Sorry, in the mutated, the mutated Minotaur, uh, the Big Night, uh, the, the, the Mechanica Macastus, everything else was gone by the time I got to the front of the queue. Yeah. And I'm really, and I wasn't that far behind. So I'm going to be perfectly honest. I was really disappointed in that. It was, um, really shoddy um that they uh they they put people in a position whereby you had to go on saturday to get stuff in previous years they have held stock back until uh, for sunday and they haven't this year i imagine a lot of people went home disappointed because you, you can't always get to the saturday. quite a few people i spoke to were very disappointed especially with the objective markers now the objective markers were 30 quid quite rich but i did get to see a set because there were a few available and one person did sort of let me play around with theirs. They were phenomenal. Yeah. They were really nice, really nice. Thankfully, a friend on the loot sharing group has actually set aside a pair for me. Oh, that's good. So I've got a set coming. Um, so Warhammer loot sharing group, you know what? We should have shared this like last last month for the for the for, the, for Warhammer, Warhammer Fest, but we'll share it this month for UK Games Expo attendees because apparently they will have the stuff there. But these objective markers are really, really nice. Definitely worth a 30 quid. But Games Workshop, come on. Hold some stock back for Sunday. Yeah. It's not fair to expect people to go to both days because you can't necessarily. Because as much as I would love to go to both days, um, I simply can't afford it um, in terms of... Um, well, actually, I probably could have done it this year because we have the hotel room. But yeah. it was a case of I wanted to have a game at Warhammer World. Um, there could be more gaming space. But again, you don't you squeeze people in, so can't really criticize them for that. You but can't win at everything. You can't win at everything. Gaming space wise, yes, you could have more gaming space uh, or some open gaming space, which would be great. But you'd have to sacrifice something else, which is not great. Um, in terms of what what who were there, you know, you had all the licenses with like the Warhammer Champions. Great setup as usual. Great people. Love that game. I'm, I need to introduce you to it, Megan. I've got two okay. decks. So, I, well, I've got two, you know, starter sets. So you need to be introduced to this okay. game because it's great. It's a great little trading card game. Well, collectible card game. I shouldn't play those, but I love this one. It's really good. Um, you always sworn you wouldn't. So I always swore I wouldn't. So uh, an Age of Sigma, well, yeah. they, they won me over. They won me over um, at, at Blood and Glory when I bought two starter sets. <laughs> You never do anything small, do you? No, I never do anything small. I only bought one map, though. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Um, definitely would recommend it. But uh, the video games were great. The the They had lots of stuff there. Horus Heresy Legions was there, uh, really pushing that game. Um, it, it was a really good thing. Uh, Bandai were there with the... Um, they had a, a bloke who flew out with Japanese from Japan. He'd had a he he had his um apparently the um the the Space Marine figure in a um in a big security bag. Uh, it's actually quite impressive. Uh, um, the the Primaris action figure, the Chibis. Wow, I've seen pictures of those and they look adorable. They are adorable. I've got some pictures of them. They're yeah. great. Yeah, maybe um, I I imagine there's there's a lot of people out there that maybe their partner doesn't want Warhammer stuff all over the house. That's a way to sneak it in. 
Why not? The pop vinyls are great. You know, I bought two of the yeah, pop vinyls. Yeah, the pop vinyls are awesome. Yeah, you got the pop Just vinyls. Just sneak it, sneak it in. Decorative stuff. Yeah, decorative stuff. It's great. Half Moon Bay were there with some great stuff. Um, uh, you know, who else was there? A Warhammer Art. Uh, I did ask them about an update to the website. They said soon. Because uh, I Very want... specific of them. Well, I want the Solar War. I want the Solar War as a picture. Um, and, uh, yeah, various other... Various other uh, who else was there? Yeah, Wild Bangarang, Graham's favourite. Yes. Had, was showing off their new Woonics, uh, tunics, uh, they had a Sisters of Battle tunic thing. It does look very interesting. Yeah, and then obviously we had little demo pods, and a, a lot of the semin- a lot of the stuff was focused towards um, contrast paint. Um, they were showing off some new model concepts. I mean, uh, particularly the Age of Sigmar terrain. Um, I must say that that's great. Uh, you know. It, the stuff in there you could definitely use for 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 40k heresy um you know with with you know with you know it you know it's 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 kind of uh definitely it's good terrain um but yeah good event but i think sales sales stock needs some adjusting i mean i really wanted a nurgle bloater for my blood bowl team but apparently they sold out of them on the first day and i was like they've been out for a while haven't they yeah and they were like yeah but everyone bought them and i was like Okay. Um, other, the other thing that was annoying was there was a guy who um, I know um, that uh, was not was quite a bit ahead of me in the queue, but I saw him walking out to the sales area with ten of the objective tokens. That's a bit much. Yeah, that was like, you know, come on, leave some for the rest of us. Yeah, it wouldn't have been enough to get me a set, but if it, if there were a couple of him like that, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, great event, guys, as normal. I would highly recommend going to a, a Warhammer Fest if you can, um, because they're a good day out. I got to chat with some people I didn't see before. Mark Frost, great great to see you. Um, obviously, Adam and John, you know, thanks for making me feel so embarrassed. <sighs> so embarrassed. Um, and lots of cool stuff going on. So, yeah, great show. I, I want to take you on, yeah, Megan. I think you'd, you'd think you'd enjoy it. I mean, the crowds aren't too bad yeah. on Sundays. I might, uh, I might come with you on, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, next event coming up is the UK Games Expo. I will be there. It's obviously Games Workshop are the primary, one of the primary sponsors. Uh, I think they are the actual primary sponsor this year. Okay. Um, as in, they paid for a lot of it, but yeah. we'll see. So I'll speak to you guys later. Uh, enjoy the rest of the show. I'm waiting for Megan to say something. Oh, I don't Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Say bye to people, Megan. Bye, people, Megan. <sighs> uh, right now, we're going to take a quick look at what's happening in the world of Titan. Curse, and normally we would have uh, I, I'd have a review of the new campaign book, but um, I haven't got it yet. Um, it's on its way. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've sort of briefly skimmed it because I'm going to be doing. I'm running writing the campaign for my group ah. to play, so I've kind of had a look, a brief skim through. It looks, I mean, there's some good stuff in there. Certainly, yeah. if, if we were going to look to do Titanicus. Uh, themed things in the future yes yeah yeah. certainly the you know there's enough there and you could also take bits from other campaigns quite easily i think yeah i think with this and titan death there's a there's an absolute plethora of uh of stuff we can do 
from now on. So, yeah. Um, yeah so, right. So, news-wise, we got a first off. We, we, there was a bit of a build-up to uh, Doom of Doom of Moloch, um, yeah. with some um, with some uh, articles on uh, Warhammer communities. So the first one was a fluff article, which kind of touched on the original fluff, which uh, Gav Fort wrote back in 1995, and then spoke how Graham McNeil sort of developed this a bit further in his two stories about Moloch. Uh, the Divine Ador- Adoratrice and Vengeful Spirit. Um, which is cool. Uh, then we got a Warhammer community which basically looked at what was in the book. So we got the content page, overview of the Titan Legions in there, uh, the new maniples in the book, and some information on how knight armies are going to work. So that was quite that was quite good. Um, and then we got an article on terrain in um adeptus titanicus and this one caused i think it caused a little bit of contro- controversy um it's a decent write-up i think um but interesting enough the guys at games workshop uh are saying uh, and i guess this is the way that the game is intended uh you know as, as they wrote it, it, it they intended for the terrain to be they say um it, the game works best with terrain no bigger than a warhound um basically saying a warlord is wasted if it's hiding behind a building which is obviously very different from what the community said you know the community's been saying oh well you need you know you need plenty of buildings for your war warlords to hide behind and i suppose it's that mindset isn't it? it's that heresy 40k mindset where <clears throat> terrain is king yeah so i guess and yeah just... there is there is a terrain aspect in there um but obviously they their thinking is very different from what we've been thinking and i suppose that's partly because the terrain you know the 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 way we got titanic initially was just the warlords mm. uh, and when you've got two warlords just bashing at it o- across the table and that's that's your army i suppose you know you're kind of thinking that uh actually you know you might need terrain in that but if if the warlords are not you know uh, are not the only be all and end all of the game so no, I suppose also it's the, you know, we, we, <clears throat> my voice will return. Uh, the, the, the terrain that you've got, I mean, it's so easy to build big buildings out of it. Yeah, so I think what I'm going to be doing is um, I'm going to, next time I play Titanic, I'm going to suggest if we can reorganize our table uh, to do this, to, to, to play with smaller buildings and see mm. what uh, impact that actually has on the game um i think it needs playtesting uh, yeah it's one of those things isn't it where they're probably playing it slightly different to how people are playing it in the wild where like you say people will look for every advantage and cover being one of them whereas they're thinking you know what warhounds probably didn't get involved in like really sort of cagey city fights they kind of went through smashed the bejesus out of stuff and shot people from miles away maybe yeah yeah so um yeah i'll definitely be giving this a try seeing what uh the actual impact of having shorter buildings is on a game i i suspect what it'll be is because i personally found that my warlords tend not to get that much i i struggle for my warlords to buy back their points uh when i play because they're they're busy trying to avoid being hit um by hiding behind stuff yeah. uh, and they've got such a slow oh, movement okay. only at only four inches, they they move so slow um, that it's hard to keep them going behind cover. So maybe the game is better off if the warlords are out there, you know, pounding away 
yeah, kind of being than, forced to rather yeah, than trying to hide yeah, them and hope that right. you get the advantage later on when their their warlord's destroyed. So it's definitely something I want to try, and I'm mm. going to try. Um, I, I will try and set up a game with my regular opponent, James Hopper, uh, soon and see if we can try this out uh, and see if I can actually beat him for once. So he was always I, a good player. Uh, yeah, I, I've yet to beat him. Um, but again, we're, we're very slowly building up our skill with this game because we're the only two players we, we have around. Graham. Mm, yes. The hilt, the hint anvil there. Dong. Yes. So we'll, um, yeah, I think I'll give this a, I think I will give this, certainly give this a try. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so no review Doomamolic this month. Uh, was forbidden from buying anything for the entire month of April by my girls. Um, they were like, nope, you are not buying anything. You are going to. Weren't uh, we involved in that somehow? Yes, you had to support I mean, me. I, I totally stuck to that. Yeah. I don't I mean, think you were. I'd, you, you I'd, were just, I'd, I'd forgotten about it, but I I totally stuck to the not buying thing rule. Yeah, you you were just totally required to shame me if I if I broke the rule. Oh right, forgot about that. Luckily, your own self determined. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, so we, we I, I believed in you enough to know that it wasn't going to happen. But as soon as I got paid, I um I I uh, I bought Doom of Molech and um the two new sh- uh, Underworlds gangs <laughs> um and uh, scenery so you probably uh, bought twice as much in the month that you could you would have bought it. <laughs> yeah Just well build, i didn't build say up purchase able, frustration i was yes. saving up for the scenery anyway and the and, okay. the, and the shades by gangs were i, I love the shades by gangs because um it's it's cool because i get to paint stuff that i would normally not get to paint because i don't collect an army of it so um it's quite fun that way anyway so uh yeah so that's uh ascending kill so shall we move on and open graham's post bag shall we give it a tug (laughs) really really we have to put an innuendo with graham's post bag in almost every time (laughs) so there you go no different okay graham's post bag okay so uh this is the sorts of things that random selection of bizarre stuff that's um piqued my curiosity over the last month so so much hate for armor there is so much hate for armor now i always knew um that there was a certain amount of eyebrow raising when it came to using certain tanks but i didn't realize that this um these things went so deep so I think there was something on, it might have been Crusade and Heresy, but the post has since been deleted, uh, where somebody sort of started to um, kick off about somebody taking two whirlwind Scorpiuses. I've got to be honest with you, I don't think I would ever really raise an eyebrow at two whirlwind Scorpiuses. No, it, just, it doesn't sound scary. If someone, um, if someone took two Arcuses, at that point I might go, hang on a minute. Maybe. I mean, even then, I mean, I suppose, I suppose the problem is, and this is where I think <clears> the <throat> problem lies, there's a community of people that want to play the game very much around infantry, okay? And they like infantry. They like, you know, don't like vehicles. They like infantry models. They like playing a game that's an infantry-based game, you know, with space marines doing what space marines do. But there's other people, I think, myself, I would have to say, is definitely in that bracket that like playing with the bigger, bigger toys, you know, the tanks, the epic side of things. Yeah. 
the big, you know, the knights, which I don't ever take for this very reason. Um, you know, the big super heavies, which I love to take because I think they look spectacular. But you have to um, moderate that to a certain extent with people's reactions on the table, which is always a bit weird. So I was sort of thinking about, you know, maybe there's definitely something in it because, for example, I won't take an armoured breakthrough list to a... Uh, I was going to say what? Well, I won't take it to a... I would never take an armoured breakthrough list, for example, to a game against somebody I never played before. You know? Um, and I wouldn't take it to a very, very um, heresy uh, narrative... Uh, thematic event. event. I wouldn't take it then either. So I, I totally get that because, you know, if people are taking, you know, big big infantry units, they're not going to do a great deal about them and it's not going to be a lot of fun. So I do kind of get that, but... I think it's not so much the fact that um, you know, that that is a problem. I think it's more about the the sort of sheer I don't know real venom that people have in terms of not liking armor. Um, I think that it's somehow <clears throat> front to the game, which I don't think is fair because there's I think a people, ton of vehicles in the books. I think people get a, a you develop a hatred of certain vehicles. Mm. <clears throat> so this, whoever the, the individual was that had a hard time with Scorpius is probably runs a lot of infantry and that's the one thing that the scorpius will eat through is armor three yeah exactly fun and giggles and it's you know people just develop a a a hatred of certain um certain tanks i think that's where it what i personally say is if the if people are concerned about the um the Scorpius being a, uh, a a big thing in the meta and really doing some damage. Uh, are they playing this game three years ago? Well, yeah. I mean, um, I think I, I think this also was reposted on the Heresy Heresy Aesthetic group. Oh yes, yeah, someone someone it was a it was a mix like take. a meme, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And I think I don't know, if that is the same news, I'm assuming it is. You know, it was it basically is. saying you know sort yourselves out. Um. <laughs> so you know, I think if you took I guess the question, I suppose, is, uh, is the fact that some people will get really angry if they take a 3,000-point list and there's some tanks they have to face, should they be expecting to, you know, balance their list out to deal with tanks? Now, I totally get that you're not going to want to go up against an entire wall of armour, right? And I have a tendency to put walls of armour in, which I'm absolutely willing to accept. But I do temper my armies depending on the person, particularly uh, in local games, you know, fun games and stuff like that. But you know, you would have thought that if you're going to an event, you know, where event lists can be one way or another, you should almost, unless it's an ensuring event, which gets rid of tanks completely, so you don't have to worry about it. Um, I still don't get understand why there is such a, a, a loathing, you know, really. It makes you feel, I'm imagining, Chris, you mm. may have got quite a lot of this, you know, with the same <clears> way that people were like bad-mouthing um, the custodies, you know, and that constant kind of, drive every time somebody has custodies that people are like on it saying you know you should never play them they're too powerful but i think if you're not if you're not catering to take out vehicles because i mean are you against all vehicles like dreadnoughts things like that i mean that's you know you've got to you've got to cater you know to, to be able to deal with that sort of thing and if you're not doing it then it's it, custodies are a bit different because <clears throat> they're 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 a tough infantry and they were you know there aren't many things that can take them yeah. one to one you know 
realistically I, you know I, I understand you know, I know my my army's issues um but you can you know you you can very easily get a squad that's not expensive that can take out a tank three four times yeah. its, its value exactly and that's the thing I mean you know uh, people have said you know vets with melter bombs yeah flank no bother 20 man assault squads with melter bombs again absolutely no bother they were just I mean, now multi bombing is, is is the thing exactly. again there are so many squads, you know, breaches, things like that. Javelins, assault squads, speeders, assault you know, squads with melter bombs. Yeah, so many. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to take out. I mean, That's yeah, an art. I mean, a whirlwind should be your least of your concerns. Yeah, I mean, I think even two of them. I mean, you know. I guess, you know, that's what it is. It's that people may want that, just that interaction of, of Marine against Marine rather than using tanks, which the games always had tanks in it. And, you know, yeah. the pictures have got tanks in them and vehicles and, you know, cool big stuff, which is what I kind of like. But Well, I mean, if people want to play a game of just infantry versus infantry, that's fine. Zone, oh, we, yeah. have Centur- we have Centurion mode. Zone Mortalis. Uh, developed by the fans. Yeah, Zone Mortalis. Yeah. Uh, and there is Scout Scout mode um or scout force uh, uh developed by uh the gw staff um if, i'm sure you can find the rules flat somewhere online mm. uh although that does allow some limited vehicles that there are there are ways and means of playing the game the way you want it to i think you just got to talk to your opponent what are they gonna put what are the, what do they want to play if they want to bring a game if they want to bring a, an all-out you know frontline game with uh with, with lots of with lots of tanks and etc then you know say you know if if you still yeah. want to play them uh knowing that then fine if you if you want to say to them no i just want a, a friendly infantry heavy game and they want to agree to that then fine you don't have to play them i agree i mean i if i'm playing somebody i say that my list will have contain tanks so make sure you bring something to do with tanks right yeah um because i'm gonna have a couple of tanks there, probably with most of my lists at some point i won't go crazy um i won't you know spam tanks I mean, Eight I Lehman quite, Rosses. It's a, just two points I would like to raise on that. A, it's against you. And, <laughs> <laughs> and B, I'm a the, terrible player. You're not as bad as you make. You know, you you make out you are. You you made a lot of very good tactical decisions in that last game. Um, the uh, the other thing was uh, that the solar, they aren't great. Infantry comparing infantry to infantry, the solar are rubbish compared to a space marine squad, as we proved quite successfully. Um, so you know, it's a bit more balanced. I didn't feel that having eight tanks made that army nah, as overbalanced against yours. If I'd had eight tanks, it was like fine, that and they were space marines with it, then I think that would have been a case to answer. Yeah, it was but fine, I, it was fine, but um, you're right, but I think it is it's about that sort of negotiation. But I still, I suppose, the thing is. From my point of view, it's like why, as that exists, as most people kind of play in that way, and, and most people make a responsible decision that's that it's a two-player game. Both people need to have a good time. I mean, I'm not going <clears> to take <throat> a list that's full of tanks, but I know that all you've got is tactical squads. Right? How many how many lists do you think we've had in far four, six, five, five, six events that we've had lists where there hasn't been a single vehicle in it? Probably less than a handful, and that's going. And that's going for what about ninety lists? I think roughly we had thirty, one. sixty. I think, I think we've had one. 
out of, just, out of yeah about 120 armies uh, and that was james curtis and his alpha legion yeah yeah but i, th- I, said, I just think it's you know we've had lists that have got i mean i've taken on a breakthrough too oh no I wait th- mate he had dreadnoughts yeah so okay. there's always something i mean everyone's got some sort of you know vehicle or another i don't know why you would have a an absolute think- hatred of yeah, it just struck me as odd that there were some yeah. people that, you know, if you put more than two tanks in your list, people think you're something <clears throat> and get. You know. And it, it just and it, uh, it kind of bugs me a bit, but I also from the other side of that coin, I take the point that you don't want to turn up with an armor breakthrough list when you're having a friendly game. If unless that person has got an art a knight list or something that's very, very good at taking out tanks. Or or you're playing one of your friends. Who, you know, they kind of know. I mean, Michael would Yeah, know. I mean, I, I would fully expect, you know, if we if you and I were going to play a game... Yes, you know, exactly. You're, you're going to do one of two things against me. You're going to baseline it and hope, yes. or you're going to armoured breakthrough and hope. Yes, but hope's usually a big factor in my yes. game playing, as we can tell. Anyway, I'll, I'll wrap that one up, but it was just a, just an observation, really, I suppose. That, no, no one's, you know, cheered when they've killed your tanks yet, so I wouldn't worry too much. That's true. Yeah. I guess you know, in terms of you know how bad things can get, I should only really <laughs> point back to that. So anyway, the other thing that came up, which we kind, which kind of answered actually rather um, handily, because uh, there's a particular group actually that does 30k rules queries, and uh, this came up in the game Michael and I had the other day, which was, does the Arcus when no. it's intercepting fire no. twice? No, I it said says that. in the thing. Shooting, shooting phase. phase exactly anyway <laughs> i don't know why this is such a thing because we had uh, we were asked it last march i think it was wasn't it someone asked us because the markers had just come out at that point and mm. we were asked the questions like when well, no, it says in the shooting phase then you do interceptor at the end of the movement phase not the start of the shooting phase you're right i suppose it was whether it's you know is there a, is it a gray area which it clearly isn't whether no. Uh, a shooting attack is, you know, the same you, as a shooting phase. No, it's, it's you, you do it. It specifies in the thing. You do it in the shooting phase. Agreed. And so, you do and you do your interceptor attack, interceptor attacks at the end of the movement phase. Correct. It's still the movement phase. I agree entirely. Because in theory, you would have a psychic phase, you know, somewhere in the middle there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's I'm glad that's cleared up for the next game. Um, <clears throat> indeed. <laughs> just saying who, who had the arcus on that game uh, <laughs> so minus uh, this, minus five points to that individual yeah so um this this i thought this was a heresy next level actually um uh, which is the vangarian heresy their their podcast their event which is uh gothcon the scouring of amara and uh oof, these dudes have put us to shame i've got to be honest with you no, we, didn't do own... we didn't do any swag, so let's be Well, honest. no, I mean, it's not swag per se. It's um, They've got, like, cards that you hand out, which I'm assuming like some sort of mission cards, but they're all, like, in heresy colours. Um, they've just got tons of stuff. They've got their own little rule book. It's just mental. I mean, it... Give me a minute. I've, I'm working on things. <laughs> I, I've, I've got ideas. It's, I've got ideas for 2020. Spectacularly good. I mean, they've, they've also got, which is sort of further down... Um, their own they've got their own kind of little rule section for a third faction which which i like this uh kind of um i don't know uh 
Bioshock slash Anne Rand quote, which was no gods or kings, only man, um, which is basically the kind of Black Shields faction in their little campaign thing. Um, it's got its own book and everything. So they've, you know, we, we thought we put a lot of effort in. Um, I'd like to go to one of their events in Sweden. It would be great to experience that, I think. So um, Freddie the Swede, which you know, Michael, I think that's his crowd that are doing that one, isn't it? Yes, yes. Evangelion Heresy is here. Yeah. 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 So um, looks looks excellent. Uh, this next one, which is a great figure, but it makes me sad seeing the base. Uh, this is, and I don't know what figure this is. So Sigismund. Sigismund's figure. Yeah. There's a lovely... If you want, if you want the the base, I can quite happily give you the base. Just so every time I see know. that base, it makes me cry. Is it so, not uh, Alex Pollux with the um flag? No. The flag. No, uh, no, it's the um Sakaran, the front part of the Sakaran. Oh, uh, right. Pollux, yeah, Pollux has the Iron Iron Warriors base. So none of them are good for you, actually, Graham. <laughs> thinking about it. Uh, yeah, Pollux has the Iron Warrior flag, uh, but uh, yes, Sigismund is standing on the ruin of a. Uh, Sakaran. It looks like a Sakaran, doesn't it? Um, and yeah, it, it, it is. This it, one in particular definitely is. <laughs> was painted by Iron Cobra Painting, and it looks it's a lovely painted figure. Like I've got to say, mine, mine, is, mine is currently with Mr. Smith. Is it? Yes. Show him that. No, I'll let him just do to it. cheer him up. I'll, yeah, no, he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll do a great job. Uh, but yeah, mine's currently out at. Out at farm. That Netflix subscription's paying dividends every time. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, that I thought it was a lovely figure, actually. I've got to be honest with you, and I, that does look really good. The base is spectacular, even though it makes me cry. It's uh, Sakaran getting crunched. Uh, there's also uh, Robbing, again, uh, that font of knowledge, but a nice thing up on the Imperial Truth about colour theory. And for all you aspiring painters and n- not quite sure what colours go with what, which I often place when getting dressed in the morning. But uh, it was it was quite cool. And there's a little sort of chart thing on there, which is quite easy to understand. So that was I thought that was good. Um, uh, also, what else have I got here? Uh, well, your last thing is the link doesn't work anymore. OK, yes, I think that was problematic, actually. So yeah, I think it was for Gino 52. There was a video of their event. Um, and the armies are on display there. They looked really, really nice, I've got to say. So well done, communities. Was that not Scribes of War? Oh, was it Scribes of War? It was on the Geno 5.2 page. It may have been to another event, of course. So, yeah. But anyway, whatever it was, they had a kind of like a run through of the armies and they all looked really, really nice. So good stuff. So that was the thing. Yeah, that, it's, it's still there. I think you just have to be in the group. Uh, okay. So, yeah, it's great from the warp. Right, that's what it is. So um, that was that was the things that p- piqued my interest over the month. Nice. So uh, what we'll do now is we've uh, you know there was a bit of a hobby. Hobby advice uh, requested, so um, I thought um, we could give our methods for dealing with this particular uh, thing is leather, painting okay. leather. So um, yeah, so I got asked how I did it, um, and uh, <laughs> and then the chat was sort of like, "Do you know of any other schemes?" And I was like, "Well, <laughs> there are other schemes." So. I so thought what's, we should... what's your scheme? Because it's going to be infinitely more complicated than mine. 
uh, my scheme is based with uh, Steel Legion Drab, uh, Wash with Agrax Surfshade, and then Highlight with Rakar Flesh. See, <clears throat> when I've done my leathers in the past, I've used Doom Ball Brown. Yes, exactly. As my as my base. Yes. Mm. And then uh, what is it? Seraphim Sepia. Yeah. Okay. Just that a little. Uh, I've put that over the top. Just I to usually a, use Agrax as a shade, but I do find <clears> there are certain colors. The thing with the Agrax, is it, it just yeah, it it makes it too dark. Okay. The thing I think with the Agrax and <clears throat> brown leather's not, and until it gets, it depends what you're looking for really. That's, that's the thing. But I think if you, yeah. like, if you do brown leather, it kind of goes into the background. Whereas if you do it that kind of slightly redder, which is that yeah. sort of doom brown, doom ball, doom ball color, is, does give it a bit of highlight. But um, I've got to be honest with you, that's probably about as complicated as my leathers get, which is ironic really, because there's actually quite a lot of those bits of sort of material on quite a lot of figures, isn't there? You know, for you know, um, especially for, for solar and stuff. Like and that. stuff. Yeah. So I should probably get a better version. So, so that that was your version. Have you heard of any others, Michael? Um, I'm just trying to think. There was a there was a scheme that I used a few years ago. Um, I'm just trying to. I've, I've got I've got it listed here somewhere. Um, da, 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 da. I've got I've got anything here. Uh, leather. I did I did some green leather um for a while which was and i've wow it's been a while since i used this scheme because it's still the old still the old colors uh so i did a base coat of dark angels green um followed by snot green um leaving dark angels green visible in recesses and then a highlight of goblin green okay so i I can't remember what those colors are in the modern uh you know scheme but that, that was a, a a green scheme I tried. Okay, I've always quite liked um, that kind of oxblood leather colour, um, which I think is what the Doom yeah. Doom Bolt's quite quite like, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. But there's a there is a scheme. Uh, there are two schemes really on uh, Games Workshops uh, Warhammer TV, and I have yeah. a I'll put them in the show notes as well. Well, one of them is for uh, the the leather cloak of a Primaris Chaplain, but you know. Okay. You know, transfer. So yeah, so you like the ox blood? Yeah, that was that's that's what I try and go for, which I think the Doom Bolt that's get quite close to, a kind of more ready um, than just a sort of plain brown leather. Yeah, that would be my my choice. But uh, I suppose if you just go and look at any sofa uh, selling <clears throat> place, yeah. there's lots of different colours of leather there. So maybe take some inspiration from that. Definitely, definitely. I think with leather, it's a uh, you know, there's not that many bad ways of doing it yeah agreed no, it's just getting that um <clears throat> that worn look to it i think that's the thing isn't it yeah it's giving it that giving it that sort of texture of looking a bit bit aged gotcha okay yeah, i mean uh, you could obviously do black leather which is a little bit you know simpler it's, but it's hard to tell black leather from you know carbon fiber that's the problem isn't it whereas you yes know, it's to make it look like it is actually um, a leather material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's okay. why I went for the for the Steel Legion drab. Yeah, yeah. Just give it a highlight. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So what we'll do now is we're gonna move on. And what are we talking about next, guys? 
Um, books. All the just yeah, the, the upcoming books which we can rattle through probably fairly rapidly. All right, upcoming books. We've got uh, three upcoming books that we know of. Um, we have The Solar War, which should oh, be... Oh, that's out Sunday. Wednesday. Saturday. Up, up for pre-order by the time this episode is out, 11th of May. That's the mass market edition. Uh, well, I say mass market, but, you know, the hardback. Not, not, the, the, hardback. not the fancy. That, that might be ordered nope. on Saturday. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be ordering the audiobook of this. I've got, a, I'm saving a credit on Audible for it. Um, then we've I got. I spent mine on War of the Worlds. So I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> uh, then we've got Angron, Slave of Nuceria, on the 18th of May. So that's a week later. Uh, that's the Primarchs book, the non-limited edition version. And then finally, the non-limited edition version of Conrad Kurz, The Night Haunter, on the 3rd of August. And that's the book. So. Yeah. Oh, that's a quick. <laughs> that's Graham's favourite book section say, ever. Well, no, yeah. normally I can have a little. Twenty, put my feet 20, up. 20, 26 shows in, we've finally done one you can get on board with. <laughs> yeah, I can usually oh. put my feet up, have a little snooze, uh, and come back free refresh. But now we're done in fifty-five seconds. Well, absolutely. Well, we'll get a we'll get a review of the Solar War in next episode. So yeah, I, I I will buy that, and for the next episode, make sure that's read because I've got a four-hour train journey. To Nottingham to, to to enjoy that as well. So yes, perfect for it. Okay, <laughs> awesome. Uh, right, so we'll move on to our lists for Frona Skulls doubles. Oh yes. no! Oh no! <laughs> yes. Let's some friends. Yeah, I was going to say exactly what I was going to say. So here we are now in two weeks' time, by the time the show goes out, we'll be heading to Nottingham mm. to attend the Throne of Skulls doubles event. Dun, dun, dun. So we, m- myself and Graham have teamed up. Uh, so looking forward to it. Mills, so Mills cool. Brothers uh, uh, team up. Mm. And Michael has teamed up with David Simpson, mm. uh, yeah. a friend of, the, friend of the show. And... They're going to be causing all sorts of merry hell with my <laughs> death watch and uh, death guard. Sorry, I do apologize. Mm. Uh, so let's go through our uh, our list and, and let people know what they can expect from the particular <laughs> particular the, team. The ever friendly. The, the ever friendly. Uh, uh, Empire based gaming team that is Edge not now, not on want, this occasion. Yes. Just want to kind of put a little bit of context before we go into this. Just this really is an apology, if I'm honest with you, just in a few more words than normal. So when we had this on our bucket list of things we wanted to do, which was to go to a um, games workshop event for Heresy and see what it was like, because we'd never been to one. And the Throne of Skulls came up and the opportunity to play as a team together was just too good to miss, really. I think the problem is, based on feedback that we've had from other people, uh, the lists there are what people my impression is they're going to be really tough and uh, I, I think that there was people that we've spoken to they sort of hinted that that is probably the case yeah um so just to give you an idea when actually interestingly enough particularly when we get to my list when we're talking <laughs> about Harvard breakthrough earlier 
this is the sort of time when I'd bring it on the breakthrough list. I wouldn't normally bring this kind of list. So apology over. Uh, please <laughs> click on so, the link that will take us to your list, Chris. Your first out the box. So my uh, list, I am taking my Mechanicum. Mm. And they are just a normal Tagmata list. So I have got a, a Magus Dominus with an Augury scanner, uh, and might have to make a slight alteration because that's kind of ten points more expensive for some reason. Uh, let me just quickly—he's going to have a rotor cannon. I, I'm sorry to disturb you there, but um, I just got on the news a lot on my phone. Uh, Chelsea and Arsenal are in the final of the UEFA League. So it's going to be the UEFA League and Champions, uh, Champions League. League, all English Premier League clubs. Mm. Nice. Cool. Okay, back to heresy. What matters? Sports <laughs> <laughs> oh, out there. Wonderful. Yeah, um, right, so Major Dominus, Augury Scanner, Laz Pistol, Rote Cannon. Uh, he... he will he will be modelled with a few other bits and pieces going on, none of which will be doing anything. Is that the MK904? Yeah, that's the... Uh, yeah. The, 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 the Mark II uh, GU025, where his name Does is. he have, as war gear, does he come with a... Uh, does he have the Battlesmith rule and a servo arm? Uh, he has the Battlesmith rule, I think. Let me just quickly click on him momentarily. He has a Cortex controller. Uh, he has Battlesmith, Cyber Theology, Feel No Pain, and Patris Cybernetica. Because oh, right. he can repair my tanks, just saying. Oh. <laughs> well, Charlie, Charlie Good, lucky him. Because we are sworn brothers, not only in real life. <coughs> in, in real life, absolutely. Mechanicum and Iron Warriors on the Allies table are yep. sworn brothers. Well, so. There we are. See, it was it was meant to be. Fate. Fated. Melting this army down afterwards. <laughs> uh, uh, so and then for my two troop choices, I am taking... Uh, five, two squads of five thalanx uh, with heavy chain blades, nice. uh, melter bombs, and a photon thruster in each of the units. Okay. I can remember what a photon thruster does. That always helps. It's got plas- phased plasma fusel here, but yes, yeah. uh, for some reason my battle scribe because I think I'm making changes to it. Okay. Um, it's to so my Dropbox has changed. Okay. So, so anyway, we've we've discussed these on our in-depth review of the um, Mechanicum, and these guys are pretty damn handy, aren't they? Three wounds, three up save, five up in one, yeah. doing a pain. Yeah. They've got a lot of good things going on. Ah, there we are. Right, I found the right. I'll go for the one that I sent earlier. Okay. So actually, it's four thalanx with melter bombs, phase plasma fusels, mm. uh, two squads of those exactly identical. With melter bombs as well. With melter bombs, yeah, that's the, the nice. Keep it. Uh, two Castellacs. Uh, oh, I'm hated units. Yeah, no. Absolutely. Uh, enhanced targeting arrays, so they'll be skill five, uh, minus one to opponent cover saves. Very cool. Uh, and they both have dart fire cannons. Lovely. The Major Dominus also has an augury scanner. Yes. Just, just saying. Just saying, deep-stocking Leviathans. Just, yeah, and if you're any, any nonsense, uh, yeah. that would be... You'll be getting a face a, full of dark yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just having a <laughs> strength strong hard... Strength 12 Lance, isn't it? Strength, sorry, strength uh, 7 strength, Lance. Strength 7 Lance, yeah. Yeah, AP2, so good to get two shots as well. Hitting on twos. Even Terminator squads deep-striking nearby is going to be in trouble. Just, just, to, just, you know, 
just there hanging out chilling yeah a little little teaser probably, probably not gonna be doing a lot more uh four Ursarax all with power fists nice now these are the jet pack these ones, are the jump, yeah, pack, jump, jump pack jump pack jump guys pack. yeah two power move. fists uh two power fists apiece blimey these they're, guys they're low initiative but they uh, can do a, another attack as well uh, okay. when they do let me just quickly remember what else it's all a bit because they're like the close combat trying to take fun, it on. yeah these they can do um uh for some reason my battle scribe's gone absolutely mental on my ipad Lost half the things I wanted to have. Uh, so then the last unit is my Krios. Lovely. Uh, and that is going to be rocking for strength nine, AP two, ordnance for pinning shots. That is a great tank. <clears throat> it has a so it's armor thirteen. Has a flare shield as well. Uh, it can re-roll fail dangerous terrain tests. It looks like something you'd buy in an adult store, but it's a great tank. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Um, um, flare shield, armor 13, um, fast yeah. as well, I believe. So Yes, it really, is. Really so it's going to get about, but yeah, so that's going to be checking out. It's 36 inches, so it's not going to do a yeah. lot of, uh, you know, if someone's backlining us, yeah, yeah. We, but... We are going to be slightly vulnerable to that because we have fairly short range stuff. Thirty six is yeah. our kind of our, our our sweet spot. That's 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 the money, isn't it? That's <laughs> the, the money. money. That's the money shot. Just getting that thirty six line. Yeah, we'll have them yeah. little markers out on the. Uh, oh yeah, little flags. Yeah, little yeah. flags. Uh, <laughs> put out on the battlefield just so we know yeah. in thirty six inches. That's right, fire now, everything. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and that's so yes, I take my arm start and yes, obviously they'll be going as traitors <clears throat> lovely so uh, yes to accompany that awesome list of awesomeness um we've got my iron warriors and i've gone for a armor breakthrough which i'm sure will be surprised to absolutely nobody uh so i have got a master of armor uh with the sakaran battle tank um so the master armor is a good upgrade for this because it gives him plus one his ballistic skill um He's got accelerator or cannon, which we know is a very good gun. Um, six shots, strength seven, AP three, four, rending, something like that. Anyway, haven't used it for a long time, but it's a good gun and particularly good against um, jinking opponents because they can't. Um, so very good against your uh, bikes, speeders, javelins, all of that nonsense that I generally does me head in. They're good against it. Uh, Dozer Blade because I roll an awful lot of ones. Armor Ceramite is my HQ and I want to try and keep him alive. Uh, and I've got Laz Cannon sponsors on him. So they're 48 in range for all of those guns. And of course, uh, by default, they'll come shrapnel bolts because they're Iron Warriors. In the troop section, I have got no guys on foot at all, uh, which again probably comes as no surprise. So I've got four Predators, uh, all armed exactly the same. So actually, you know, one of them is slightly different. Uh, all of them have got auto cannon, which is an underrated gun. Uh, four shot strength seven AP four, um, good for long range engagements with lightly armoured stuff, um, but also volume of fire is quite good. And I've also given them heavy bolter sponsons, so they will be chucking out a fair few shots. Um, there's four of those, which is basically my scoring units. They're obviously going to be fast as well because of the um, right of war. Um, and one of them, they've all got dozer blades, um, which is lovely. Um, 
so that my rolling of ones, because uh, those guys are going to need to kind of push on forward uh, when the time is right to get on top of objectives. Uh, and then finally, obviously no fast attack because it's a list that I've put together. Uh, no elites, which is also probably because it's a list that I put together. And in the heavy support section, yeah. So I've got, uh, <laughs> I guess, kind of got away from me really. Uh, so I've got a Medusa siege gun, so a singular one. I don't think it's a good idea to take them in more than ones because of the way that the scatter works. Um, so a good unit, indirect fire, although it's only 36 inch ranges again, which is a kind of sweet spot. Uh, but it doesn't mean I can kind of stick it behind something that blocks line of sight and can, can shoot over. But bear in mind, I've got nothing with a nuncio box or anything like that. So if it scatters, it scatters. Um, it's a good unit also as a bit of a worry for Terminator squads. Um, your fire drakes, even though they're going to get a three plus invon, because um, they're going to double out most things uh, with a template. Also, custodies worry about them because we can double out custodies with the toughness yeah. five. So a good deterrent, deterrent unit. Uh, and then my final two units. Don't 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 write in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a two arcuses, right? As Michael said. Who would take two arcuses? Oh, that would be me. Um, that guy. I'll be that guy today. So, Dozer Blade on one of them, Heavy Bolt Sponsons, Shrapnel Bolts, and this is our kind of anti-aircraft as well, because we think there's going to be a fair few flyers, so I've given them Sky Spear Warheads. Yeah. The second one doesn't have any um, Sponsons, so it's just got its front um, Heavy Bolter and its uh, Arcus Launcher, which again, Sky Spear Warheads on that, so... Those Sky Spear Warheads are good, not just for flyers, but for uh, outflanking javelins. Because um, I can fire those with Interceptor at full ballistic skill, because Skyfire means you can shoot at skimmers at your full ballistic skill. Yeah. So if anything's going to try and come on the sides skimmer-wise, we'll be able to shoot it as well, which would be great, because they usually cause us all sorts of bother. And that, my friends, is that. So I just... It's, it's, it's nasty. I've just realised also. So my major storm list, I may have told a smaller. He has road can. He also has a machinator array. Yes. So that keeps him. Which it doesn't have on my iPad version, but does have on my phone version. Stupid right. Dropbox. So the machinator array is pretty tasty because it gives me plus two to my battlesmith rolls. Cool. So those tanks are getting prepared on threes. Getting prepared on threes. Uh, plus one toughness to the dude and comes with a, a flamer and inferno pistol. Yes. And yeah, it's the like Magnator Ray. Yeah. Uh, which is really shred armor yeah. bang. It's, yeah. Yeah, it gives you a kind of like a stabby attack. Yeah, so he'll be, yeah. It's, I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's purely there just to do the job that we've said about is getting that plus two mm. if, if required to wander over and tinker yeah. with an Arcus. Yeah, yeah, an Arcus. Uh, repaired if, if required because you can also put um can't you put uh wounds back on um robots as well they're monstrous creatures yeah uh, uh, right. so right. i don't think it necessarily applies to them i'm sure okay i have, to, right. have to double check double check i cut yeah. it's i can't off the top of my head on that i'm one, sure but. that if it's got a, i'm sure there's something in the mechanic yeah it'll be in the battlesmith rules and all does he get that um, cyber lurgy thing you know, where you can yeah, fire has, twice as well? So. Uh, yeah, he has cyber theater, so I can use the yeah, yeah the yeah, shoot the, twice if you potentially yeah, yeah if I get that. 
so that's us. I think that's super strong list, if I'm honest with you. I wouldn't necessarily want to go against that um, in any game. <clears throat> it wasn't a very, you know, reasonably competitive one, let's put it that way. We're, we're, yeah, and I'm not expecting us to be popular. No. I'm not, <laughs> not expecting us to get a whole lot of more listeners after this event. No, me neither. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think... Oh, yeah, uh, you and I will become sort of like the ones that people whisper about in the bar. Yeah, you're not wrong. They're gonna don't, be, they're worry, gonna uh, don't worry, I've got a couple of Imperial Truth t-shirts for you to wear. Oh, oh crap, that's a great idea. I know we, I know we'll get, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, who do you want to be? Do you want to be Greg or do you want to yeah, be... Well, we could just yeah. wear our, our um, Mexican wrestler masks. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody uh, would know. Actually, do we work out who was going to order those? Because I know we talked about I don't it think, I think we'll have to order them. I'll... Um, uh, I'll get them done. Okay, because we, we found some, didn't we? Earlier, we we the conversation came up again, and we have uh, I, I haven't shared with Michael the particular image of the mask. I, I thought we, you know, mm. I might do it in a minute for for Bordeaux Imperial. Bordeaux El Imperial. Bordeaux El Imperial. The uh, the, the Mexican tag team that yes. we will become. Our franchise podcast. Yes. Very popular in Mexico and surrounding Latin America. And, but they, those guys, they play with Armored Breakthrough. They, no they, they play hard. They play yeah. Armored Breakthrough and <laughs> three Shield Captain uh, Custodies lists. <laughs> oh, and with the old rules, with the first set of rules. Oh, yes, the, the re-rolling in they're two the, runs. They're the pure, you know, they're playing it pure. <laughs> on, so, on, on, on tables made of shattered glass. Yes, and the tears of their enemies is what yeah. they drink. So um, that will be, we will let you know how Bordeaux El Imperiato uh, does in the. Um, no. I'm, I'm, I think we'll be okay. Like I said, we we are going to try and counter our lists of evil with our boyish charm and wit and good humour. Yes. So, what's the, what's the other the, the other side of the t- the the table bringing, Mister B? What horrors? Oh, what horrors await? Obviously, I will go through David's as well, but I'll, I'll run through mine first. So it's Death Guard, um, as you can well imagine, um, that being my current flavor of the month. Mm. Um, and it literally is flavor of the month with you. Yes, and I've got a um, uh, I've got a Delegatus as my uh, as my uh, Salt HQ, and he has uh, um, a uh, he's in Tartarus armor. Um, he's got a Power Scythe. And a combi flamer uh, with chem munitions. Um, so, you know, give him shred on that one flamer shot. Mm. Um, he's got um, a, um, what you call it, a death shroud um, bodyguard unit uh, for four death shroud. Um, and uh, they're in a land raider Phobos. Um, no armor mm. ceremonies on that. So, uh, mm. so they'll all be a. Uh, going along together to uh, have nice. fun. Um, then in my troop section, now I'm taking the reaping right of war. So my, uh, tr- so I've got a heavy support squad uh, in my, uh, in my, in my, uh, for first uh, troop choice. And that has, oh, how many guys has it got in here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight uh, Marines with heavy flamers and chem munitions. The sergeant has artificer armor and rag grenades. Nice. Then we've got two tactical squads, uh, almost identical. 
Um, they're both in a Rhino. Um, they've both got 10 Marines, obviously 10 Marines. Um, their additional chainsaw and combat weapon, a Vexelia. Um, and the sergeant in both squads has Artificer Armor, Melter Bombs, uh, nice. Rag Grenades, and one has a Power Scythe and one has a Lightning Claw. Very good. And then um, that's it. That's it. Crikey, that twelve fifty went quick. It did. Yeah, well, you got put a Land Raider in there. Yes, of course. And I suppose the heavy support squad is probably not too cheap, but I don't know if heavy flame is a massively expensive. Uh, they're, they're free as an upgrade. But wow. Um, the crack is to not. Um, to, is is I'm putting together the troops that are going to claim the objectives. Uh, because when you see David's list, which I'll read in a second, um, you'll see why troops. Uh, um, yes is it going to be important yeah. for that army? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who can claim objectives is going to be important so uh for uh mr simpson's list um he has uh questorus knights is this, uh, is this, doesn't he have to have two troop choices or am i just being an, he yeah, does he's have got, two troop choices yeah he's got a, a stress oh, knight. Knight. Sorry. So he has uh, a hq as a seneschal and it's a serastus knight lancer um his sire his troops Which he's got two scion marshals which one's uh, the one, Knight Lancer? Is that the guy with the, with big, the um, big Lance and the Shield? Big Lance clue, and the Shield. Right, clue the is in the title. You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> Scion Marshal. Uh, first Scion Marshal is Serastus Knight Castigator. Uh, that's the one with the that's big the sword. That's the one with the sword, Graham. Yeah, the Volkite sword and the big... Uh, is it Avenger Bolt Cannon or something? Mm. It's some sort of Gatling Cannon type thing. Big yeah. thing. Um, and then his other Scion Marshal is a Questorus Knight Warden. Um, uh, with twin Icarus autocannons, uh, so that's providing our anti-air. Yes, and that's it. So he's got three units. Crikey! That's, 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 you, you guys do not have a lot on the board. That's going to be. I'll tell you what, you guys, your setup will be really fast. <laughs> <laughs> your movement phase is going to be brilliant. It is. Wow. Well, when when we're both standing at the top table, leaning over the, our respective armies. I'm not sure which way it's going to go. No, neither am I. That Knight Lancer looks looks great. What does that gun do? Gun? On the Knight Lancer. No, the light. Uh, sorry, the Castigator. Uh, I can't remember. No, um, but it's not very good against you, vehicles. Can you chat amongst uh, yourselves for a second? I'll see if I can. Got, oh, it looks like a Vulcan. It does look like a Vulcan Megabolter. You know, something like that. It's got a. Um, it's got yeah. the, the sword, uh, though, is uh, just Volkite. Okay, that's just a strength 10, though, isn't it? Because it's knight's yeah. strength 10, and it's going to be AP2. So that's quite a cool figure, that. But it's, it's it, cool. the castigator is not good against vehicles. Right, okay, got you. But but if that is a Vulcan Megabolter, which is, is that like 20 shots AP3? I'm pretty sure it's not a Vulcan Megabolter. All right. Um, but it is pretty good. Um okay. I'll have to look up the list. I'll have to look up the, the, the rules. Uh, for or is Chris looking up the rules? I'm, I'm trying to, but me and uh, thingy are not playing ball. I'll, I've got my book here. Uh, I'll just open it up. Um, bah, 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 bah. It's in the Crusade Imperialis book, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Crusade Imperialis, table of contents. Uh, Questorus Knight, Castigator. Yeah. Here we go. Um... The Castigator's weapon is a Castigator pattern bolt cannon, 36-inch range, strength 7, AP3, heavy 8. Okay. It's not too bad, then. 
Oh, yeah, it's going to absolutely knacker uh, infantry. True, and I suppose you're not talking about, you know, huge amount of scores. And then, and then the, you've got the uh, the Knight Warden, which is a which is a, one of my, I think one of the, a good Knight combo, which is the Gatling Cannon, which is, again, I think AP3, and a fair few shots. And the Knight Warden's the new one, isn't it? The, 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 the Warden has the... Um, has uh the warden that's got the gatling cannon gatling cannon yeah and a and a close combat weapon so it's an old it's one of the old oh, ones. oh okay i'm thinking of whatever the new yeah uh big thing is that gw okay. did plastic for 40k oh, that's good, oh the 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 um ca- castellan that's what i was yeah that's yeah. what i had in mind yeah oh, yeah so i we, we, none of us are messing about are we i mean that's yeah, no, that's. Uh, I mean, I suppose with a twelve fifty list, three knights, it's going to be hard to deal with. Um, not impossible though. I mean, I, I think that's that's fair. And I think you've got a reasonable balance, which is you know, David looks like he's going to have to be um, moving those guys forward to get the best out of them. They have to be dealt with, which should leave you open to, you know, pick up objectives or to you know get that heavy support squad out of its rhino and start melting people. Yeah, exactly. So. So I suppose yeah. the concern is in a 1250 list, if you were paying sort of a horrible, I mean, a horrible Mechanicum list, you would take a lot of those uh, cheap haywires. Yeah. Oh, no, the other ones, the um, the Securitari. Yeah. The, yes. The Hoplites. A whole lot, you know, oh. you, you could take a whole load of them and really ruin some days. You could ruin our day very much oh, yeah. and very quickly. Um, no, because I'll just throw units at them and... Well, I suppose the thing is... I what said, I say units, like I've got more than three. <laughs> I mean, normally people chuck them in an uh, Arcus or they... Not an Arcus. Uh, Arcus termite. Lighter, or a Termite, like you say. Termite, jack-in-the-box out, 20, you know, 10 or 20 shots at Haywire. They're just going to murder anything that's in front of them. Um, but having said that, you know, we have got some... Um, we've got the Interceptor potentially from your Augury Scanner and... If I'm about to get shot by them, then I would probably use the um, Snapfire, the uh, Arcuses at them. Yeah, I, th- I think we can. Between us, we've covered. Uh, we've covered a lot of bases. I think we're going to yeah. get absolutely minced by twenty-man assault squads with multiple. Oh yeah, they're, they're going to absolutely. Because I don't think I don't think we can. We've got enough to hold them back. To be honest with you, we might get one turn of shooting, but we're not going to, you know, kill twenty Marines in a in a turn. I don't no. think. No. no. And um, it's just going to be next to once once somebody's up in our grill, we've, we've it's pretty much game over. So I can imagine we'd be doing quite a lot of baselining um, and hoping to shoot people before they kill us, and then try and drive forward towards the end. I guess. I think I think my hope is that uh, is that uh, David causes enough of a distraction, yeah, um, that my guys can um, just concentrate on claiming objectives and. Uh, you know, being left alone, hopefully, being oh, seen yeah. as insignificant and not a threat. I, I mean, you're going to have to deal with those knights. You can't leave them, particularly if they come tearing de- at you. And I expect that's probably what um, you know the plan would be. Because they, I mean, they're four plus invons as well. And I think doesn't the knight lance get even better in invon because of that shield? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's is it three plus? Could be. I don't know what the I can't remember what the Sentinel gives as well because that Sessional and Knight Marshal they they all give special rules as well, don't they? Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, it's going to be a challenge, but I think it was going to be a, a good one. Like I said, I hope we haven't oh, completely misjudged this event. <laughs> yeah, honest with you. Uh, so the Iron Gauntlet Shield on the Lancer, five plus invulnerable save against close combat attacks. Right, because normally they only get the four plus against shooting attacks, don't they? Uh, and uh, and forces close combat attacks by other super heavy walkers and gargantuan monstrous creatures to suffer minus one to hit. Okay. Okay. Uh, yes. Cool. That's the lance is D strength in combat AP two. Yeah. And it does a shooting attack eighteen inches strength seven AP two heavy six. So that's no slouch. No, that's no slouch. Okay. Cool. Good stuff. So anyway, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I just hope we haven't completely misjudged it. Um, I'm sure I, people will be <clears throat> more than happy to point that out to us. I, I think we'll we'll be somewhere in the middle. And um, you know, we're not having to submit lists. So if we find that you know we're we're unpopular, <laughs> we, we could just, we, we just we leave can, something out, couldn't we? We can just tweak leave. things and. I mean, I don't okay. think we can actually change our lists around, but we could. No, you can't. Leave. You can't change your lists. But we could just leave a, a unit on the off the table yeah. or something. But I don't think it's going to get to that. To no, I think uh, I imagine there's going to be plenty of people that are taking it much more seriously than we are, and plenty of people that are taking it less seriously we, than we are. Yes, and we'll and there's people find ourselves in the middle. A lot better players than us as well. So. Well, yeah, because I mean, <laughs> you and I will resort to bickering within about thirty-five seconds. I mean, if, if, it's not going to take much to, to, to shatter that fragile alliance, no. let's be honest. No, exactly. I mean, it, it, give me one turn and I'll be using my dark lances and dark fire lances on you. Yeah, just a little, little, just little knock on the back. See, see yes. your Arcus. Yeah, well, let's clear that off. <laughs> it was just instinct instinct would take over. You wouldn't be able to help yourself. I, I, I you know, my Iron War, I, I Imperial Fist programming would just go, <laughs> no, no, it's in front of me. It has yes. to die. So, I mean, it'd be good because, like, as we mentioned previously, this is the first time that we would play as a team, which is going to be crazy. Okay, okay. so okay. shall yes. we move on to uh, the new units from book six? Yes. Yes, let's go to the yeah. book eight. Book okay. eight, okay. yes, that's right. Okay, yeah, about new, book six earlier. Book six, yeah. yeah. All right, guys, um, we're going to now take a quick look at some of the new cop. Well, the new U- Space Marine entries for uh, from book eight um, and the single uh, custodies new entry. Um, but this is just a brief overview. Uh, it's not anything in depth. I mean, there are other podcasts who are going to be doing a massive, great big, uh, you know, in-depth look at this. And, uh, you know, to be honest, they're probably going to do the job way better than we could. So why yeah. not go give them a listen mm-hmm. instead? uh so we thought we'd just give a quick overview so um right so i'll start off with uh we got the new consoles um so we start with uh the warmonger Mm. uh so this is a new up-and-coming captain who wants to be the first to lead uh waves of assault uh and he lies in rank about halfway between a centurion and a praetor so for 45 points you get yourself deep strike for them and the squad they join and they come with an iron halo and digital lasers which no other centurion can take uh, well, no, no other console can take 
So uh, great for um, Terminators. So you can now mm. strike your Terminators right into the heart of combat, just like you know playing 40k. You know, so and uh, obviously I think uh, Iron Circle and uh, you know back. Uh, are going to benefit greatly from this yeah i can see this being a quite a common thing i think there's gonna be lots of things lots of units that previously you couldn't use that you'll suddenly start being deep struck in um that usually suffered from the fact that they got shot to death before they got close now to be fair the august gather is a, the one of the greatest counters for that ever known yeah. but the the, the point <clears> remains <throat> that you know deep striking in a squad of uh salamander fire drakes for example a 10 man squad of them i mean they're hard work because usually you they people bring them across in the spartan but that's 300 points with the spartan now you can kind of do the same thing okay albeit you can't assault on the first turn or the second turn the first turn they come down but you know you could get them in your back line and if you have those bad boys running around with their three plus inbonds and thunder hammers uh oof, it's gonna really hurt so just be interested what people what combinations of things people come up with to deep strike that you couldn't do previously I'm trying to think. There's a way of deep striking um, Castellax. No, I don't, I don't think there is. Because hmm. you have to join that unit, and you can only join yeah. that unit if you're a Previan, can't you? Yeah. Previan or whatever. Or so, the yeah. Master of the Forge. Right. I wonder if um, many Imperial Fist players are going to take him, purely because we've got Pollux who can do a similar but slightly better thing. Yep. And also we have the availability of ter- teleportation transponders. Right, which yeah, so, so well, Terminators the can take them, uh, Terminator armored and his characters can take them. Mm-hmm. So we've got that deep strike ability anyway, and gotcha. Pollux can do it to a unit type. So he could do it to to tactical squads, for instance, and it would be all tactical squads rather than a squad that he has to join. Got him. Mm. So, he, well, so I wonder. I wonder if, if for fists players. There's probably a slightly better alternative that's not massively more expensive, considering it has a mastercrafted power fist and a storm shield. Well, depending on your legion, it. You oh know, yeah, there are there are certainly plenty of other legions that need him, but I'm just for just because obviously I'm, from from my particular legion's point of view. Mm. Here's a question: the allies matrix. This is where it's going to become a bit gnarly. If people are going to try and do things with him, I think that you can't do automatically or, or doesn't automatically. So the Allies Matrix says that the talents of the Emperor, do they do they just treat Legion of Astartes as not sworn brothers, do they? They're, they don't they're, have that kind of relationship. They're not battle, yeah, they're, they're not battle brothers. You can't yeah. intermingle them. Because I was I once dreamed of running Valdor, Dorb, and Sigismund. That's right. As, as a unit. Cool. The unholy just, trinity. <clears throat> Because I'm a monster. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it can't be done. Yes. I'm Probably to avoid running yes. Dawn out or Because <laughs> I was just thinking, because oh, you joined a warmonger to a set of custodians, but you can't because that, they're not sworn brothers. Yeah, that, so it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so uh, what about the next one then, Chris? So we have the Armistos. Is that how we're pronouncing it? So he's the heavy weapon specialist character that comes with void-hardened armour a augury scanner and a mastercrafted heavy bolter, which you can swap for a mastercrafted Volkite Culverin. Uh, he's 20 points. He, well, it's 20 points extra. Uh, he can't take a jet pipe, jump pack, bike, or Terminator armor, but he does give one heavy support squad carrying the same weapon as him mastercrafted, and he's also stubborn. 
does he have to join that unit? Or is it just uh, he loiters around? I think I can't he doesn't remember. He, he doesn't grant them something. Yeah. He gives them Mastercraft, but I don't know if he has to join the unit. Good question. Let me just double check. So, was... so for 20 points, that's not a bad upgrade, you know? No, so I mean, you, for, for, if, for, if you're uh, in a Volkite, Volkite Colburn squad, um, heavy uh, support squad. The okay. biggest downside to him, the biggest yeah. downside to him, in my opinion, is the increased bookkeeping that you're going to have to do with him. Because you're going to have to do uh, each individual um, heavy supports uh, squad member at a time, their weapon firing. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, um, I guess you're right, because they can only re-roll one of those dice, can't yeah. they? Yeah. There is that. Yeah. But there for, is that. for Fists players and Iron Warriors players, he's a pretty cool character to take. I don't yes. know whether... See, the thing is, I don't think he would be... He wouldn't transfer that ability onto Iron Havocs. No, I wouldn't transfer it to Iron no. Havocs. Oh, uh, yeah. Because Iron Havocs aren't, aren't the heavy... heavy squads. Yeah. That's true. So he's good for Fist players, because yep. we, with Heavy Bolters, we're political five anyway. Yep. Uh, so, and he's and get tank hunter as well, don't you? Your, your guys yeah. automatic. So he's going to be causing all sorts of bother with heavy bolters. I mean, if you need a centurion and he's only twenty points upgrade, it's not bad. I mean, you give him all his scanner, that's five points anyway. Though, so he's, he's not a uh, compulsory. You, you can't. He's not a compulsory. But actually, having stubborn is also another good, um, good upgrade because it means that you're yep. not, you know, suffering uh, leadership tests on. Losing units in close combat. Mm. Uh, okay, so um, next one, Graham. We've got the. Uh... Oh yeah, the null. So this is uh, the new breed of things. So this is the, the nullificator, which is uh, one of the, these units that's come out of the um, kind of to balance out. I think some of the demons of the ruin storm. So this guy's specifically an anti-demon character. Cost you forty-five points, so not cheap. Um, it's 45 point extra, obviously, but you do get cataphract armor, which is a 35 point upgrade anyway. Um, or and an ether shock maul, which is plus two strength AP4, so like a sort of normal power maul, but slightly actually, it is exactly the same as a power maul. It has a it has deflagrate, um, yeah, yeah. So it's better, but like I said, 45 points actually. Now you get cataphract, it's not bad. Hexagramic wards, uh, which allow you to re roll your invulnerable save against demons. And adamantium will, which would obviously make sense. Um, he can also be upgraded to psychic mastery level one, but interestingly, he can only take santic powers, which are the in old old money. These were the psychic powers that were pretty much exclusive to the Grey Knights. No other unit, no other. Um, no, no, no. Every other, everyone could take them. Can it's they? Just, yeah, everyone used to be able to take them. They're the anti-demon ah, powers. Don't you? Uh, but if you took the Santic demon powers and you weren't a Grey Knight, you periled on something. It was much harder to make the spells work. Oh, I believe the perils were a lot more frequent. Yeah, yeah but so um, yeah, everyone could take them. Right. Yeah. Or was that Malefic? I, I think it's Malefic. Cause I think what, yeah, everyone everyone could summon. Yeah, but I think that the Santic powers were a bit more restricted because you very rarely saw them except for Grey Knights. But it might be because I think they had a weird thing. If you took them, you tried to cast them, the chances of it going wrong were a lot higher. I don't even remember what the powers are at this point. No, neither do I because it's such a long time. Anyway, it only costs five points, so it's uh, basically mandatory uh, to upgrade him to a level one Psycho, which is brilliant. 
So level one striker, but only be able to take the Santic power, so you can't do, you know, prescience or anything like that. Um, he also makes nullificators, which is this new unit, a support squad troop choice, and lets you take more than one squad of them, but but more of them in a minute. Okay. So, yes. Okay. Not a bad unit, that actually. It'd be interesting to have a look at those Santic powers again. I remember there's one in there that's like an absolutely horrific like vortex weapon if you roll certain dice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Esoterist, um, which is the uh, uh, next console, um, represents librarians uh, who, after the Edict of Nikea, still being a bit naughty and using their powers, um, mm-hmm. sort of unsanctified, as it were. Um, and um, these... Um, Cost 15 points plus 10 points for each mastery level, uh, of which they can have two. Um, and they can only generate powers from Santic or Malefic demonology. Mm. They get a force weapon uh, nice. if they aren't in Terminator armor. And they can also take psych out grenades, um, which I can't remember. They, they're sort of like an anti psycho demony grenade. Yeah. Um, and an architect pistol. Nice. That's not a bad upgrade either, actually. Um, whether you'd want a malefic would imply you could then start summoning stuff if those spells are the same yes, as they used to be in seven. And start summoning stuff. So you could this take kind of the point, and you can take this in a loyalist legion as well mm. to represent the fact that some of the loyalists went, you know, these demons, they might not be that bad. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, I would use the weapons of the enemy against themselves. Oh, I think I think that's a bit much like. I mean, even me, who runs Armour Breakthrough, would raise an <laughs> eyebrow if somebody, you know, from Imperial Fist started chucking demons yeah, at me. If they're, if they're a proper Fist player, they'll have no psychic players, psychic weapons oh, whatsoever. Yeah. Because yeah, Dawn banned them all, locked all he the psychic weapons them all up. He locked them yeah, all but up. These, are the, these are the librarians who didn't, you know... No no son of Dawn would dispute, have a dispute with, the, with their father. No, and the same would also apply to world eaters, incidentally. <clears throat> Sigismund. Yeah, right. <laughs> but world eaters also, you wouldn't expect to see any psychers in there. I mean, they didn't have them, but then in um, Betrayer, yeah. they talk about it, don't they? But they're kind of getting weirdly affected by the butcher's nails. Yeah. Um, I suppose yeah, anybody they were, else. But Dulali, didn't they? Proper yeah, Dulali. It's all, you know, fair play. I suppose. I mean, Iron Warriors never never had psychers to speak of, so I wouldn't. Again, you sort of. It's a bit of a grey area. I'm trying to think who else. You know, salamanders. Yeah, they've got psychers, so I wouldn't see it being a problem for them. But summoning demons, if you're loyalist, there'll be a, there'll be some cheeky. Could you take? No, you couldn't. It's in a. Uh, if you're going to do a what they called <sighs> shattered legions. Yeah, yeah, Shattered Legions. I mean, it'll probably work for Shattered Legions. You can, I can imagine. Uh, yeah, or Black Shields. I mean, they can do what they Black want, Shields, yeah. But I, the Black Shields have their own list of HQs. Uh, they can take anyone from the, you know, the Marines. Yeah, so, it, yeah, that would make sense then, Black Shields as well. Yeah, so Black Shields could definitely do that. But that's that's an option now. So, you know, everyone can take that. So, uh, Cool. Expect to see more demons at your local gaming yeah. store soon. <clears throat> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then we get the nullificators. So this is the... No, no, oh, we've got no. the mortifactor first. Oh, sorry. I, I'm, I'm getting too excited. Yes. Too keen. Uh, so it's the mortifactor. This is the Pravian but for Dreadnoughts. Yes. He is a 25-point upgrade. You get a servo arm and a corpostant stave. 
which is plus one strength, uh, AP4, thus concussive and haywire. Nice. He must join a town of dreadnoughts, which is between two and five models strong, mm. and they don't take up a force org slot. They're basically part of his. Yeah. You buy them basically <laughs> part as him, don't you? Uh, like while a, he's, they're like a bodyguard for him. Yeah. Uh, while he's alive, the dreadnoughts ignore penetrating or glancing hits on a five plus. And if two or more dreadnoughts attack the same model in close combat, they get shred and sunder. Lovely. So, you, um, what's that? What's the dreadnought uh, list called? But you can't. Right, so I uh, Fury of the Ancients. No, yeah. she doesn't. Can't, you can't, can't take, take him with on Fury. And here's why, in case you're wondering at home. So, because so, I thought, hey, that'd be cool with Fury of the Ancients. Yeah. So, Fury of the Ancients, you have to take a. Um, uh, Forge Lord. Forge Lord of Primaris Medicare, is it? Exactly. Along so that, with your Praetor. Uh, yes, but you also need somebody to give you the Master of the Legion to take the right of war. Yeah, so your Praetor or uh, Delegata. Uh, okay, which yeah. is your three HQ choices. And you can't now, him in. Par- apparently at the weekend, uh, when asked about this, uh, Anu said that, you know, when the rights eventually get redone, um, a, a console like the Mortifactor would t- would potentially replace the uh, Forge Lord and Primus Medicaid. Okay. Or I suppose the other thing they could do is like they do with the Master of Armour and say you can take a right of war, but the only right of war you could take would be Fury of the Ancients. That particular one. So you, you, know, you ignore the previous things about having to have the... Um, uh, don't give a Master of Legion, but just say you can have the right of war, but it's just that one on its own. Because, yeah, I tried this and thought, oh, bugger, you can't do it because... You have, can't give anybody to give you um, Master of the Legion. Could yeah. you be cheeky and ally in another force with this guy in? Well, no, I'm, I'm trying to think. Could you? Mm. No, because the Dreadnoughts would have to come with him. He's a support. Hey, no, no, but I know. But if you wanted more he's a support Dreadnoughts H- in your army. He's a support HQ, so. To be honest with you, you can get as many Dreadnoughts with him, as we'll find later. Is he a support? No, he's, he's, a, a, he's is not. He not He's not got a support officer on the little bit. Oh, of... well, he's not then. No, he's so, a... Yeah, you could take him in an hour he... list. Yeah. If you wanted a few extra cheeky dreadnoughts. Slip but... them in there. But slip I think... them in nice and, yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of ways oh, to yeah, take you... lots of dreadnoughts without it. But I guess. Yes. the thing. But anyway, very cool. So uh, next out of the bag is the nullificators. And these are a zero to one choice. So these aren't HQ choice or console choice. These are a brand new unit. Yeah. Only a zero to one choice if you don't take a... Nullificator Primaris. Yes. Um, so they were a great band, by the way. Nullificator Primaris. Yeah. I think their um, their experimental albums just lost me. Yeah. Uh, Twenty five minutes of a cat being strangled with a um, piece of elastic was was just not for me. Um, it's not Chris. Uh, Chris. Uh, what's his Chris name? Gibson's All Out Power Fist. Not even close to that classic British rock combo. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so the nullificators you get a if you get uh, a zero to one choice unless like say as mentioned previously you take that console type and you get five to ten cataphractite terminators which are stubborn which is a very useful thing to have and have adamantium will so again good against psychers and they're armed with those aether shock balls which is the strength six ap4 uh deflagrate ones i think that's what i want to say uh they've got combi bolters and they have hexagramic wards which did something up here, which I can't remember what it was. Great. Uh, it's uh, you get to reroll in bondage against demon attacks. Oh yeah, pretty good. 
very good actually if you're in um fracto armor um they also take power fists grenade harnesses and toxiferan flamers which is a flamer with the poison three plus and tainted which is rending but takes away any psychic blessing from its target as well crikey that's good yeah uh, the sergeant can take a power sword, power fist, or thunder hammer. So very much a um, good anti-psycho unit there. I like the fact they can take blessings away because blessings are a pain. But, yeah, very good. Rending poison 3 plus flamers on Terminators. Not bad at all. Nullificator. Are they, are they rending? Uh, I'm sorry, I've got it tainted. Any cessor wound by weapons roll. Uh, in addition to any to wound roll of a six, but yeah, yeah, sorry, carry on. Yep. yep. So that's a good unit. That are they, how many points are they? If, you, if you're allowed to say. Uh, the, the flamers. No, no, the, the, squad. the squad. Oh, the squad is. I have just uh, skimming through. Two hundred and twenty-five points. Basic. It's not too bad then. Fifty uh, more than a normal. The flamers of... are ten points each. Okay, so it does top up quite quickly. But, yeah. Mm, not cool. no definitely good good you know that one okay uh so then there was oh do we want to do this i'm just thinking oh no. go on go on in. the uh new new units uh michael for legio custodies uh yeah legio custodies get a new unit um Ooh. the aries gunship which Ooh. is an orion uh, which loses its Lastrum bot cannons, spiculous launchers, and transport capacities uh, in place of for uh, an Arachnus Magna Blaze cannon. Just now, say, actually, before you go on, spiculous launchers always sound like some sort of medical piece of equipment. <laughs> they do. Yeah, they do. I, I, yeah, I've recently had my spiculous launchers removed. <laughs> yeah. yeah Doctor, now that quick, the spiculous launchers. Okay. Now the Magna Blaze cannon has two firing modes. It's got a concentrated blast, which is 72 inch. Strength 10, AP1, Primary Weapon 2, with Exoshock, Mastercrafted, Armor Bane, and Instant Death. That's pretty cool. Yep. And Burst Fire, which is 48-inch range, Strength 8, AP2, Heavy 2, Large Blast. That's not so good. Garbage. And in fact, why would you fire that that second one? Mm. Now, it also has an Infernus Firebomb Cluster, which is Strength 5, AP4, Bomb free, large blast, ignores cover, one use weapon. Now, 625 points, this thing is. I'm going to be perfectly honest, I can't see it getting much use because, for what it does, you can easily do much of the same with Caladius, Telemons, and if it takes a penetrating hit on its rear, it can potentially be shot out of the sky immediately. Really? It's a super heavy flyer. Yeah, but it can be shot out. It can, because of its bomb cluster or whatever. It can be shot oh, out of the sky. Like dangerous, car- dangerous cargo. Yeah, dangerous cargo type of thing. So, uh, to me, it's kind of pants. I just, <clears throat> you know, the, the thing the custodes were really calling out for was another super heavy flyer. Because, yeah. you know, that's what we really <laughs> wanted. Um, that's 600 points and probably about, oh, sorry, 640 points. Because, you know, why? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a great looking model, right? I think oh, it's a great looking yeah. model. The picture of the book looks great, yeah, but, but I can't yeah. see it getting any use. No. Um, I can't see it getting any use outside of, you know, it's very just... themed lists. 13, I... 12, 10, seven hull points. 
625 points is a lot, isn't it? it it's going to be 300 quid anyway, the model. Yes. I mean, I don't... No. Uh, yeah. Carry on. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so that is the, um, that's the new uh, unit. So what we'll do now is we're going to go on to a list challenge in which we asked ourselves to create lists, 3,000-point lists, including at least one of the new consoles so um let's go ahead and uh, do that so um graham do you want to go through I, your list first i can so as with all of the list challenges, we still stick rigidly to our loose theme, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Um, so these lists are scored on three criteria that we've made up. One uh, is uh, the overall uh, theme of the, the day and whether the list that we've provided uh, matches that theme. And the theme of this one was to best demonstrate uh, the one of the new console types. And, you know, highlight their particular skills and whatnot. Uh, the second thing is how effective it is on the battlefield, uh, which is a bit of a, a bit of a naughty thing to do because most of the time it's usually the most destructive thing. But we should probably start to think about how much fun it would be to play and how much fun it would be to play against. And lastly, the thing that I just never win, which is how much would it actually cost you to buy this? So who's, who's giving us the best bang for our buck, as it were? So... Those are the three criteria. So without further ado, let me run through what I've done uh, for this challenge. So I've gone for the Salamanders Legion um, because I'm looking at Salamanders at the moment. And also there's a particular character uh, that I think fits this quite well, which is Cassian Dracus Reborn. So this is, I think, one of the few uh, Dreadnought characters, um, HQ choice you can take now he's not a cheap boy dracus 295 points he does have um armor 14 though uh, at his front he's a great looking thing I, I would use the um salamanders um venerable dreadnought because it's a he's, he's a castafarian not a um contemptor as far as i'm aware um but anyway dreadnought in charge fits this perfectly i've also taken a forge lord as the console type uh, he's got artistic armor, dragon scale storm shield, which gives him plus one to his invulnerable save. And it also used the um, things that the, um, which is a unique thing to the salamanders. I've also used the another unique thing, or not unique thing to them, but certainly one of the advantages they've got is they can take inferno pistols, which are these little melter pistols. Uh, I've given melter bombs, um, is and a refractor field, so it'd be on a four plus invon. Um, usual chainsaw class combat blade and stuff like that. And I've also given him, as everybody does these days, an Aubrey scanner and rad grenades and a server arm so he can fix the dreadnoughts up. Uh, then I've got the mortificator himself. So uh, he comes with a server arm, uh, if I'm not mistaken. In fact, I'm, he certainly does. Uh, he has artist for armor, dragon scale storm shield again, inferno pistol again, melter bombs and a refractor field. So he would be on a four plus in one. Um, and accompanying him are, don't wait for it, four uh, Cortus Dreadnoughts, all armed with close combat weapons. Uh, because uh, he gives them that if two of them are attacked the same target, they get shred or sunder. 
which is yeah, um, a re-roll of the armor penetration roll. So I've kitted them out to be mainly in the close combat space. So um, the quarters contemptors are cheaper than the normal ones. They have a lesser weapon skill and their invulnerable save is only in the front arc as opposed to all the way around like a normal dreadnought. But they are 40 points cheaper. Um, these guys also, I would be basically looking to get them on foot running across the board at whatever's in front of them. Um, the Forge Lord obviously couldn't accompany them, but he's going to be uh, helping out elsewhere. But Dracus, Cassian Dracus Reborn could be charging alongside heroically, smashing the enemies of the Emperor. Um, I've also got a, just a straightforward in the Elite section, a Mortis Contemptor um, with twin link mass cannons, which isn't a bad choice for the Mortis Contemptor because he's cheaper than a normal um, Contemptor, although he's, and he's got two guns. Two twin as cannons will help me with any anti-aircraft that I need to deal with, but also give me a little bit of shooting in terms of anti-tank. Uh, and then, because I had the points, I also snuck in a uh, box dread all of its own, so just a normal Legion dreadnought, uh, and I've just given them close combat weapons, not any shooting. So again, running across the board to try and smash face, who heroically and probably dying quite quickly. Um, then I've got two troop choices, obviously, um, because this isn't, uh, um, as mentioned, not on right at the Ancients list. Um, and that's a uh, 10-man squad. Uh, Sergeant has got uh, melter bombs, and they're all snuggled away quite nicely in a rhino with Dozer Blade. So they'd be accompanying the Dreadnoughts um, to try and get onto some objectives. So I've got two of those. Um, and then I've got a tactical support squad. Uh, which is a five-man tactical support squad, but these guys have got melter guns. Um, nothing else. I haven't given the sergeant artist or anything like that. Um, in the fast attack, rarely for me, but I've got the uh, termite assault drill, and the idea is that the um, five-man melter gun squad would go in the, term the, ter the termite because salamanders have an affinity for all things burny, and the melter guns fit that quite nicely, and so I would probably put them... Um, with maybe the Forge Lord, just to give them something a little bit of extra um, for fun. Probably might have been better with a Legion Champion or something like that. But uh, And then in my heavy support, my favourite section, what I've gone for is the Derrideo, because I wanted to keep the theme about Dreadnoughts. Uh, and I've given him just the uh, auto cannon battery, because uh, it's quite a lot of shots. It is strength 8, the AP is not great, but it's... It, is, is mainly going to be running, running because he's got the auto auto tom, automatic pavace which oh, yeah, yeah. you can't buy but it will be on sale this weekend <laughs> one day <laughs> this weekend it'll be on sale 13 pounds from a very reliable source that i've just made up um so <laughs> I'm I said, just just make up the i'm just the, making it the news if it is actually people think wow he knew all about that so he knew man who would have thought anyway that's about the i think that's gonna be out this weekend at the fest anyway so he's gonna be there and the auto automatic pervase gives plus one invon saves to things within six inches of it like a six inch bubble um so he might run alongside that big old squad of dreadnoughts to give those dreadnoughts a four plus invon as they charge across the board. Who knows? Uh, gives them a little bit of thing. And then to finish things off uh, in true style, I've got a siege Leviathan siege dreadnought. Uh, two of these guys. Um, they've got armored ceramite. They've got heavy flamers in their um, chests. They've got siege claws and siege drills, which I think is a good combination. 
and phosphate dischargers, which is actually a really good one shot. Um, I think it's three plus or four plus poison AP2 large blast. So a very cool thing. One of them has got a dreadnought drop pod. So the idea is that that drop pod would come down turn one and the rest of the army would be basically playing catch up to try and get across there as quickly as possible to um, secure that Leviathan and to kill everything else around. But there's hardly any shooting in this army. and It's all about close combat dreadnoughts. So there you go. Nice. That is me. Okay. Well, what about you, Chris? So mine is relatively simple. <clears throat> so I have gone so that the extra one I've taken, the, the new guy, is the Nullificator Primus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is in Cataphractive Terminator Arm, obviously. He has a Teleportation Transponder because I'm an Imperial Fist and we get Teleportation Transponders. He has a, a Thunder Hammer and a Vigil Pattern Storm Shield because we get Vigil Pattern Storm Shields. Mm. Um I have taken two Legion Champions, again, oh. in Cataphracti. <sighs> Both with Paragon Blades. Paragon Blades, Teleportation Transponders, Vigil Pattern <laughs> Storm Shields. <laughs> Jesus. Three yep. up in ones. Yep. Ouchie. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just uh, uh, a point. Did you, what, these are Imperial Fists, are they not? Yeah, they are indeed. This is my fists. Haven't you given Psychic Mastery? Hmm? Nothing. Well, yeah, I, I have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So basically, my, my my idea for this army is this: when Dawn gathers up the guys that are going on the vengeful spirit, right? These are the guys that he's he's, he's taking with him. I did try and I, I did toss up between Sigismund and one of the champions. Gotcha. It was a it was a tough choice to make, but it came down to points. Yes. Uh, on 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 the day, so gotcha. yeah, that's why I've got two <laughs> champions. One of them would be representing Sigismund. Right, uh, like his bannerman. <clears throat> like yeah, exactly. Uh, I've got two fifteen man breach squads. Flipping neck. Okay. Yep. Uh, two a uh, two. F- because uh, this sounds a bit weird. I think it's two, six man, five. Is it five including the sergeant? Four including the sergeant. It's probably it's, it's two, six man nullificator squads. Yes. You've got melt guns oh. on the um, breacher squad as well, haven't you? Oh. Uh, Artificial for armor on the sergeant with a thunder hammer. So that's. A... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Melt bombs on the sergeant and a thunder hammer and artificer armor on the sergeants. Yeah. There are two melt guns and there are. Uh, there's a Vexilia, Vexilia as well, in yeah. each of the breach squads as well. Tough. Yes. We're not. We're not budging. Not, not playing. We're not playing games. No. Uh, so the nullificators. Yes, it's two six-man squads. The sergeant has a combi bolter and a, and a thunder hammer. Mm. Uh, the rest of the squad all have their shock mauls, and they all have the flamers. Right. Wow. So two of those. Uh, then I've got two seven-man Terminator squads, gotcha. and these are identical. So they're all in cataphracti. Um, <clears throat> now I have toyed with Elastus armor because in the uh, Praetorian of Dawn, they they're described as having Elastus pattern Terminator armor, okay, which is like the modern uh, yeah the 40k yeah. armor, but Indomitus. Indomitus, that's it. Not the Elastus is the 
Canon. Uh, I'm, I'm, Canon, yeah. I'm reading it, and that's that's why it's it's rolling around in my brain. Uh, the Indomitus Armour, but I'm, I'm rolling these in Cataphracti. Okay. Because uh, none shall pass. Uh, so the sergeant has a chain fist and a vigil pattern storm shield. Yep. Uh, there is a so another Terminator has a chain fist and the Elastus pattern assault cannon. Oof, that's the uh, full shot strength six yeah. AP four rending. That's the one. Nice. Uh, another one has a chain fist and a storm shield. Yes. One with a combi weapon and a power fist. He's the poor man in the gring, in the gang. Yes. Uh, and then I have three with thunder hammer storm shields. <sighs> They all have teleportation transponders. Right. Because we can buy them as a 15-point unit upgrade. Right. So it doesn't matter how many guys you got, it's 15 points. Unlike your good friends in the Custodians. <clears throat> yep. Clearly, these guys have got them. That's why you can't have them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the idea would be that the, each of the champions would roll in with those boys. Right. You add them to the... Um, add them to the yeah, absolutely. And, and then what deep strike them in yeah Houses. Because... and they're going to sit there and take only three plus invons yep yeah they haven't all got them but there's enough of them there to, yeah, totally. to shield them a little, bit of, uh, yeah. a little bit of shooting from the elastus cannons it's the flamers and the nullificators that are going to be chucking yeah. out you know, in, enough headache I mean the idea is basically these are the guys that are going to go right this is where we've got to be this is what we've got to hold you know the nullificators being stubborn, the terminators being hard to kill. Works. Yeah, it, it does. Oh, and also just for fun, uh, Dawn is going to roll with them as well. Oh, is he? Oh yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> just for just for funs. Just for funs. Just. Oh yeah. For right. Fun. Oh yeah. Lord of War. Yeah. Rogal Dawn. Rogal Dawn, because he also has oh, a teleportation transponder, so he can deep strike in as well. So. The only so the units that would start on the board would be the breaches and the nullificators. Everything uh, else the champions in. and the nullificator primus would be with the two other terminator squads and dawn would be mixed in with one of those as well. Ooh, pretty tough. tough. Pretty tough. I suppose the problem is that you you are going to rely on reserve roles and there's nothing to change those. There is there isn't anything to change those. This is yeah. true, but, but yeah yeah fair enough. It's the idea is yeah this is this is the fist doing fist thing which is you're not going to get past us we'll cut you down we'll outlast you yes you know okay there's, there's enough there that's going to take that can take a heat and take okay. a take a beating very good but yeah two thousand nine hundred ninety nine points very cool so what about you Michael where have you gone uh right uh i have gone with a um ultramarines list uh because you know that, that's uh yep. that's my loyalist legion and i've decided to go for a um list themed around the survivors of the um the the, the battle of calf you know when they uh, started to learn about how to deal with demons and stuff so um <coughs> what, I've, what i've got uh is a my my HQ my um warlord is a um uh a delegatus um to save some points um and he is in tartarus terminator armor with a power sword and a volkite charger uh, not much else to him and the right of war is chosen duty so it's all about the um you know the more the the the, the hardened vets 
Um, and my third HQ is an esoteric, sorry, second HQ is an esoterist uh, with mastery level two. Um, so, you know, the government started pressing librarians back into service. Um, just they're not all re- reissued with things like psychic hoods and stuff. So he's, you know, one of the ones that is lying around doing, you know, he's, he's been pressed back into psychic service. Uh, he's in Tartarus armor as well. Um, and uh, he has a uh, power axe and a Volkite charger as his um, as his range weapon. Um, and then I've taken another Fikata Primus um, with um, well with a power mall, obviously a, you know just standard basic bear with the mastery level one. Um, in my elites, I've taken a Contempt of Cortis, a Dreadnought with a multi melter. Um, and then a Contemptor Mortis um, for anti-air with uh, Havoc Launcher and uh, twin-linked uh, LAS cannons. Yeah. Um, then we've got a Destroyer Squad, because um, obviously Gulliman's now deploying everything. everything. His, uh, yeah, nothing yeah. is left off the table. Nothing's yeah. left off the table, exactly, to deal with the demons. So yeah. we've got a Destroyer Squad with jump packs, 10-man Destroyer Squad with jump packs, uh, melter bombs, and psychap grenades. Um uh, the sergeant has got artificer armor and two phosphex bombs. Um, the um, destro- then there's two uh, destroyers with uh, missile launchers with suspensor web uh, with rad missiles and psych out missiles. Um, can so, they take them now as just default? Um, uh, yes, I believe it. they can. Yeah, they believe I'm pretty sure they can. I picked them. <laughs> yeah, uh, then we've got a uh, terminator squad. Uh, Legion, uh, Legion Terminator Squad with Tartarus pattern um, armor in a Spartan assault tank um, with a dozer blade um, and um, armored ceramite. Um, then there's uh, four, five Terminators in that squad. Sergeant's got grenade harness, power fist, Volkite charger. Um, everyone else has got, um, I've got a, a three, two with combi bolters and power fists, one with a heavy flamer and power fist, and then a chain fist and combi bolter. Uh, troops wise i've got a nullificators uh, squad uh with uh a, you know a, a five-man squad there uh with um, one toxifer and flamer uh yep. and everyone else has just got the uh, mauls and the um, combi bolters then two veteran squads the first one it's got 10 men seven bolters two heavy flamers melter bombs uh power axes all round uh in a rhino and uh, they are they've got uh, weapons masters as their uh, um, veteran tactic. And the sergeant's got a, a artificer armor and a power axe. Uh, then another tactical squad, uh, sorry, veteran squad, um, nine, bol- you know, um, seven combi. This time they've got seven combi melters uh, with melter bombs, uh, two missile launchers with suspensor webs Um and uh, their veteran their veteran tactic is machine killer and they're in a rhino uh, again um and then we've got heavy support nice. we've got a land raider phobos with armored ceramite dozer blade and uh, that's for the uh, nullificators to uh, to walk around with mm-hmm. and then finally um just because uh, i like the tank uh we've got a sakaran punisher with um dozer blade armored ceramite heavy bolter sponsons Nice. nice. Yep. Good. Good, good variety of units. So, so after hearing those <laughs> units, what? So just quickly, you had the the psych out grenades, the psych out missile. You had that on the destroyers, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They can. 
Okay. Any Legion Destroyer squad can take any of the following options. They can take Psychic Grenades for five points. Uh, any unit may exchange the Hand Flamer with a Grenade Launcher with Psychic Grenades for free. And all models in the unit equipped with missile launchers may take Psychic missiles in addition to their Rad missiles for plus five points. Cool. Okay. I have to remember what those Psychic missiles do. I think it is. Strength two. Oh, AP yeah. nothing. Heavy one. Blast three. Pinning. Psyshock. So, so if a unit containing at least one demon or psyker, i.e. a model of the psychic, psyker, brotherhood of psychers, sorcerers, psychic pilot, demon, or demon of the ruined storm special rule, is hit by a weapon with the psyshock special rule, one randomly determined psyker or demon model in that unit suffers the perils of the warp in addition to okay. damage. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Okay. It's not too bad. No. I suppose. Okay. Cool. If that's a theme. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So, given that the theme was to best showcase the uh, uh, an army built around the new console type, who do we think has hit that theme best? Mine are just... They're there. I don't think it necessarily shows them off to their best. I, I think Michaels may do more of that. Yeah. Uh, I think Graham's does it pretty well. You know, throwing in the extra dreadnoughts <clears throat> around a very dreadnoughty themed list. I think the thing is with your list, you've got a couple of the guys in there. Yes. I and and they make sense yes. that they're in there. Yeah. They've, <clears throat> you know, that is a. They're not. They they they're essential to that list. If that makes sense. Yes, mm. I know what you mean. You, you, if you took them out, the list wouldn't be the same. Whereas no. if you took the, the that one unit with the dreadnoughts out of mine, the, this would fundamentally be the same, just 600 points cheaper. Cheaper, yeah. And mine would be, you'd find something else to fill that gap. So I think Michael wins theme. Yeah, yeah, I think for the... But it seems that Delegatus, now that they can take the psychic weapons as well, with him rolling around with the destroyers being able to do psychic powers, rather, uh, psychic damage. Yes. What would the... You know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, having that combination now, it's, it's quite good actually. Yeah, lots of different variety in the units as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that yeah that that makes a sense as an army. It feels like a themed army. So yeah, Michael, you yeah. win that one. Uh, battlefield <clears throat> effectiveness. Well, I'm gonna so, I'm gonna uh, jump through. Downplay my list slightly because I made a fatal error. Um, my land raider for my nullificators. Doesn't have room for the nullificator primers. <laughs> yes. The classic can take t- 10 people. And, and they can. Yeah. Bulky, aren't they? Oh, that's awkward. Okay. <laughs> so that's, he, he can roll around with somebody else, can't he? Probably, yeah. They don't have to go with the... Um, yeah, he'd just lose the other squads. Uh, they're sweeping advance. But I could give those other squads Cataprachi. Nothing yeah. stopping me from doing that. No? Sure uh let's have a look chris's is tough i think very tough um yeah two legion champions and dawn yeah uh i I think just that that i'm trying to find your list again sorry it's just escaped me momentarily because that's what a lot of it's a lot of a lot of, lot of armor to get through yeah and I, I mean, I wouldn't 
couldn't necessarily deal with it. There is a lot of, you're right, there is a lot of armor. Um, but it's all close combat. There's not really me shooting. So a baseline no. might be able to deal with it quite easily, but yeah. you know, there's but you've got two, two Leviathans there. Two Leviathans hopefully, I mean they could have a three plus in one save if I position the Derodeo correctly. So, you know, they would be tough, yeah. but I you can still get you know, you've got three troop choices to get those objectives. Yeah. I mean I think in a game where there was objectives at play though, you've got uh how oh, much you've got tons I, of scoring I, units. I have four scoring units. The oh, Terminates count as well, don't they? The, because yeah, they're compulsion. in advance. Uh yeah, the nullificators don't because they're a support squad. They still no, count the they're a troop. They're a troop, yeah. so they're scoring. Oh, okay, okay. Because they're a support unit, they wouldn't count no. as no, it's it just means score. you can't, yeah, it oh, okay, you can't well. use them as to, to check off your um, compulsory. Oh, yeah, that's that's what it is. So um, I think that if you got through the three scoring units I've got, which aren't particularly well protected, that they'd be screwed. And I think that you've yeah. got a lot of yeah, breaches. Basically, all I have through. is six. I have yeah, just six troop choices, basically, that are just going to sit there. Yeah, I, I, could, think, I could throw the breaches at your some of your dreadnoughts and just absorb yeah, them. You could, you could just try and um, hold them up. You've got Dawn as well, remember? Yeah, I know. He's Primark. Rucking yeah, around at the back. I would go with yours over mine. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that one. So, last but not least, it would be costs. So, have you done the costs? I have mine here. I have. Uh, mine is £380.50 uh, at Forge World. £295 at Games Workshop for a total of £675.50. Pretty cheap. I've already beaten that in the entirety of my Forge World budget by some. <laughs> so I did actually go a bit mentally here and bought what I didn't buy, but was would have to would buy five Salamander Contemptors um, from the Sins. It's actually be six of them in total. No, five in total um, with the weapons. So uh, let me just add up my spend for Forge World. Uh, <clears throat> all the characters like the Tech Marine and stuff like that. Uh, Forge World would be a rather scary £802. Champagne tastes every day. Champagne tastes every day of the week. And uh, Games Workshop uh, Direct, they would be. So I'd get the Mark III. Marines, um, rhinos, and uh, one of the tech marines there for the um, more what it was called, not the modificator, um, because he's I don't like so I, the th- Mark Three tech marine I don't particularly like, but I like that, Mark Three armor. But I used to, that to um, Iron Hands one that's that's coming out for 40k. Oh yeah, yeah, he would work. You could use him, couldn't you? Yeah. So, um, what was that? Set? That was plus one, two, four, no, no plus twelve pound fifty, plus thirteen, and I couldn't find anywhere to get storm shields because I've got those. Um, so I went for to Cromlech. They've got some. Oh no, it might have been um, Spellcrow. Sorry, they've got some salamander shields. Nine hundred fifty-seven pounds in total. Ooh, <laughs> big money. 
as big, big money spend. Uh, so mine <clears throat> sticking to true to form here, uh, six hundred and fifty three pounds. Ooh, and nice. Includes, uh, so because you can't buy resin cataphracti anymore. Yes. Uh, actually, makes this army cheaper than I thought it was going to be. Because <clears throat> you can buy five for forty quid from GW, uh, and they've got sort of yeah enough of the bits in there. It's just getting the upgrades for the Elastus cannons, um, the storm shields. It's about forty pounds worth of storm shield there, because uh, they're about fifteen pounds for five, I think. Where so. are you getting them from? Cause I couldn't find any on. There, no, because there's the um, Forge World. If you put an Imperial Fist, they have. Oh, real they specific have, ones. They do. You're absolutely right. That's why you I could use them for somebody else. They're just eagles, but they oh, are. I thought the ones I've seen have got actually fists on them. Let me just have a look. There's. Oh, maybe I'm looking at the wrong place. Let me just try and find them. I just had them one second ago. Anyway, so you were six hundred and fifty. Six hundred and fifty-three. Yeah, that's, that's so that's two hundred and forty pounds at GW on Terminators and then the rest uh, of it. So. I was six hundred and seventy-five fifty. So, yeah. as much as it shocks me to say this, we have a clear and present danger. Horace <coughs> Chris has won this month's list challenge. Oh, no public yeah. vote needed. No. And, and that was even with a, a £70 excess for two of the Space Marine Praetors with the store. Oh, yeah. To get the champions, yeah. Yeah, to nice. do as champions. Nice. Okay, cool. Okay, so shall we uh, go hmm. into uh, upcoming events? How did you actually? Before we do that, how oh yeah, find, how did you find the new um, consoles? I think we see a lot of them. They they put a different different spin on things. They, for me, they don't blow me away. Um, I think they are going to add theme to armies, but I don't think. <clears throat> I think. There are currently better Praetors. I think you're right, but I think if we start to see lots of influx of demons, we'll, we'll start to see yeah, yeah, I mean, units being used. But I like the Dreadnought one. I think it's quite cool. The Deep Strikey one, the Warmonger, again, I can imagine I'll be seeing a few of those going forward. But it will be interesting. It's, it's, it's 45 points. It seems quite expensive to give it's the same one. as a... It's the same as a um, Master of Signals. Yeah, but to give one unit deep strike. Yeah, but if that one's unit is Iron Circle. But that's <clears throat> that's only relevant to one army. True. But then again, I mean, term, giving Terminators deep strikes is not too bad an option. Even if it's only one option. But, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, but it's, it's one but of it, the... But it's not like he can do it to more than one unit. He does it to one squad. True, but no, it's but one of those few. Yeah. It's one of the few ways that other legions, yeah. other than Imperial Fists, have to get access to, yeah. to deep striking Terminators or anything like that. You know. So, for example, if you had um, fire drakes, I mean, it's, che- it's cheaper than a, um, it's cheaper than a um, Dreadclaw. Yeah, or a Storm Eagle, <clears throat> or a you know. So, currently, if you wanted a big ten man squad of fire drakes, for example, you'd have to put them in a Spartan. Or you put them in a storm eagle if you want to get them across the board sharpish, right? Or the or the massive yeah. drop pod. All of those things rock in over two hundred points, two fifty with the um, 
Storm all Eagle. of those things, like the, the the Spartan, for instance, is a is a headache in itself. Agreed. Because it, it chucks out, you know, the laser destroyers on the side and stuff. Yeah. You know, okay. you're, you're, yeah. You're, for all. Because what's the that dude rocking in at 900 points, roughly? Yeah, I mean, a Spartan's nearly nearly, but if you give it armored ceramite and um, the like and a flare shield, it, it's not far short of 350 points for a Spartan. And the other thing is with a Spartan, <clears throat> it's A, going to probably survive, get to getting to where you want it to get to, and B, they can all jump out of it and assault. There is that. You're absolutely right. Whereas it's going to be the it's the age-old problem with this is when they turn up and they're just going to stand there for a turn. And yeah, basically they're, they're not going to be effective until turn three. That's the, yeah. that's the, that's the earliest yeah. you can get them into action. Yeah, exactly. Whereas with, if they're touching a Spartan and you're adventurous with your Spartan... Turn two. Turn two. Yeah, good point. Well made. So yeah, I, I can get that. I can see that. But like I said, I think it's going to be maybe, like I say, I'm very niche... Uh, armies where there's there's no Spartan equivalent yeah. available. I can see him working for Alpha Legion thematically. Yeah. You want to rock those Lenernians Lin- in over the limit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We shall see. The 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 heavy support one I don't think is okay, yeah, think- but it's it's only those two weapons. It's only a heavy bolter or a volkite. Yeah. If it was like less cars. <clears throat> if it was yeah, he the, any weapons. Something yeah. a bit more interesting, but twenty points. You know, would you would you would you get him specifically? Probably not. No, because it's it's sixty seventy points, isn't it? That's the thing you got to think. You've got to pay for the, the the model in the first place, and then it's this as well. Yes, agreed. So it's seventy points to give one extra shot potentially. Yeah, but you could just do the same thing by putting him next to an ammo dump for yeah. less points. Really. Yeah. Okay. So, all in all, they're different. The general consensus, they're not game-breaking. They're not auto-includes in anybody's army. Um, and where they are going to be useful is quite edge-casey, which is fine. So, yeah, all good. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so we'll go on to the uh, upcoming events. Okay. Hi there, just me on my own, uh, and I'm going to run through the events that are coming up in the next few months, um, so you can get your gaming whistle wet. So, gaming events we've got on the 25th of May is Warhammer World's very own Throne of Skulls doubles uh, in Nottingham, and me, Chris, and Graham will all be there, so I uh, hope to see a, a lot of you there, and um, yeah... That'd be awesome. Um, first June, we've got the fall of Andromashi. That's in Curtin. Um, down at Curtin Games. Uh, that's all the way down in Devon. Um, I believe they're looking for uh, Adeptus Titanicus players. They sold a lot of tickets, but they, uh, they haven't sold any Adeptus Titanicus tickets. So if you want to play in that, go along. Um, then the 9th of June, we're running a little event, a Centurion event, the Quick and the Dead. Uh, that's at uh, Durham Raiders in Croxdale, um, just outside of Durham. So if you want to come along and play some Centurion with us, that would be awesome. 15th of June is the 15,000 points, well, you know, the 1,500 points uh, Centurion event. 
that's its name. <laughs> Not very exciting. Uh, that's down at Leodis Games in Leeds. Also on 15th of June is the Knock Cataclysm, a common grounds game in Sterling. That's a heresy.scot event. Well worth going to. Highly recommended. Really annoyed I can't get to this one. On the 6th of July, it's the Roll Dice Gaming 2019 and Bristol City Open, for which the Heresy Rules Pack has now been released. So if you do, if you are down in Bristol, uh, give that a shot. Give, give, go along and play some, uh, uh some play some, uh, Heresy. 12th of July, we've got the Onion Ploy, uh, the Opinion Ploy, Opinion Ploy, Onion Ploy, uh, down at Incom Gaming in Cheltenham. That includes Centurion, Adeptus Titanicus, and I think Zomortalis events. That's being run by the Geno 5-2 boys. Um, I believe their tickets are all sold out, but get on the wait list because you sometimes, you know, a lot of the time people will drop out. 21st July, we've got two events. So the first one is the Fall of Chiron. That's in Eastleigh. Um, I, again, I believe that's all sold out, but if you want to go, get yourself on that wait list. Uh, again, 21st of July, uh, the second event is One Day of Heresy by, uh, and that's down at Bristol. That is the Bristol Vanguard. So another, uh, uh, two events in Bristol in, um, in July. That's pretty good there. Uh, 27th of July, two events then. We've got the Dispute of Iron 2 in Polesworth, a King Fluff event. And 27th of July, again, I've already said it's the 27th of July, two events. Uh, this is bad when I'm on my own, isn't it? <laughs> Um, it's the Purging of Melos at Element Games in Stockport. That is a uh, Road to Terror podcast event. 24th of July, August, not July, um, is Beta Garmon Sea of Fire at the Bad Moon Cafe in London. That is a mixed Age of Darkness and Adeptus Titanicus event. 24th of August, uh, is, you know, again, is the Reckoning of Dalam Prime. Uh, that's the Bank Holiday weekend, by the way. Uh, that is at Firestorm Games in Cardiff. That's an Imperial Truth event. And, um, Greg runs a great event. So get yourself down there. 31st of August is Flashpoint Cortana, uh, a common grounds game in Sterling. Um, I, you know, so a good, great venue, one day event. Um, and Sterling is pretty, pretty nice as a city, as cities go. Uh, then the 13th of September is the London GT in London. 27th of September is Company of Legends in Durham. Um, so, you know, that, 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 I hear dodgy things about that one. <laughs> um, okay. So 26th of October, we've got Cataclysm of Iron Free in Polesworth, another King Fluff event. 1st of November is Blood and Glory in Derby. Um, great convention, great weekend. Ben and the guys down at Bad Dice throw an amazing weekend. Um, definitely get yourself down there if you can. Great event. Uh, 16th of November, the return to Harmony 2, uh, boarding Brum in Birmingham. So that's the Heresy Birmingham, uh, group. Uh, I believe they ran a very success, they ran a very successful event at the end of last year. Um, and then the 24th of November, we've got the, uh, King Fluff, uh, Titan Muster 2019 in Polesworth. Now, in terms of other events, um, 31st of May, there is the UK Games Expo in Birmingham. I will be there. I won't be in my capacity as an Age of Empire guy. I will be, there. I'll be working for Asmodee, uh, demoing games. Um, but obviously there is a, uh, a studio preview there. So maybe they'll talk about Titanicus. Never know. Um, and uh, yeah, great, great, great event all around. Lots of licensed games. 
uh, and if you love gaming, definitely get yourself there. Um, and then the 1st of June, same weekend as the Games Expo, annoyingly, is Black Library Live at Warhammer World. Um, and those are the events that are coming up. Now, as normal, if you want us to um, shout out an event, um, drop us a message on Facebook or email therush at edgeofempire.co.uk. And as always, we keep a list of events on our website, so keep an eye on that. Um, and um, we will, as I said, keep shouting out events if you tell them us about them. Hi guys, just a quick addendum before we go into the close. Um, during this section, Chris actually gives the wrong address, well, the wrong link or web address, as it were, uh, for our Just Giving um, page. The link is in the show notes, but it is www.justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash edge of empire. And for that, we are raising uh, money uh, for the Willow Foundation, um, and giving away the cufflinks, uh, map and copy of Visions of Heresy. Okay, so that brings us to the end of another episode. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, couple of, yeah, yeah, so a couple of things. So if you like the show, uh, please leave us some reviews on iTunes. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, links are in the show notes. So, uh, give a, give a page a like, uh, for no other reason than to let us know you like what we're doing. So, um, if you do want to get in touch with us, you can post to our Facebook wall. Um, or send a message to uh, that account or email us on the rush at edgeofempire.co.uk. Uh, if you want to help the show out, we have an affiliate link, link with Audible, so you can sign up to get your Horus Heresy audiobooks uh, through them with a month's free trial. After that, it's $7.99 a month for an audiobook. And all the black books are on there. Um, you can also go through our affiliate link uh, the advert on our uh, website to purchase your wargaming toys through Element Games. Um, you could also become a patron of the show uh, through Patreon. Um, so pop a couple of dollars in the tip jar, for which we are eternally grateful. And a big shout out to Graham Campbell, our currently only patron. Uh, um, but he's also sent us a bunch of terrain um, to use for Company of Legends. Uh, we've got a nearly a table's worth of terrain there. So thank you ever so much, Graham. Um, we'll put it to good use. And um, yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, oh, just actually, sorry to interrupt there. Our patron level has now gone to $25 a month. I thought it was $9 a month. Somebody's giving us more money. Yeah, yeah. And um, finally, we've been doing a raffle with Just Giving. Uh, Chris, I'm going to hand over to Chris to uh, run through this because he, he knows more about it than I do because he set it up. So, Chris. No. So, this is the – we talked about it last episode. Uh, I've put a couple of posts up. I'll put another one up. Um, so, we're, this is the uh, raffle we're doing for the Edge of Empire Cufflinks, uh, a copy of the map that we use at our events for this year, and also a copy of Visions of Heresy. So it's five pounds an entry, basically. Um, and if you go to justgiving.co.uk 
slash edge of empire uh that'll take you to our particular page and then if you just uh either contact us and let us know you've done it just so we have some way of contacting you uh one and then we'll announce the winner next month oh yes all exciting stuff awesome awesome so uh right so what we're doing next month so we're gonna report back on our experience at the throne of skulls doubles and we're actually going to talk through the sons of horus as that's the army you the listeners have decided we're building uh and we'll report (laughs) on anything that came out of the uk games expo as well as black library live so so we're getting towards the busy season isn't it it is it is getting forward to convention season so Mm -hmm. hopefully uh you know they'll announce warhammer fest europe if they're going to hold it this year and uh and stuff so uh anyway thank you for um thank you for joining us guys yes Uh, as always we appreciate your um listening to us and have a great month Hi, have a great month have some good games let us know if you're playing any games that'd be cool yes and if you do know the person who won the black library um all you can all you can look at buffer just let us know because we'd love to sit here from them so anyway it's a good night from me um from me and myself we'll see you all in a month time if we see you uh throne of skulls if you see us uh feel free to come up say hi you know we don't always bite yes and uh, don't call michael squid man yeah don't don't roll up and say you're the not squid bad. guy it's not that bad it's not that bad it was just sort of like you know that's what i'm known as now there you go worst things have been said yeah. to me okay yes, so, I mean, <laughs> all right bye-bye take care